Welcome to the Pulp MX Show, presented by Motosport.com, Fly Racing and Decal Works. Coming to you live from Las Vegas, right outside the Lion's Den, with your host, Steve Mathis. And now, strap in and get ready. It's showtime. I just don't like the guy. The guy's just a douchebag. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Welcome, everybody. Pulp Mech Show presented by Motorsport.com. Fly Racing and Decal Works coming at you. It's Monday, March 28th, 5 p.m. Pacific. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it. PulpMechShow.com for sponsored deals with our partners. You can save some money if you want to order some stuff. Got a good show tonight. Got a great co-host in as well. Should be a real real fun time. We'll break down Seattle Supercross. Talk to Jason Thomas, of course. He's going to Portugal. Portugal? Somewhere. For uh, uh, MXGP. We got Zach Osborne calling in. Zach has a new gig as an ambassador at Husqvarna. And uh, so we'll talk to Zach about that. Uh, we have Brandon Hartraff from the Twisted T Hep Suzuki team. He's calling in. He's been doing really well getting in the top tens and stuff. Nathan Ramsey will be on as well. Uh, Nate Dog just got a new job with Rockstar Energy Husqvarna as a team manager. And after, I mean, he's had a terrific career. So Nate Dog will be calling in. I'll probably ask him about Tim, Tim Ferry questions at some point. So, uh, And also, too, we'll talk a little bit about Paris Raceway and some stuff that's going on there with uh, Tevin Tapia as well uh, on the show. So looking forward to it. Uh, show number four. 99 4.99. Uh, thank you to our sponsors. Thank you, people who buy in the app. The new app coming out Friday. Check it out. It'll be out on a Friday, and uh, there'll be a lot of cool new features on that thing as well. So, uh, yeah, Pop-A-Mex app on Android or Apple Store. Amazon widget on popamex.com or popamexshow.com. Go through that Amazon widget. Make a purchase, and we get a small slice of that. That really helps us out. Same with the Motorsport banner, too. Go through Motorsport banner on pulpamex.com or pulpamexshow.com. It takes you to a special section there where we uh, have some deals with some partners of ours. And uh, so thanks to the guys at motorsport.com for making things happen. Really appreciate it. And, again, sponsor deals on pulpamexshow.com. Go there, buy some stuff, and uh, use the codes, and then those co- those companies are stoked, and then they come back and they support us. And, and yeah, we, we helps out everybody, right? So we're talking about a lot of stuff tonight, uh, a lot of topics to get into. I want to thank the folks at Motorsport.com, Fly Racing, Decal Works, Race Tech Suspension and Engines, X-Brand Goggles, Renthal, Michelin Motorcycle Tires, Acherbys, Firepower Batteries and Chains, Maxima USA, Pro Filter, Skosh, ORW, OGO Power Sports, FMF, Guts Racing, Atlas Neck Brace, Works Connection, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com, Get Data, WUSA, Ride Engineering, Intense Cycles, Suspension Direct, Manscaped, Weisco Piston, all on board with us uh, tonight and uh, lots to get into when it comes to the races and more in the industry as well. So uh, sitting in studio here, my co-host, he's a longtime friend of mine. Um, he uh, has been in the industry for a, ever with the folks at Michelin. And uh, uh, has uh, big news tonight as well to launch, and he's four ninety nine, and he's the warm up for show five hundred. You know, people, it's nice to have a little warm up. It's not the real thing, but it's pretty good. Randy Richardson, what's up, FMIP? Oh man, I'm I'm just glad to be in studio. Really, yeah. you know okay. what I mean? Yeah. And, and I'm excited. You're right because uh, you know, just like Van Halen, Van Halen, right? Yep. Way better than Van Hagar, right? 
No, and no. came before, yep. so I'm excited yep. to be before show 500. Okay, 499 is going to be epic, and I'm excited. I'm just honored to be here. Honestly, whatever show number it is, and uh, I'm looking forward to having a PG-13 show tonight. Okay, all okay, right. So PG-13 meaning. What about anal bleaching? Well, well, that right there mm-hmm. is is what I don't want to hear. Oh, that's Uncle so, Jim. I understand that, but I don't. I I don't want to hear that's any. Why the girls in I, from I, L.A. boy? Well, well, that's good. <laughs> yeah, that one's okay. Yeah, right. Yeah, but anything like after dark or any of the inappropriate Uncle Jim stories, mm-hmm. let's just hold get that. that uh, Dick Willie thing. Well, see, yeah, that's, yeah. that's 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 where I walk out. Yeah, okay. That's All where right, I yeah, walk out, and I don't know. I mean, don't, I know people do just pop in from time to time, but I don't know if you can feel someone right to feel right. this. Yeah, okay? no, you uh, came in last week. It was yeah. uh, it was really good. Yeah, but I. And Did I, you, Wilbur contact you? you, you no, he hasn't oh, yet. He has but not. if you think I left early last week, yeah. keep those drops keep, up. Keep those, keep those drops okay. up, and I'll, um, I'll Houdini on you. All right, fair enough. Uh, awesome, thank uh, you. Uh, thanks for coming in. Um, lots to get into. So we have an announcement, a Michelin announcement. Yeah, uh, yeah we're absolutely. We're going to that later. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah, absolutely. Um, um, so that'll be really good to talk about. Uh, Seattle Supercross, you watched it on TV like the rest of us. Mm-hmm. Um, we are five minutes in the show, and we already have Nick on three with an FMIP Michelin shout-out. Wow. Already five minutes into the show let's get into nick what's up man hey hey i just wanted to say randy puts together the best program ever i needed some tires for my kdx 200 i swung by the michelin booth at gncc on saturday and sunday and got them for a steal and if guys don't go to the booths at the races they're crazy i got a cool pair of socks and a great set of gloves and i want to say randy thanks a lot uh, that's awesome, Nick. Uh, thank you very much for that for that great feedback. And, and, and what Nick's referring to is our involvement in GNCC Racing, which is our second year. And we're having great success there with with riders of various levels like Nick and others, uh, mm-hmm. as well as uh, so we sell oh. tires on site, yeah. install yeah. them. And we're also uh, doing quite well with a number of podium finishes with Magna One Motorsports, which oh. is a Husqvarna team. I yeah, know you care was, a lot about GNCC, Steve. Uh, Tyler Medaglia raced it. Was, it. Uh, got sixth. It was T-Dags. a on those tires. You really can't go wrong. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you, Nick. And, and, and yeah, Brian Zerlo, my coworker, uh, manages that, that effort for us and, and does a great job for the Michelin brand on site week in and week out at the GNCC races. Nick, have you ridden with them yet? I haven't ridden with okay. Randy yet, but I'm hoping I'm hoping that I will be able to get the the privilege sooner yeah, or later. Never, never mind, Randy. Have you ridden with, with the, the tires? With yeah, the tires. Have you ridden with the tires yet? Oh, I haven't actually. Okay, I have well, not. just uh, I'm they to are go- this weekend. They are going to stick to the to the dirt like glue. Absolutely, I I, I have great praise uh, from everyone who has them. And so. and and as good as those Starcross Five are for you, Nick, we got something even better coming. So I hate to tell you that, buddy, but. Uh, <laughs> but but we got some exciting news. But thank you so much for the support and the kind words, man. Thanks, thank Nick. you. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yep. Man. I'll see you at a race sooner or later. Sounds, Sounds good. good. Yeah, and uh, Michelin, you guys step back into racing uh, GNCC level, mm-hmm. which is cool to see. Yeah, uh, big deal for you guys as well. So mm-hmm. um, exciting things coming from Michelin here, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. Awesome. Um, show four ninety nine though. Just warming up for 500. Just warming yeah. up. Yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, opening act. I mean, opening act kind of sets the stage, really. Because tonight, will, think be, about it, tonight you, will be good. It, for no, it's 500. Go, no, it's today's going to be awesome. Okay. It's going to be a shout out show. I'm going to get lots of shout outs, I think. Okay. And then um, I'm not going to give any, but I'll get lots yeah. of shout outs. Yeah. And I think it's going to set the stage for show 500. And, uh, and I think that I think it's going to be better 
because of show 499. I think so. Okay. Honestly, like the, open- the great Randy Richards. Let's talk about Randy Richards. Yeah. Look at there. Yeah. Like Dylan. Yeah. Well. Dylan's, Dylan's got to be a happy camper right now, right? Oh, Dylan. Gosh. Dylan. Uh, I made the mistake uh, maybe three weeks ago saying, what's happened to Dylan? On uh, I don't follow him. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I tweeted, like, what what's happened to Dylan? And, yeah. you know, he should be basking in this glory. Yep. Uh, look, uh, he drives me crazy like everybody. But I got to give prop. You know, yeah. that's his guy. Yeah. And his guy's killing it. And I made the mistake of suggesting that and, and wondering what had happened to him. Yeah. Well, now I'm tagged in every single one of his uh, uh, amazing tweets about Eli Tomac, and I wish I would have never said a word. So, yep. Well, um, you know, uh, yeah. Pick your battles. Pick uh, your battles. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, pick it, speaking of picking your battles, mm-hmm. right there, d- determining which sound drops get played, which camera angles go on. He's working on the app. He's working on pulpamex.com stuff. Yep. He's working on the new Pulpamex show yep. site as well. Very busy man. He's got this Full regular job he talks about. Guys that I know. pay who shit on me. Yep. yep. Shitting you, on me. You as know well. what Friday is? Friday's app day. April 1st. Yeah. Friday is April, April the 1st. 1st. I never thought about yeah. that. Yeah, absolutely. Some might call it April the 1st. Yeah. Uh, what's up, Marks? Imagine. Oh, Imagine right. I release it on April Fool's wow. Day on Friday. Yeah. Uh, it's not I, happening, but just imagine. Just imagine, just, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just, just, just think about it. Well, the, the the problems I've been having with the current app are kind of a joke. So, to me, that would make sense that you might release this one on April first. Uh, well, it was nice having you here, Andy. Yeah, cool. It was a good All time. Right. Get out. <laughs> uh, taking your phone calls over there, uh, holding things down. He is the uh, a boyfriend to Yar Yar, Talent Taylor. What's up, man? What's up? I'm glad oh. that's what I'm known for now. How's everything with Yar Yar? Eh. Oh, wow. No, yeah. we're good. We're good. <laughs> I don't think that was a Canadian A. I no, think that was no. like a relationship. Eh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, crisis? Is there a crisis going on in the relationship? She was not happy about the eh last week, but right. we're good. We worked okay. through it. All right. Fair enough. Uh, well, because, listen, she better not get mad about you doing the show because um, Tits ain't doing it every week. No. Breaking news. No. He is not, not doing it every week. So, uh, glad you could make it in. Uh, and... I would like to make an announcement as well um, during the first commercial break. Uh, my friend Randy Richardson has requested sushi, and we're having sushi. So, um, there, yep. So, no. good job. Yep. No, 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 no. You ask what would I like to have, and you said, do I want sushi? And I clearly said, I just simply want you to have. I want to have what you think I'm worthy of. Yeah, I do a lot of cocaine and eat some pills, <laughs> but other than that, no. So, before we get into the big news, uh, let's get in. I should, before we get into Seattle, let's get into the big news. Uh, uh, Talent, Team Will Smith or Team Rock? I'm going to go The Rock now because it seemed my answer earlier was wrong. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no backbone. His, his answer there. isn't his answer. So, you're Team Will Smith. Got to defend your woman. You got to walk on stage on the Oscars and smack a guy. Yep. I'm sticking with it. Okay. All right. Marks? I'm Team Rock. Randy? I'll take Eddie Murphy. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't care all that much, but um, Pookie certainly does. Yeah. yeah She's like- team, Will, uh, team Chris Rock, I mean. Uh, mm-hmm. She does yeah. not like what Will Smith did, even yeah. though he was defending his woman. How's Chris Rock supposed to know that his wife's got some condition that caused yeah. her to lose hair? Yeah, How's I he did, supposed to know that? Yeah, I, did, I, I don't know. I don't know that. HIPAA laws prevent him from being aware of any health issues that she may have. There you go. Right? Perfectly. So, right. So uh, that's the big news. Yeah. Well, so outside of uh, Talon, we're all uh, Chris Rock, Team Chris Rock. And, and, and let's face it, Chris Rock's – have you ever seen some of his comedy specials? It's edgy. Oh, they're really good. They're that's really good. good. No, yeah. it's good. It's yeah. funny. It's funny. Um, now, they don't – they probably don't broadcast that just to young children like the Pulp and Mech show, do they? I don't know. Oh, yeah. Hmm, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. 
Um, all right, I got some phone calls still. We're going to talk about Seattle. Eli Tomac, five in a row. He has an almost two-race points lead. Mm-hmm. And look, the racing has been really good this year. It's mostly been exciting. Seattle was not one of them. Uh, not mm-hmm. much going on out there. Barcha crashed late. Marv got a podium. Uh, Marv rode really well. Anderson second. Um, yeah, like it, it. not much happened. Hunter Lawrence, uh, uh, Christian Craig, Moseman incident. We'll get into that a little bit. There's something, certainly talk, something to talk about that. And, and I talked to Christian today. He, he, he said that he was uh, like watching back of it and calming down. Mm-hmm. Moseman's move was fine, and he might have overreacted a little bit, which emotions are high. You get off yep. the track. Understandable, because I thought that pass, you know, I thought that he should have checked up. You know, Moseman got him and uh, and all of that. But not a lot going on at Seattle. Not uh, not great. Although not a mutter, not a rut cross. Track held up really nice. Weather was good. That's really cool. Uh, we had our live show on Friday night, too. JT beat Moser in a push-up contest. So that's exciting. Did he push all the way up or no? Well, a lot of controversy about that. I don't know about are that. You, are you going to ask JT about that <sighs> when he calls in? Because he, he's not really having it. Really, but we did get some Instagram uh, DMs and some tweets about that. that maybe he had, contest. maybe he had like a restrictor plate or something that wouldn't let him go all the way up. Oh, you know, only two percent I mean? a it, year, two yeah. percent a year. I heard. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's get some phone calls here. We're going to talk about uh, more about the race here coming up. Zach Osborne as well, uh, but Drake wants to talk to Randy. So Drake, what's up? You want to talk to Randy Richardson? Yes. Hey, fellas. What's up? Well, uh, I just got done changing uh, a bib in a Starcross Five. Awesome. From Motorsport.com. Yeah. Um, I, I've used the intermediate. Are soft tires any easier to put on? Um, as long as you have the proper size Michelin bib moose with the proper size Michelin tire, it shouldn't be that difficult. Um, a, a soft terrain tire typically will be a little bit more, uh, the casing will be a little bit more uh, compliant or flexible just because the knobs are more open so there's more open spacing between the knobs whereas a, a medium terrain tire the knobs are a bit closer so it makes the casing a little more rigid but I don't th- feel the star crosses are hard to put on at all no for sure not no. but, but I'm, I'm, I wonder when's the last time you've installed a Michelin bib moose Oh, did he say he had a moose? Yeah, that's what he's saying. Oh, yeah, 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 I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah. I didn't catch that. Uh, I apologize, uh, Drake. Uh, he was wasn't listening to you. time, too. Drake, yeah. yeah. Oh, so, yeah, mooses? Yeah, they're tough. Up. Yeah. I've never installed a moose. Never. Really? Okay. We would have put them on at Yamaha, mm-hmm. and Gothic J would put them in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 what I tell people is there's not there's not a there's not a single right way of doing it, but there's certainly a number of wrong ways, and uh, it's it's you have to kind of make sure that when you start installing and working your way around the tire, when you have that last. Uh, fourth or last fifth of the tire circumference to get that bead in there you have to make sure that opposite of that the tire bead is down in the drop center there's a few tricks that uh, you can do to to accomplish that and and yeah hit me up sometime yep. like directly on my instagram or whatever or or and i'll be more than happy to walk you through some tips to make that easier but uh yeah if you're okay. if it's if you're if you're doing it right it's not that bad if you're doing it wrong it certainly can be a pain the for sure the problem yep. with installing okay. a starcross 5 with a bib moose mm-hmm. is the bib moose that's the problem. Yeah, but because, yeah, because the bib moose is it's a it's a nitrogen charged butyl rubber, and it's a solid foam insert that is larger than the volume that is taking the place of. Mm-hmm. In other words, it's larger than that 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 volume inside the tire and wheel. So, so it, it definitely can be challenging. But if you're serious about racing, especially off road racing, it's really the only way to go because you've got tens of thousands of dollars invested in in off road racing, uh, and you want to hope that a 25 or 30 dollar tube doesn't go flat and give you a dnf 
So yeah. it's a All wise right. investment. Yep. Thanks, Drake. Hit him up on Instagram. Yeah. Randy can okay. give you some. Hey, Randy, the uh, Day in the Dirt videos were awesome. Oh, thank you, man. That was that was uh, that was were a... awesome and. Oh, thank you, but that was a fun time. I was uh, glad to glad to be a part of that absolute blast. Great. Well, those are excellent videos, Steve. Uh, keep all the good work up, man. You're, you're awesome. All right, thanks, buddy. Appreciate thanks. it. All right, thanks, Bye. All right, thank you, uh, Kenny. You want to talk about Jet and Craig? Kenny. Hello. Yeah. Come yes. Hi, Kenny. Hello. Hey. Uh, yeah. About the uh, Jet and Craig East West shootout coming up. Um, you know, Craig's already shown a propensity to go over and talk to other riders like he did with, with uh, Freeze. Does he or should he go over, talk to Jet, and say, uh, you know, if we get out front, let's give each other wide room and just play? And um, well, kind of had images of uh, of Wyndham and Pastrana, like the the smooth vet and the exciting kid. Uh, that'd be cool images to see. Well, the problem um, the problem with that is the speaking of other riders has not worked for Christian Craig. That hasn't really gone well, <laughs> right? Uh, so I don't know if he should. Like maybe maybe having pre race conversations is not a good idea because nothing seems to be working. Uh, I'm excited to <laughs> see this. True. Look, Christian has a big lead, and he's in a he's in a win win spot a little bit because if he beats the Jet. It's awesome, right? And then everybody kind of is stoked on him. And then if he doesn't beat the Jet, he's like, man, I got a point slate. I got a title to focus on. He's in a really good spot either way. You know what I mean? So, And I agree with, like, I wouldn't, if I'm Christian or if I'm his team, I'm not, I'm not saying, dude, you got to win this no matter what. Like, no. No yeah. way. Like, if, if, if you got a chance to take it. But if, if it's not there, don't push out of your comfort zone. There's no way. There's a championship, you know? So, Yeah, you definitely have to. I was going to say, Christian Sorry. has to he has to manage the long game, right? He has to see 100%. the vision, which is the championship. Yeah, he hasn't sure. got a championship at a pro level. He's so close to it mm -hmm. here. Like, yeah, yep. that is the most important thing for sure. So, Did he give an interview, maybe with Weege or something? I thought I heard that he said that, uh, you know, all he knows is just go out and win. And yeah. He hasn't been yep. uh, trying to pace. Yeah, I mean, I get what he's saying where you're not like, hey, I'm just going to get on the box tonight. But as you're out there in the race, as it's unfolding, you know, you're thinking about that. Like, if you're late in the race and you're in a podium spot and Jed is gone, like I know all he says that all he does is think about win, but with five minutes left in the race and 10 seconds down, you're backing it down. You're backing it down. You're not going to go for it, right? So, um, yeah. So I, I know what he's saying, but I don't. I think the beginning of the race you go into win, but as the race unfolds, you take it what you can. So, yeah. Thanks yeah. for taking the call. All right. Thank you, man. Uh, love yeah. all the content. Thanks. 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 And I don't really think that. I don't think it warrants a conversation from Christian to Jet. You know, I, mean, I think they are – they're both seeking championships. I think it goes without saying. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, I, I certainly see where Christian would go have that talk with, with Freezy, right? Yeah. Um, and I'm sure that Christian can explain it to him, but he can't understand it for him. <laughs> no, right? No. Like, uh, no. it needs to sink in, and I don't, I'm not sure that that conversation did with, with Vince. Yeah. No, I think, I think I'm with you on that. Uh, Randy Richardson in studio here. Uh, also, want to thank the folks at Decal Works. Love the guys at Decal Works. DecalMX.com. Marvin Muskan taking his uh, uh, podium this weekend with Decal Works because they do all the graphics for the Red Bull KTM team, as well as the Rockstar Energy Husqvarna Off Road team. Promo code PulpMX at DecalMX.com. These guys can custom make you graphics, number plates, uh, put your sponsors on them, uh, uh, put the number font on them, make whatever colors you want if you want to do anything. Make an OnlyFans if you want on the side of your bike. Whatever it is, Decal Works can do it. They led the industry in quality and customer service by offering the best custom graphics 
around. Uh, officially licensed with all the OEMs as well. And I can personally vouch that the staff will go above and beyond to make sure your questions are answered. Quality, service, and knowledge. Thank you to Ron and the boys at decalmx.com. Great company. And I get a lot of feedback from you guys that have used the code. And those guys are certainly um, certainly pretty good. So thank you to Decal MX for coming on the show. Um, so Tomac looks great. Five in a row. And now, like, okay, we're, we got five rounds left. And he's certainly going to win this championship. He's not one to make mistakes and break a wrist in the middle of the week. or You know what I mean? He's literally his, his uh, uh, consecutive races streak is impressive. And he's missed one, I think. 450 Supercross in five years, I think. Yeah. Um, so now I think my switch a little bit focuses to outdoors. Now, like, and now I'm like, I think he's going to win outdoors. Like, I, I think he's going to win outdoors because, yes, he hasn't. You know, Dylan was great last year, and Osborne was great the year before, but this is a new Eli Tomac, and I am just on that train right now. That after getting four of them on Cowie and riding better this year, who's stopping him? And he has a platform that won a title last year. Yeah, that's a good. So point. you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, like, good point. And and he seems to be a a happy, a rejuvenated uh, Eli Tomac, um, uh, just just riding with a bit more enjoyment and and riding honestly with so much authority right now. He right? crushed those guys this weekend. Yeah, yeah. That, well, it was up to fifteen, sixteen seconds at one point, and, and yeah, then backed that, it down a little bit. That at the end, four but, over, you mm-hmm. know. After yeah. I mean, you know, guys were clipping it. Some guys mm-hmm. were getting it. You know, he got it every lap almost, yep. and, and never. I never. I think. When he, I don't think he ever clipped it. If he meant to jump it, mm-hmm. he he he, yeah. he smoothed it out. He's so precise on the bike. And to your point, yeah, if yeah. he wanted to do three three on step off, that's what he did. Yep. He wasn't long. He wasn't short. Yep. That's what yep. he did. And then if he wanted to downside that four, that's what he did. Yeah. And other um, guys trying to do downside the four clip, or you know, mm-hmm. maybe they get it five out of seven times or yeah. whatever. You and know? and then those that kind of clip it going four over, that messes up the but momentum the, for the totally. rest of the thing. So yep. so so he was he rides with he's riding with so much confidence yep. right now and and authority. Yep. And I and I like what you're saying about like carrying this momentum. And sure he's got the one championship in 450 Supercross, which yep. is which is, you know, amazing to achieve that, right? Yep. But for him to take what looks like a second championship and then take that into the outdoors where arguably he's much more comfortable anyway. Um, I yeah. agree with you. That momentum yeah. looks like it'll carry over that way. It's uh, it's quite a story. He's going to be the oldest Supercross champion ever, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and gone two years between titles. And, yeah, all of that, man. Just it's, just really, really impressive. And he was in Seattle again. Anderson taking a second. I think he'll just smooth out and take that after, mm-hmm. after you know, after what he's been through. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then uh, Marvin Muscan, of course, third. Further back, uh, Cooper Webb. Uh, had a pretty good practice crash. Uh, do you see it? Yeah, uh, I saw only the the one on social media there, oh, yeah. and it was, it was a small small yeah. clip, but definitely um, looked, uh, right. looked sketchy. Uh, yeah. His start in his heat race was horrendous. I don't know what was happening. It was mm-hmm. like mine at the World Vets. It was mm-hmm. it was pretty bad. Yeah, it wasn't that bad. No, probably not. Not that bad. Um, and then uh, six in the main, just kind of a quiet sixth. I mean, he caught yeah. Barsha at the end, but Barsha had already had a pretty good one, you know, yeah. while he was in second. So I think, I mean, with five rounds left, and he's banged up from few weeks ago and then maybe he's banged up again from this weekend we don't really know from practice i think the question is going to need to be answered or sorry asked randy uh will he win this year will he win a supercross this year yeah and and i think certainly this weekend off is going to help him right to recover um but certainly he's uh, riding a little banged up he i saw the the 
the pre-race conversation about you know a small hairline fracture and it's not in the big you know, yeah. not in the real low uh, high load area or what have yeah. you anyway but uh it's not a, it's not quote affecting him but if you're riding with some form of injury you're compensating in some way right yeah. and, and maybe that compensation then yields to additional injuries right like yep. like we saw happen yep. with Cincerillo. but um yeah it'd be it'd be interesting to see if he does win a race and and like you and i were talking about um I was wondering, all right, has anyone ever, you know, like, like, how long has it been since someone who won the championship the previous year maybe didn't win the following year? And you mentioned uh, Anderson in 18, yeah. right? Yep. Um, so I, I forgot about that one. Um, but, yeah, you would assume that someone who wins a championship any given year, you would assume they certainly would win some or multiple races the following year. You would think so. Now, mm-hmm. uh, I'm just going to check this, double check my, mm-hmm. I don't believe that, because Anderson got hurt early on, and I don't believe he won. Uh, that year, um, okay. but obviously after winning the championship, mm-hmm. um, hmm. do you? But okay, but do you think Randy? Like you, you know, you said certainly it doesn't look good or whatever. Mm-hmm. But do you think he wins? Um, yeah, he did not win in nineteen. He got hurt. Yeah, okay, uh, hurt pretty early in nineteen. Um, I could see Atlanta playing into Webb's favor. Webb's favor, yeah, a, l- a little more, a little more spread out, um, a little more rutted, maybe. Um, I could see that maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, not sure. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, we, got, we got a waffler. We got a yeah, waffler. there's a strong waffle there. There's a very strong not waffle. Not sure. Yeah. But see, I'm kind of like one. I'm kind of like a Renthal half waffle, half okay. waffle. I'm not like a JT like a full waffle. Okay. But uh, no, I would be more surprised if he does win one than I would be if he doesn't. I think I'm with you yeah. on that. Yeah, I don't think he does. Mm-hmm. If he does, it's Cooper Webb. He's yeah. a bad dude. Exactly. You know what right. I mean? yeah. And you mm-hmm. get it. But I. Being banged up, mm-hmm. having five to go, mm-hmm. watching Eli Tomac. Yeah. I don't know if I like his odds. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, but he's back with Alden Baker, too. And that's, that's a plot twist none of which, us saw coming. Yeah, which uh, I listened to Jason Wygant's, you know, podcast on yep. that. and uh, I'm not familiar with him. Yeah. So he works with a company called Racer X. Oh. And they're, they, okay. they, they do their print publication mm-hmm. and online and stuff like oh, that. Tell me more. They have social media. Oh. Pretty good. Pretty okay. good company. Yeah. Um, no, but, but Weege's conversation with, uh, with Alden on that was interesting. And, yeah. And to hear how kind of how that came back yeah. and what have you. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, Webb wasn't great in Seattle. Obviously, all that stuff probably affected him a little bit. So, yeah, the question is, does he win a race? We'll have to we'll have to get to the bottom of that, and mm-hmm. we'll see that at some point. Um, I do want to talk about before we get Zach Osmond on the phone. I do want to talk about our Yamaha LCQ challenge. We have something that we, Marks is going to put up on the thing. Yep, is it coming on here too? Nope. Okay. Uh, so, <laughs> why can't we sync those things? You would think that no, someone uh, that costs extra like, that t- like a different code or costs something extra. Haven't haven't unlocked that tier yet. So Yamaha LCQ Challenge brought to you by the folks at Blowfish, Blowfish for Hangovers, Pulp Twenty Two at fourhangovers.com. You had too many vodka Red Bulls in a ratio, right, Randy? Maybe you know, maybe Hangover Blowfish for Hangovers. That'd be handy. Yeah, I could have used some of that at uh, Red Bull Day in the Dirt. Oh, did it get out of hand? Well, I didn't get out of hand, okay. but yeah, you know, yeah. it got, uh, in in terms of A-Ray, it got a little sketchy got at a little times. Sketchy. Yeah, 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 it was good. Uh, I want to thank the folks at Blowfish for hangovers. Uh, it's a hangover remedy that actually works. When you wake up, drop two tablets in water and drink when the fizzing stops. We have some samples here. Marks is going to take some. I think Yar Yar needs some for sure. She seems like she likes to party. Right? She could probably use some. Yeah, we can give him a good test. I feel like Yar Yar is right in the bracket for this. Um... So, yeah, thanks to the folks at Blowfish for Hangovers. Pulp 22 at checkout uh, starts to work in 10 or 15 minutes. And big thanks to Yamaha. We are giving away a 2022 Yamaha YZ450. 
Um, by the way, some of the money we got from Blowfish for this thing is going to go into the LCQ challenge. So I'm not going to pocket all this money. I'm going to put some of it back in. All right. Uh, so go put some of it back some in. Some of it. Yeah, I'm not, some I'm not, of it. <laughs> come on. And we know we we, we know how you good you are. Pl- we know how good you are with math. So you, we're not going to ask he, for a he's percentage. Got cargo short, so you, the pockets are big. You, yeah, exactly. You right. think this place heats itself? Uh, all right. So uh, thanks to those guys, Yamaha as well. Uh, we're giving away a bike and, and 19 other prizes from from all of our partners. It's really fantastic. All the money goes to privateers. We're having a race in Denver uh, Friday afternoon. It's going to be fantastic. Uh, I believe we have a tie right now with Joan Cross and Bubba Pauly, right? We do, yes. Uh, at the top for the standings. Top 17 get into the race. Uh, five wild cards. John Short's one of the wild cards. I already got that uh, figured out. Um, but, yeah, thank you to those guys. The link to purchase is in my Instagram bio or on pulpofx.com. It's 30 bucks a ticket. All the money goes to these riders. You got a chance to win a motorcycle or 19 other prizes. So thank you to Blowfish and Yamaha for making this happen. It's going to be really cool. They're giving me my own race. It's great. It's amazing. That, 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 honestly, that's uh, my buddies and I talking about, like, we should probably go to Denver and go see that. But I don't know. Like, we don't have the proper passes credentials getting but i would love to see that like the the on-track mayhem that's that's going to happen there it's gonna be great uh, so uh yeah so the money's rolling in thank you to that and uh yeah it's gonna be good to be gonna be good to have that uh that out there so let's get some phone calls before we get uh osborne here reed what's up man hey i don't know how i guys are feeling about chiz what about chiz starling almost beat him so i forgot the deal but about the privateer thing with the money. Yep. What was that deal again? Well, I don't know what you're talking. My money, my race, or what are you talking about? No, when uh, when, but the, the privateer would beat Chiz in oh, the main. Well, I didn't, I didn't do that. But I was gonna pay privateers who ever beat Chiz. Yeah, I was gonna do that. I didn't end up doing. Oh. It. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, the other thing is Chiz in the opening ceremonies. Yeah, dude, it's 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 Chiz right now. He. Troll Train told us at the live show that he saw Chiz just flying through the air on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Off his bike, tumbling to the ground, just whatever, you know? He's on crutches. He shows up in, in, uh, in Seattle, and it's not going well about halfway through the main. Starling gets him. Brees gets him. Uh, someone, Kate, or not someone, someone else got him too. Not Kate, but Kate sucked. Uh, there was a guy that got him. Uh, anyways. And then you're like, oh, well, I mean, dude, he's on crutches on yeah. Wednesday. It's Chiz. It's late in the race. Oh, no. No, 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 no. Chiz goes, no, no. Not a mulligan. Not, not, not a mulligan race He Chiz. gets Starling back. He gets Brees back. He might have got the other guy back. Just phenomenal. He just, yeah, it's Chiz. Once again, no, he's, yeah, he's, he's chizzed all over him. Chiz over everybody. So, uh, no, it, that's awesome. He's doing well and, uh, and had, a good, had a good race. So, uh, thanks, Reed. Thanks for the call. Thanks, Matthews. Thank you. Uh, we got, uh, it was good. Yeah, it was good. Uh, Ash is on five. Ash, what's up? What's your question for Randy? Hey, Randy. Um, I asked, I've asked this to Steve before, but I wanted, you know, a tire specialist opinion. What, what is a, a works tire? I, I remember they were so prominent back in the, the Reed to um, CR22 days. What do they still, do you still do that? Is it, what, what is it about? Um, so, so, um, yeah, great question. Um, generally speaking, regardless of brand, I would say generally speaking, a, a works tire, similar to like a works 
engine, for example, um, the, the primary focus is optimum performance, right? So you're going to, you don't have to take into consideration the durability of the tire that it's going to last, you know, 12 hours for the consumer or anything like that. So you can build the tire with uh, some lighter weight components, uh, which are typically more expensive, um, a lighter weight uh bead or uh, yeah, the, the bead part. Um, you can use rubber compounds that yield a significantly higher level of traction with a much shorter lifespan. Um, so a works tire is just focused 100% on performance, kind of like a race spec engine. You'd never sell it. No. Well, you, you, you could sell it. Well, if the you, Dunlop? Yes, yeah, I was going to say, if you think back to when Dunlop but had... But was that their race tire, do you think? Like, well, like, well, I don't, I don't, I don't, yeah, I certainly right. don't know if it was a true, true race right. spec tire, you but I know... You weren't pouring the rubber in, into the molds. Hmm? You, weren't, you weren't pouring the rubber No, in the I wasn't molds. there. Right. I wasn't doing that. Right. Um, I was too busy, you know, cleaning uh, the restrooms back at our corporate office to make sure everything's good for all of our employees. Yeah. But, um, but no, so Dunlop had the 756RR, yep. which was a race replica, and, and I think that... I feel certain that it, I feel comfortable saying that it was probably a more race spec version. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I, I don't think it was my understanding. It wasn't as commercially successful as they thought it would be because the racers that were buying them were like, wow, this is a lot better, but yeah. it doesn't last. Yeah. It well, doesn't last at all. It's more right? expensive. Yeah. It's a lot better, yeah. but I can't keep it on. Yeah. I can't and keep it and, on and maybe I get it. one weekend of racing yes. out of it as opposed to four or five yeah. weekends. So, so Ash, uh, there you go. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. A little bit of a long question or a little bit of a long answer rather, uh. but, uh, it's not thirty seconds. It's not tear offs. Not X brand tear offs. I can talk um, all I want to. But Randy, like you said, like you like you know, Dunlop tried it, mm-hmm. didn't go as yeah. well as they hoped, and and I think that would be true for any tire manufacturer. Mm-hmm. Like they're just they're one off tire. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then the, the other option of, of of race spec tires in general um, would be that you could have a within one single tread design or a tread sculpture, right? You could have a variety of. Uh, casing constructions or a variety of rubber compounds and you kind of cater that to each individual rider's preference so you know one rider likes race spec a one likes race spec b etc um like villapoto who rides on the back would have a better yeah, exactly a, a stiffer Exa- front tire than somebody who rides on the front exactly yeah, could, could be something stuff. like that right, or right. someone likes a little more comfort in the casing versus someone yeah. else who wants a more rigid feel yep. uh, so there's all those variables you can fine tune to the rider just as you can now with with um with efi you can fine tune the power delivery of each yep. bike so yep. all right ash there you go man so it's a big difference so, it's a big help yeah, yeah. and 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 for us now, and speaking on behalf of Michelin, uh, we currently do not have anything like that in the U.S. market. So, for example, um, the tires that we're using, and I know you're talking about Supercross, Motocross, but the tires we're using in GNCC racing, uh, what the Magna One Motorsports team is finishing on the podium with is exactly the same tire you can purchase at our on-site uh, vendor. Same, same, or, same, or, tire, same tire that took me to 14 nine finishes. Exactly yeah. right. Yeah, and that's that's proven performance right there. Seventh overall. Like, I don't even know why I referenced that team when we've got someone like yourself throwing it in there all right thanks ash thanks guys thanks man uh all right let's uh let's get to our first guest of the night speaking of works tires this gentleman has ridden a few times on works tires he's brought to you by the folks at a cherubies ever use the cherubies stuff it bolts on perfectly uh, yeah. holes line yeah. up there's, there's the, the aftermarket plastic game at cherubies is amazing mm-hmm. it's great uh thank you to the folks at a cherubies justin barsha ac anderson and many more use the cherubies products uh they fine-tuned it all of them to offer the highest level of performance and protection in the industry bring your back bike bring your bike back to life with the full line of replacement replica plastic kits handguards discards and more 
Check out the latest products by visiting them at acherbeesusa.com or follow along on the social media pages by searching for at acherbeesusa. Uh, I don't got to tell you more about this company. They've been around for over 40 years and uh, Italian uh, developed and uh, where stuff works great. Bringing you our first guest of the night, friend of the show. He's a supercross champion. He's a motocross champion. Zach Osborne. What's up, Zacho? Chilling, boys. What about you? How good are works tires compared to production tires, Zacho? Uh, well, I think I rode a, a straight production MX-12 most of outdoors in 2020. So, oh. You know. And why is that? Uh, because it's so good. Okay. I'm not positive of that, though, so don't, don't quote me, but... Uh, works front tires pretty pretty awesome and i would think and hey zach it's randy i, I would think uh regardless randy. richardson I, I would, Who's that? he uh you might have saw the gentleman a day in the dirt he's got yeah. a mustache no. mm-hmm. he probably saw me he saw no. me closing in on him yeah. in that last race <laughs> <laughs> no but 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 one thing that i have a theory a little bit uh zach and and, and what that wouldn't surprise me if he used uh, a dunlop mx12 in in the outdoor national like the the super loamy conditions because i have a theory that um the softer the more loamy the conditions are um the more effective the tread design is whereas if you get more towards hard pack conditions where where you don't have as much knob engagement with the the soil right i would think then that the rubber compound plays more of a instrumental part of traction right right. when you consider that yeah you know 10 out of the 12 nationals are basically the same soil you Mm -hmm. know um, mm-hmm. by the way, Brock Sellers, a Dunlop 490 front everywhere, mm-hmm. every single track. Brock Sellers. Brock Sellers. I mean, but, what, but, what more but, can you say? But in 2001, he went through 16 different seat foam iterations, yeah, right? Right, so, right, yeah, right, yeah. right. Uh, <laughs> what's up, Zacho? Uh, I was actually just about to start a league race, uh, on iRacing at nine o'clock. Oh, okay. Uh, so warm up and do a little bit of practice, but, uh, it seems that I've, um, gained too many penalty points, and I'm not going to get to race tonight. So, oh, uh, it's a, were, a disaster. So, were you were you in any chance fighting on the track? Did you did you like open hand slap another racer? That seems to be uh, a, no, okay. no, I did not. I did not slap anyone. Huh. Um, are I, you I, team? Are you team Will Smith or are you team Chris Rock? Uh, I have zero cares about. <laughs> okay, All right. same here. Moving on, uh, Zacho. So, like, I don't know. Uh, Five months ago, on this very uh, pulp show, I'm yelling and screaming about Husqvarna not being able to offer you anything and, and, and you not being associated with the brand that you won these championships with. And and now you're back with the brand that you won all these championships with and you have number 16 on a works edition bike. And So I don't know what happened, but good job. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. Uh, it's been a long road to kind of get back to where we're at now, but um, here we are. And uh, yeah, I'm stoked on the new new position. Um, doing a little bit of racing, not at a not at a huge level. Um, some lower level off road racing, and um, nothing kind of really for results or whatever. Doing a couple of races in California, the the two stroke world championship that's coming up, and then the vet race and. Uh, such so i'm looking forward to it i think it's going to be really cool and uh, get to meet a new kind of group or demographic of people that um are out there to race with and whatnot so i'm stoked okay so hold on let's go backwards so wait a minute what well, hold on what first of all i just want to make sure that i want to cut this off uh, right at this at the get-go here i don't want you taking some kind of a spin as if though a few months ago you were complaining about husqvarna i don't want you taking credit for getting zach no. this husqvarna no, gig i no. just want to make sure that he earned that on his own merit uh, it's thought about doing that 
I thought. I, yeah, but, I can but, see it in but, your but, eyes, but not doing it. Okay, but right, thought about right, it. Go ahead. Uh, but so again, Zach, come on, tell us, like, take us back here, like, so. What happened to mend this bridge up? What 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 went on? Did they come to you? Did you rearrange some things on the deal? Did you agree to do something that, that you didn't initially want to? Like, what sort of happened to get you and Husqvarna? Which, by the way, this is a great thing. You won championships for that brand. Uh, they're selling a bike with number 16 on it. So is, this is a great thing overall. But what happened to, to mend this bridge? Uh, they, you know, we just kind of worked through the past couple months to really um, figure out where a best fit, I guess you would say. And, um, it all just kind of came together in the end. Um, it's not really rocket science. Um, it just kind of came full circle. Um, they offered me something that, that was, you know, good. And that I felt like I could, the, the main thing for me was feeling like I could, uh, be, be beneficial to the brand. I wasn't just like dead weight and somebody that they were paying to just do whatever. So, right. uh, it, it's, uh, you know, we just kind of found a place where I, I feel like I can fit. And, you know, maybe that gets adjusted over the next couple of years or uh, changes completely. Who knows? Yep. So, uh, yeah, either way, glad to kind of continue with, like you said, the brand that uh, did all of my uh, made most of my success on. And I'm stoked that uh, we were able to come to terms and make something happen. So uh, nothing with the race team like you were kind of working with those guys and helping that 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 nothing with that. Or, or is there a possibility or do they want you at some races? Pro. No, nothing like that at all. Um, it's uh, solely marketing um, okay. based. Yep. Uh, n- nothing to do with the team, uh, which is, yeah, of course I would love to be there uh, with those guys. I felt like we made some good progress, but um, it's just not in the cards right now. So it's, uh, yeah, just um, marketing ambassador sort of role. I'll be doing a lot of stuff with events um, with the company and uh, get to go to the dealer show, which is always a good time. Yeah. Um, doing just a, a bunch of stuff going to some some events in europe uh an e-mini bike race um with the with the new e-bikes is kind of like the kjsc of europe where they mm-hmm. uh have 50s at i'm not quite sure to be honest if it's at a gp or <laughs> okay. at a european ship or what the deal is yep. uh, but yeah just some some different cool stuff hopefully um some cool events in europe and around wherever they kind of invite me to go so I'm looking forward to it. Well, I mean, if you get an e-bicycle, you're welcome to come out to Vegas and see what you got. You hey, I, I am. I have an e-bike, a Husky e-bike, so oh. just let me know, and we'll, uh, okay. we'll hit that loop up again. Yeah, yeah, that was fun when we went out that way, you know? So, um, uh, Zach Osborne here on the show, brought to you by the folks at Cherbies. Please check out com or at Cherbies USA. And, uh, Zach, one of the things I, I, I think – it's uh one this is super cool that this worked out for you um to what you pointed out you had so much racing success with the brand with Husqvarna and then but I think it's admirable to what you just said that that you want to be able to add value to the brand not just say well I'm a retired champion and take a paycheck right um so I think that's another reason why uh it's beneficial for them to have you there with them and for you to go and and like Red Bull Day in the Dirt down south. I knew the deal wasn't there yet, right? Um, but to have you interacting with average racers like myself and others, that's huge as opposed to being, you know, kind of behind the curtains of a factory race team and, and riding there. Um, I will tell you this. If you go to the World Vets uh, in California, go around behind the starting line and kind of sneak into the gate, right? There's there, Don't go through the chaos method, right, Steve? <laughs> don't, don't, don't go that way. It, it's... it's Wait till you see this race, Zacho. Wait till you see 
what goes on at this race? Why? I mean, where do I start? I, I mean, if you've had any sense of organization, throw that out the window. <laughs> really? If you want any sort of uh, 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 rules and order, which mm-hmm. I know you're big into that, Zacho, you're not going to get any of that. It's it's probably it's probably as unorganized as you are organized, Zach. The yeah, main thing is yeah. if you're sitting around and you hear someone yell sixteen, just go to a gate somewhere. Just go to a gate. Yeah, yeah. Just just, just get in there. Yeah, um, get in there, buddy. So you're gonna do the world vets. You can do the two stroke thing. What do you want to do, Zacho? Like, what kind of races do you think would be fun? Like uh, a GNCC, uh, an enduro, or like any what what's on your agenda of other things other than moto that you would like to try or do? Yeah, so right now I'm scheduled, like, the, the tentative kind of plan we made is to do sort of all the events I just mentioned, dealer shows and uh, bike yep. launch, yep. et cetera. And then uh, I'm actually going to do two J-Days, actually three J-Days. Um, one of the weekends is a doubleheader. It's uh, Unadilla and then a weekend off and then uh, a race at um, Danny Stewart's track in Maine, mm-hmm. uh, 207. So I'm going to do those, um, a GNCC, two GNCCs, Ironman, and I'm hoping for Camp Coker if I can kind of get everything organized and, um, you know, in a professional manner to make a presence there. Um, a couple of races here in Florida. There's one more of those FTR races left, Florida Trail Riders. Um, I'm going to do the Colorado 600, which is like a, an adventure ride in uh, in Colorado uh, in the middle of September, I believe. Uh, a couple of West Coast events like works races um, haven't really nailed those down yet, but um, as soon as we, you know, it's only it's, it's all kind of fresh, and uh, it yeah. depends on what kind of shape I can get in, um, <laughs> how quickly to, yeah. you know, I haven't really been doing a ton of riding. I've been training still, um, and definitely have some weight to lose, but. Uh, you know, for the most part, I haven't really been riding on like a regular basis. I'm still working with Jack. So that takes some of my time. And um, now that they're transitioning to outdoors a little bit, I'm getting to ride a little bit more with them, uh, with with the boys there at Compound 83. So um, yeah, it's been, it's been fun so far. Uh, Picked up a new bike today, which was cool. Um, What'd you get? I got the 450 factory edition, uh, which comes with my numbers in the bag, which was just a cool moment. You know, uh, as, a racer as a person what you know all the things to be honest with you um so that was really cool i've been working on it in the garage all day you know re-greasing everything and all the things you do when you buy a new bike um put on my first whole shot device i oh. think ever right so uh that was an adventure but not too bad uh, i didn't mess it up so um and it works uh, <laughs> and it works yeah yeah <laughs> did you get did the whole to- did you get a whole shot because the foot pegs are strange how they mount um, with with the uh, spring. So I had to call Dave, and I was like, hey, Dave, uh, I know you didn't do much work on these bikes, but do you remember how to put the foot pegs on? And he was like, no, you're going to have to call uh, Andrew, one of the other guys at the, on the Oxford team. <laughs> can you just show me what the foot peg pin looks like here? Because I'm struggling, but it was easy in the end. I was way overthinking it. But Look at Zach. Uh, yeah, yeah, just putting bikes I together. Bikes. It's something that I've missed, honestly. Right. Um, my daughter and I restored a, a Z50 in 2018, I believe, and that was kind of the last bike work I've done in a long, long time. And uh, I was talking to you, I think, the last time I was there, I have a container full of bikes and mm-hmm. things that need restoring and or, you know, bits of work. But I'm looking forward to kind of getting back to, to working on bikes. And um, today was quite therapeutic, honestly, uh, nice. in the grand scheme. Uh, Zach Osborne, he's back with Husky. That, hey, that'll be good. 
He's a man's man. I like that. We're, and you're right, uh, Zach. It's fun to tinker on and, and, and build bikes and, and do little upgrades and stuff. And, and you th- I don't think about it. Some riders wouldn't have any clue how to do that, like couldn't change an air filter. But someone like yourself, you probably did that or, or taught that, right, by your dad probably coming up through the ranks. And, and uh, so to get to do that, that's got to be cool, refreshing, right, to, to get to do that again. Yeah, it is. But, like, the wiring harness on these bikes these days. <laughs> You're like, what uh, the hell? Yeah, yeah I'm, man, I don't know. Uh, I wouldn't even know where to start. Like, you know, back in the day with the carb and stuff, like when I rode Yamaha's um, in 2012, it's still had a carb and I could frame the thing out, no problem, you know? Mm-hmm. But uh, now it's, it's a little different with uh, all the wires and harnesses and throttle body and the battery and all this stuff. So, I uh, might have to call in reinforcements more than just the foot pegs at some point. <laughs> um, oh, it's too bad that you you know you hooked up with a Husky as an ambassador. You did such a good job as a co-host there. I was maybe going to make you an offer to come to Vegas every Monday night, co-host yeah, the show with well, me. Any, so. I, I still keep getting requests for um, shifting gears. I'm, I'm yeah. building a house at the moment, so I'm trying to think where I can uh, kind of make up a studio or yeah. – uh, in my new garage or whatever so we need to talk about that yeah absolutely yeah how uh so i don't i just want to ask zach osborne multi-time champion right with arguably has plenty of plenty of money in the bank what what height ceilings are you planning to put in this house uh have you have you been to steve's new one or no yeah, not that high. Not that high. Okay, okay. okay. No, right. not that high. Because I'm, I'm not saying that Steve's ceilings are the highest I've ever seen. Just let me but, know when you're but, done. Huh? Just let me know when it's over. Hey, I'm okay. not saying they're the highest yeah. I've ever seen. They're definitely up there. Okay. So, Randy, I got there and I, I, you know, I had been to Steve's house two houses ago. Mm-hmm. Um, normal house, normal neighborhood, whatever. <laughs> so, uh, I get there this time and I'm like, well, "This is actually a really big house." And he's like, "Whatever, they paid you to say that." And I'm like. Some, no, someone put him big, up to say that. Like, holy crap. <laughs> you're, you're talking to someone who slept in a tent, so he knows yeah. the the, yeah, yeah. the size right. and the scale right, of something, right? Good right. point. So, yeah, yeah, it's a great point. Uh, yeah, we don't have any children, so you know we don't. We're not wasting money on kids, and maybe that's maybe that's part of the part of the, part of the reason. <laughs> um, Zacho, uh, let's talk some Supercross here. This Tomac dude, man, um, he's is he better than ever? Is he better than you know? Monster Cowie, Eli Tomac coming from the back and winning races and destroying everybody's soul. Uh, he seems like he might be better at age 29, Zacho. Yeah, this is easy for him, in my opinion. You know, there were days on Cowie that were questionable, but mm-hmm. right now, I mean, there's nothing questionable about it. Like, And he's getting starts, which has always been his, his vice, right? But, uh, man, he looks unbelievable, impressive, all the things. The bike looks good it looks like he knows where he's going no matter what it there's no questions in his mind that he can do uh whatever he wants to do whenever he needs to do it uh on that bike and um yeah i mean there was obviously some things at cowie or whatever that uh they weren't happy with and you know it's hard and being in my my position or putting myself in his position rather i would have struggled to make that decision, right? Like to yeah. just abandon yep. everything that you knew and built and you're, you're at the, what people thought was sort of the end of later tail end of his career, which maybe he still is, you know? Um, but to make that jump and we all know that he got paid less and, you know, it was yeah. solely for the fact that he thought he could be better is, uh, 
a major league play. Like that's pretty baller in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty pretty nuts that he did this, and he looks this friggin' good, right? Um, uh, Jason Anderson, a guy you know well. I did not have him winning any races this year, Randy. I don't know if you did. Um, he's won three of them. He's second in the points. You know, without all the miscues and radiator cap pro- or radiator issues, and you know, he he's way closer to Eli. What? And again, like so, people want to talk about the Cowie, you know, holding Eli back. And John Tomac was on the show and gave a great interview about. Mm-hmm. They were too conservative, Cowie in his mind, and you know they didn't want to do what he wanted to do. Anderson goes to Eli's old team and looks better, nah, not than ever, but maybe better than ever. Zacho, um, what, what's your take on how, why Anderson's being uh, so good this year? Um, well, my take's a little different than most, probably just because uh, I saw Jason, you know, day in and day out, week in and week out um, for seven years mm-hmm. and I know Jason, Jason what Jason's capable of which is what he's doing now and I think that just the comfort that he had at Husky was almost bad for him because he he kind of knew um, not how to play the field but he he was just too comfortable in his surroundings and I think that the the accountability that the Husky thing or that the Cali thing has brought him and just being around new people where yeah. he just has to go and do the job every single day. Not that he was slacking or anything, but you know maybe he was just burnt out or or yep. like that overly comfortable with where he was at. Um, I think that that's the biggest thing. I think the accountability um, and the standard that those guys are holding him to is is top notch, and um, I believe that he you know he's capable of winning championships at all times, winning races outdoors too. Um, he, you know, he's never really been known for being an outdoor guy, but he uh, he's capable of winning there too, in my opinion. Yeah, it's been it's been cool, man, for sure, to see him kind of all loosey and and you know, very he he rides so loose on his and he's in, innovative a little bit on the track, and it's nice yeah. to see him do that. Also, you know, you know, I think he's in a little bit of a different place too. You know, Eli personally, I feel like. And I don't really talk to Eli anymore. Um, you know, like it's not like we're boys or anything. Yeah. Uh, not that there's beef. But no. It's yeah. Not yeah. Like yeah. talk all the time. Uh, he he seems different. You know, like he's he's talking to fans. Yeah. He's smiling. He's he's having a good time um, for whatever reason. And Jason is saying, Jason. You know, I see videos of, of him stopping to sign autographs and um, doing radio shows and podcasts and you know, kind of the things that he never did before, which um, you know, to me, it says a lot about where he's at kind of in his in his mind. And, um, you know, just his personal life seems to have changed a lot, too, with getting married and everything. And um, we all know what a good home life can do for you, right? Oh, here we go. Yeah, here we go. Yeah, I agree with you. They both seem, they both seem rejuvenated or reinvigorated in some way, right? Anderson, they, they hasn't, seem... has, Anderson hasn't done this show, podcast hmm. and stuff, like Zach said. That's odd. <laughs> Is... Is that who's in for show 500? Ah, is that is that what it is? I'll announce it later. Ah, I'll announce it ah, later, but just maybe, maybe. You're saying there's a are chance. You, yep. You are announcing it later. I am announcing it later. Yeah, tonight. Oh, so if I said it right now, it'd be blowing you out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't do that. Do you know? Did I tell you? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, we got a question from YouTube. Actually, who would Zach choose for Disney's team manager and riders this year? Great question. Yeah. I mean, you know, the outdoor, we still need to see how the outdoors unfold, mm-hmm. so it's early. But, but yeah. based on what we've seen, yeah, yeah, it's a great question. Yeah. 
Um, based on what we've seen, um, riders wise, Eli for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the second spot is kind of up for grabs as far as the four fifty goes. Uh, between Barsha, Sexton, Jason, um, mm, that would probably be my other three yeah. for open or whatever. And then 250, I think you got to wait a little bit because I think Justin Cooper is a really good choice um, because he's a great starter and he's he's fast. Um, so I think if he comes back and, and is good, I think that would be a great choice. Um or maybe even having one of those 450 guys that I just mentioned, Barsha, Sexton, or not really Jason. He's, I would say he's a little bit too far, too old to be stepping down, but have one of those guys step down to uh, to ride the 250 would be cool, um, kind of like old school. Yeah, I don't know why we don't do that. I've yelled and screamed about that. We used to do it. You guys would drop down and ride the small bikes all the time. Bob Hanna did it. Mm-hmm. Jeff Ward did it. Uh, Johnny O did it. And other 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 nations that have beat us have done that, and we just like Justin Barsha on a two fifty F. He's fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, yeah. He, he rides yeah. His, he rides his four fifty right now like a two fifty. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> so like yeah, no problem. Like put him on a two fifty F. Watch him watch him crush it. Right. So do you think it's rider ego? Uh, I mean, Zach, do you think uh, would I would think that you would do that? Like like to me knowing yeah your your pride in our country and and knowing the honor it is to ride and represent the country in that event i would see you certainly taking a 250 ride to go do that right but why, why, oh, yeah. do, you, why do you think they don't i wonder i don't know i think that it's a lot for some of the teams to to make that move or a change or whatever yeah. you want to say um i know that probably sounds ridiculous to some people but uh, that's probably a lot of it um and also you know, those guys are getting paid a lot of money to win 450 races during the summer, and um, at some point you got to start riding the 250 during the week, which, in my opinion, isn't bad. Like, after a while to, you know, you've been grinding 30-minute motos on your 450 for 14 weeks. Like, take a couple weeks on the 250. Like, you know, you see Jeffrey doing that quite often now, uh, going around the 250F just to, like, kind of change it up and um, feel those feelings again, like with the light bike and all those things. So to me, um, I, I don't know. I, yeah. I think it would be cool. Listen, yeah. for team manager, Zach's not going to say this because he's working for Husky now, but Zach would be a great team manager. Roger needs to go. I was talking about this with somebody else. Love Raj. He's done so much for the sport and so much for the country. Team's lost a long time now. It's very political. You can see how political it is mm-hmm. on some of his choices over the years. You can see that last time we were at Redbud. Team Cowie had their own radios. They did not interact with Roger and everybody else. Like, it's just time. It's just time. It, like, any sports team, and Randy, I know you're a huge sports fan. Yeah. Um, we've lost so many years in a row, and it's not all on Roger, obviously, but just it is time for change in that program. I will beat that drum to death, and I would tell Roger that to his face. Sorry, Rog. It ain't working anymore. Thank you for everything you've done. Come to the race. Be an ambassador. You know, mm-hmm. be our guy, but we need a we need a, a team manager here who's going to unite these guys, think outside the box, work with everybody involved, and not make it so political and not have other teams hate you. Uh, uh, Zach Zach won't say anything, but well, what I when I, what I will say to that, I've, I've worked with Roger in the past, yeah. right? When we worked with Factory Suzuki, um, but but what I would say is that Roger certainly moved up within 
the KTM mm-hmm. group, right? right? So Ian Harrison, now manager. Yeah. Yep. So, so I think he's a bit, he's a couple of steps removed or moved up from, mm-hmm. right, um, from true yeah. race team management. So I think that's another reason why you could look into, all right, well, who's... Oh, you mean like an, an easy out for the AMA? To be like, hey, well, Raj, like you're... No, you no, know, no, I'm, oh. I'm just saying that maybe he's not as directly connected with right. like the, the day-to-day of team management because now right. he's at a higher level within mm-hmm. those three brands yeah. and, and he's earned that. Yeah. He should be there, right? But... Yeah. Um, yeah. My and I appreciate you clarifying, talking about like this, the ongoing losing and the teams. I thought you were talking about the Leafs. So I appreciate oh, you bringing oh, it yeah, back no, to motocross. Motocross yeah, GP, yeah, that, 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 one, okay. that one hurts. That one hurts. Really. Um, Zach Osborne on the show brought to you by the folks at Cherubis USA. Zacho, uh, the, we're coming up to a showdown. We got the Jet and we got the Craig. Who do you like? That's a tough one, man. Uh, big uh, Christian fan. I'm yep. a big Christian. Uh, I hate that he takes so much flack for being in the 250 class. It's ridiculous to me. Um, but Jet, dude, Jet's next level and and what i see of jet during the week compared to what i see of jet at the races um he's just playing on the weekends to be honest with you like yeah dude dude's pretty fast um so it it all depends on the start i think atlanta kind of favors jet a little bit more loose open style yeah um i'm I'm gonna have to go jet there um okay so let me let me back you up into a conversation we had last weekend or the weekend before on this show. I know you're a huge listener, I'm sure. But, um, like, I was saying, Zacho, like, look, Jet's awesome, and he's going to be great. But on this show, I'm like, hey, guys, Ernie barely lost the race in two straight years in 125 Supercross, and Swink was great, and Kevin Windham was amazing. Now, those guys don't have outdoor titles like Jet has, so, okay, we'll give Jet a little bit of an edge. But I just want everyone to pump the brakes on like we've never seen anybody like jet in my opinion we have seen people like jet and we've also seen people like jet not fulfill anywhere near what we thought they would when they were on smaller bikes so but zacko sounds to me like you're you're gonna side with like no jet is going to be like you know like a a big time 450 winner and champion here um well i just like i said in the group text a couple weeks ago okay (laughs) <laughs> that I got eaten alive for. Jet Jet's one of the first riders. Well, Jet is the first rider um, who I've seen in a, in my life since Stu. Uh, who makes who? And he's not he's not Stu by any means. Don't get me wrong there, but but like uh, Stu, yes. Who who is like made me wonder? Wow, is he as good as Stu? Which, like I said, he's. I don't think he is. He's an insane talent, um, but so is Stu. Um, but he's the first person who made me have that thought. You know what I mean? Like, it just hasn't occurred to me before yeah. Jet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I think he's he's great. Uh, obviously, there's so many things that have to fall in place to win a race, let alone win a championship, and then, you know, all the championships that he would need to win to be, you know, a solidified 450 guy. I really hope that he stays, stays down. Um I keep hearing rumors that he's going to go 450 for next year, which I would, if, you know, if I were in control of that situation, I would, I would keep him down one more year, but, um, then maybe do outdoors in the 450 class first, but I think he's in a good spot no matter what, you know, his, his home team's super solid. His dad's there every day, Mm -hmm. um, grinding on him and, and Johnny O obviously his, uh, his reputation precedes him. He's uh, an amazing coach and, 
has been a great champion in his day. So um, to me, he, he's kind of the whole package right now. Um, if he can keep his head on straight, he's not, you know, he's not one of those wild, arrogant kids, which no. he, he totally could be um, with the skills set that he has and uh, the, you know, the accolades that he's already kind of received. Um, but he's not. He's pretty mellow, pretty modest. Um, you know, when he sees my kids, he hangs out with them as if he's seven and three, you know, that's, that's something that you don't typically see in a kid that's his age with his amount of success. So, um, to me, he's, he's in a really good place in his career and, um, has a bright future ahead. Yeah. I mean, I can't, I can't disagree with any of that. And he is a good dude. Hunter's awesome too. Uh, you know, Dazzy's great too. The the good family for sure. The only problem I have is is the agent just, he's out of hand, but um, uh, what do you make of Zach? And you can, you know, we ask the hard questions on this show, right? We don't ask the easy questions on the Pulp and Mech show. Uh, Webb is back with Alden Baker. Um, yeah, I didn't see that happening in six weeks of, you know, a couple of podiums. Uh, well, one anyways. Um, and then just literally dump everybody that you, all the changes you had made and back with Alden Baker and back to the old program. That. Color me shocked, Zacho. That not color me shocked that he's back with Alden, but after six weeks, yes. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't really know. There's, I'm sure there's a lot to it on the inside. I, I don't know, um, but yeah, it is what it is. I mean, he he obviously has the the info to make those decisions, and um, he oh, felt he that is. Zach is dancing around this one. He's smooth. He's smooth. He's smooth. Yeah, yeah, he's smooth. yeah, yeah. You're not gonna. Yeah, he's smooth. I like it yeah, though. Yeah, I like it though. So you know what? What? Sometimes you have to correctly answer the hard questions, and I think I think Zach just did. Yeah, that's yeah. Awesome. No, that's a good one, Zach. That was you really you did a good job on that one. So, hey, hey, Zach, with your with your new role with with Husqvarna, and I know you and I chatted about it a couple years ago when when I went and did uh, that sandblast rally, that event in South Carolina. Is that something you'd like to, or you possibly could do now? Yeah, so we we kind of made like a rough outline okay. of the schedule, um, like I was saying earlier. But it's kind of all, you know, give or take. Some of them are really important, like yeah. Um, for instance, Ironman GNCC, like that's you know one of the biggest. It is the biggest GNCC of the year, probably the next biggest thing to Supercross or something like that. So um, some of those aren't aren't interchangeable. But I would love to try some different stuff and. Um, you know, I have the the resources to to do that now. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm I'm into it. Yeah, that'd be cool. That that's a fun event, and and for me, I think it's cool with the brand that you have. You're working with, right? They have such a broad spectrum of bikes that you can compete in. Yeah, the off road. You can do, anything, you can do yeah. that if you wanted to go do I don't know a hard enduro or an Erzberg. If you wanted to do, they've got so many adventure touring bikes and so many different options. Right? He doesn't even need to contact decalmx.com for 16 backgrounds. Nope. It's already on the bike. It's already on the bike. bike. And then and then the other thing, if in any of your meetings, Zach, that comes up to where Husqvarna says, you know, we'd like to add an ambassador to our brand that can kind of connect with like the vintage world. The older and, guys? And, well, not not older guy, like a senior citizen. Let's oh, just say a senior oh, yeah, citizen, yeah, someone yeah. who's young at heart, yep, yep. who can connect with the seventies bikes and and help help spread that message about if there the was rich a, heritage of that If there that was brand. a gentleman who rode the older, Husqvarna's. yeah, if there was someone who did that yeah. and, and had like a, a number of Husqvarnas already yep. in in his in mm, his garage, right, yeah, yeah. and could help uh, with some events like that'd be neat. So just think about that if that ever comes up in any of those yeah. corporate meetings, okay, bud. Oh, did we lose him? I blew his mind. No, I'm, I'm here. To, oh. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you now. Yeah, now. Yeah. 
I said, I'll definitely uh, keep that in mind, Randy. Yeah. I, do you know anybody like that? Yeah, yeah, my buddy Robbie. He's got a he's got a bunch of bikes. <laughs> that was the first guy that came to mind. <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah. right. Exactly yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, you're you and your high revving seventy seven. Yeah, you can cover a certain like two shocks. If you have a Husqvarna with two shocks, Randy's your guy. Let, let me know. You have one shock, go see Zach Osborne. Yeah, exactly. Right. I've got some with with one shock as well. Oh, okay. I got the TC one. 150 now. Yeah, yeah, I got the yeah, 701. Right. But that, that's still Zach. Zach can handle that part. Uh, okay, no. maybe not. All right. Maybe we can tag team it. Right. Just right. just, just, just um, be open-minded about it, Zach, and if it comes up in a meeting, uh, I'm only a phone call away. Okay, buddy? Okay, okay. No problem. Um, all right, Osborne. Thank you for calling in, man. Congrats on the new role. Look forward to seeing it at the races. And what, you know what's also awesome, Randy? And I, obviously he's on the phone here, so it's just going to be like a, I'm blowing him on the phone. But uh, Zach and I are friends, mm-hmm. and, and, and I just – if you're a fan of the sport at the GCC or this Hard Enduro or whatever the hell a J-Day is, whatever, whatever those things are, if, <laughs> if you go up there and racing, you're going to see, like, a Supercross champion, a Motocross champion, and he's going to be, like, the coolest guy ever, right? To, like, he's going to be the nicest guy to talk to. You can talk to him about sleeping a 10 in Russia. Mm-hmm. You can talk to him about winning Supercrosses, winning a 450 Supercross, winning – like, it's a great – Zach's a great guy for this brand. Yeah, I I, yeah. I I could not agree more. I think he's very uh, approachable. Mm-hmm. Um, he's very personable, and, and unless can, it's COVID and he's at a Supercross series, then he's not approachable. Well, that's probably he's just adhering to oh. the rules. He oh, follows Randy. the rules. Thank oh. you, Randy. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> I'm told by my team if I do any interviews, I will be asked to leave the city. So I didn't do any interviews and. You know, all they had to do was be a little bit better at research. There was only like three campgrounds in the hundred mile vicinity, so if they could have just done a little bit more research, everything would have been fine. You, you, you would think a journalist or someone right. who calls himself a journalist <laughs> you, could, could figure that out, right? You know, a pretend journalist would be able to figure that out, right? So, you think so. Right. No, but I, but I agree with yeah. you completely, yeah. Steve. Uh, yep. Zacho's going to do a great job of, of representing uh, not only Husqvarna, but the other brands he's affiliated with. Uh, I know, I'm assuming you'll continue to be in fly gear. Um, hoping so? Yeah, yeah, of okay. course. Yeah, and because, again... Uh, that, he that, hesitated there, and I was like, I was, oh, God, I, was worried I, I gotta too. get Max on the phone. Oh, sorry, I, yeah, okay. I didn't, uh, I didn't quite... It was like you were still going to talk or something. Sorry. Oh, okay. uh, you know me. I, I will continue to ramble. But but no, what no, I'm saying was is what I was going to say was you certainly are a great uh, representative of any brand you're affiliated with. And then to Steve's point, to go to these other events and interact with a completely different uh, a following of fans and truly interact with them. You're not going to go to a GNCC or uh, a two-stroke national and sit behind something and not interact with people. You're going to talk to people and mm-hmm. have uh, good conversations and. Uh, and you're going to do a great job for sure, bud. Thank you. I appreciate it, guys. Um, I really do. All right, Zacho. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. We'll talk soon. Probably start arguing with you in a group text tomorrow. All right? So. Sounds great. I look forward to it. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Zacho. Uh, <laughs> that's Zach Osmond. Everybody brought to you by the folks at Acherbys USA. Uh, thanks to the folks at Acherbys for uh, making things happen. And thank you to the folks at Firepower. When you talk about chiz, you talk about Firepower batteries and chains. Uh, firepowerparts.com. They got chains made in Japan. They got Featherlight lithium batteries. When you're replacing your OEM battery, look for a Firepower. They're lighter. They work better. They last longer. All of that committed to offering superior products over 50 years experience in the industry. Batteries got two-year warranty. Chains are great. Uh, Pulp Max Fantasy. We give away some Firepower parts as well each week. Firepowerparts.com at Instagram. Firepower Parts. They got the Firepower Parts Honda team with Marty. Mm-hmm. Oh, Marty. All right. 
Uh, thank you to Firepower Parts. Thank you to Zach Osmond for calling in. Uh, Michelin, of course. Uh, Motorcycle.Michelin.com uh, for more information on those guys. Randy Richardson in studio with us. Of course, a uh, 30-year employee of Michelin? 40 years? Where are we at? 31, yeah. 31, 31. years at Michelin. <laughs> uh, you, uh, you've you been with Michelin when you guys ran supported Travis Pastrana and Kevin Windham, uh, uh, Kelly Smith at KTM. Yep. Um, and then, of course... That was our first actual AMA win. I don't know if you've ever... Oh. Anyone's ever made you aware of that. Yeah. That was our first yeah, AMA... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, so really, like, I'm responsible win. for KTM's first ever American win mm-hmm. and also Michelin's first ever American yeah. Super. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, so. you, you Actually, I guess you would say that you put both of us on the map to where we are, right? Yeah. So we, we thank, thank you. you. Thank, thank you, Steve. Uh, thank you. So, of course, the Starcross 5 has been out for a couple of years now, mm-hmm. uh, doing a good job at that. Uh, 14.9 for me. Uh, Chris Kiefer uh, <laughs> loves it as well. Uh, we've had some great feedback available on 80s and everything else. But, Randy, it's it's time. It's time. It's time. Yeah, it's I'm, time. I'm excited, though. Talk about this new yeah. tire from Michelin. So so for us, uh, I'm, I'm proud to, to, to introduce here first. Yeah. Um, the the breaking, Michelin. breaking news. Well, yeah. actually, okay. there's an embargo in place oh. until until April the 1st. Oh. But thankfully, no one listens to this show, okay. so I can just talk oh, about yeah, it. Right? Yeah, yeah, I can yeah. just talk about it. Yeah. So yeah, the, the Michelin Starcross 6 tire range will be commercially available. Uh, on April the 1st. So that's really exciting for us. We've completely uh, changed uh, the product offering. Um, we have a lot of new technologies involved in the Michelin Starcross 6 range of tires. Um, the performance advantage is uh, up to 16% improved traction when new. Mm-hmm. So that's, you know, when the, the rider first installs that. So they're going to see a performance gain versus the Starcross 5. So 16% when new and up to 19% uh, when worn. So that's, you're looking at that 10 to 12 hour mark of the tire. Uh, the Michelin Starcross 6 is going to retain that performance longer into the life of the tire. Uh, no, Re- Tra- Travis, tell Randy what you just I said. I don't want to overshadow the, uh, the new tire release okay. on April the 1st. So okay. I, will, I will gladly postpone the release of the app until a further Friday out. Thanks, Randy. I don't want to step on your toes there, Randy. Yeah. i tell you what. I just made a decision. Oh, boy. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna have the press release on... March the 31st. Oh, okay. Yep. So yeah. we'll, we'll do that. I'll, yeah. I'll make some changes. Oh, okay. so I'll make some things go. happen. <laughs> Thanks, so, Randy. So we're going we're yeah. to have the press release. Yep. Uh, the press release will go out March yep. 31st. Yep. We're going to have a ride day at Paris Raceway. Yep. I'll make some changes. We'll do it March 31st. Thank you. So the app will yep. be out the f- yep. on April 4th. So yeah. that would enable... Um, <laughs> that, you punch wow. anything in his phone. No, I get a text from Villeman. Oh, okay. What does Villeman want? What, what about the Seattle 97 Supercross win, bud? So, oh. so, so <laughs> now, now, the tr- thank you, DV. Thank you, DV. This is awesome. I, I like where this is going. Uh, um, so you, yeah. you didn't remember that. That was FMF box fan days, David Villeman privateer. Yeah. And yeah. I, so, and, and but he I, brought them from Europe though. Uh, didn't he? N- n- okay. Actually, okay. they were shipped over from Europe yeah. and someone working in the same building I work in now. Mm-hmm. Managed getting them from our U.S. warehouse to FMF, and that would be me. Way back then, does way that back count? then, huh? Does that yes, count? it counts. It's the AM, yes, the AMA uh, Supercross. It's okay. our first win. So right. our first win. The problem is, is I have been so polluted by just your brainwashing mm-hmm. to think that it's you and Kelly Smith that I actually never thought about that. Okay, all right. Congrats to DV. Congrats, DV, and actually. Um, 
was two years prior to that, I believe I was the first person to ever use Michelin. Of course, yeah. In an AMA Supercross main event. Now, yep. I didn't win. No. He didn't. I checked the vault. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was, no, I'm not even in the vault. I think I'm in a, in, in a drawer somewhere yeah, else. Yeah, not even yeah. in the vault. Right. Okay, so but, new tire. Anyway, back on yeah. track. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, so the Michelin Starcross 6 range is is great. We're, they're going to be, that's our full adult range of tires, right? So 21-inch yep. front, 19-inch uh, rear, 18-inch rear. So we'll continue to have the Starcross 5 in the youth or kid sizes. Um, but, but eventually the, the 6 will be available. In exactly. The we'll yeah, roll yeah. that out eventually, yeah. and, and I don't know the exact timeline yeah. on that now. Um, but in addition to uh, the performance gains or the increase of traction, the Michelin Starcross 6 range uh, will feature or, or result will be an 11% increase in durability. So that's great news, like, like for someone like yep. myself that has to buy my own tires, mm-hmm. right? Um, uh, so, so we use a silica, so Michelin silica technology. So as opposed to a carbon black rubber compound, we use a silica compound in the Michelin Starcross 6 range, and they'll be available in five different versions. So uh, that's going to be the sand. The mud, which is a rear only, so similar to what we talked about earlier, Zach mentioned, so like a directional yep. uh, scoop type tire. So the mud rear uh, will have the medium soft front and rear, the medium hard front and rear, and then the hard uh, terrain tire. So, um, And just to clarify, that correlates to the type of terrain that the tire is designed to be used in. It's not a reference of the compound of the tire. Yeah, yeah, but, good yeah. point. So, uh, um, so yeah, so babe, the goals for this, the six... Sounds like they were, let's get these things working better when they wear a little bit. That's yeah. one of the goals. Yeah, yeah. That, that's, yep. that's certainly, certainly you want to, when you introduce a new product, you want it to have uh, increased performance mm-hmm. over a previous range, whether that's the Michelin Road 6, which we introduced in January compared to the Michelin Road 5, right? Um, but still, you want to, for the consumer, for that value, you want that to have extended performance throughout the life of the tire. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the things we, we achieve with the Michelin Starcross 6 tire line. Yeah. So motorsport.com will have these on Friday. The, the, Available yeah, to order, so, we think. Yes, correct. So, yep. so, so what we have is we have them, we've been shipping them into our distributor partners. So, so that'd be yep. like Western Power Sports that I know is a partner of the show as well as Parts Unlimited. So they have them in their warehouses and online retailers like Motorsport or others or even local dealers, they can begin placing those orders um, on April the 1st. The, nice. the day that the app uh, comes out. The day the new app yeah, comes they out. Yeah, they can celebrate the app with a set of mm-hmm. uh, Michelin Star mm-hmm. Car 6. Uh, price range, still same? In their in um, same ranges of five? Comparable. Or? Yeah, yeah, comparable yep. for sure. Um, and and so that's and, and the problem for for us and I think so many others in the industry, there are so many, I'll call it, outside variables. You know, like logistics and mm-hmm. getting things cleared through customs and getting things, um, uh, you know, transportation costs. That stuff has gone up so much right yep. uh, in recent year or years that, uh, that that's a factor that has to be. And raw material costs; those things change or have changed more so in the past year or so than, than what we're typically used to. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it would be definitely be comparably priced to uh, the Starcross 5 range. Yeah. Nice. Exciting news. Yeah, super Starcross good. Starcross 6. Yeah, super good for us. And, uh, and again, it's... it's uh, and uh, what's been the feedback from test riders? Uh, very good. I mean, yep. all, all the, the feedback is, and, and to be but has really... But has there been something that's uh, caught your ear where you're like, yeah, that's that's what, that's what the, I, the, you know... Yeah, and, and we've used them a little bit with, and I, again, I know you're more... We are more Supercross, Motocross focused here on the Pulpit Mech Show. Yeah, I like the J-Day races. Yeah, J-Day. I, yeah. I love a good J-Day. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, the uh, some of the 
Magna One Motorsports riders yep. have used them at a few of the GNCC and and oh they have yeah oh you've yeah. been With, stealth yeah uh, yeah, oh, yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and and some of the feedback is that progressively throughout the three hour race yep. the, the the tire just continued to get more and more and more traction so better and better yeah right? um which they're typically they're, they're definitely using the michelin bib moose in 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 conjunction yeah. with that to yep. ensure they don't get a flat right. um but yeah really really positive feedback the the products you know has been developed um primarily in europe you know with european riders mm-hmm. um that's where our technical team is is based in clermont ferrand france so they work with riders there um we did uh a while back um I'm trying to think of the timeline it's probably been Maybe a couple years ago, uh, we did some testing with Chris Kiefer uh, mm-hmm. with Starcross 5 tread designs, but with some of the new silica rubber compounds to kind of confirm, yep. you know, having worked with Chris before, to confirm that uh, the performance gains were there uh, versus the standard carbon black compound and so on. So it, it, it takes a while yeah. to, to bring that stuff to market. And, uh, and, and again, they'll yeah. be available this Friday. That's awesome. Big news for you guys. I feel like the mud thing is new. A new one because it's the five. Did, you guys didn't have that. No, you we, had the old uh, S. What the hell was the old one called? That was sort of a scoop. Uh, well, that would be the that would be the Michelin M12. M12. Yeah, M12, yeah. which was a directional, right, very right. directional rear. That's and, old. Yeah, that uh, that's ancient. That was the, that would have been the one that was in the the. Remember the guy called in one of the first times I was on the show? Yeah. He had some old, yeah, old, yeah, old yeah. tire. It was that. And I'm like. Uh, but so this is a new, this is a new thing. Completely yeah, new. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's a directional. And, and when, when you listen to more so when you, which it's painful to do so, but when you listen to Jason Wigand oh, comment on the Outdoor yeah. Nationals, you hear them refer to the scoop tire, right? Mm. Which, which regardless of yeah. brand, um, it's more of a directional tire. Yeah. Uh, and it's not a true sand tire. Um, because a sand tire, you're not as concerned with lateral grip, yep. right? Uh, yep. Like coming into corners and stuff because sand, uh, behaves differently than super loamy, soft or muddy soil. Um, so yeah, so the Michelin yeah. Starcross six mud will be available in two size, two sizes for the rear in 19 inch. So the 110 and the 120. Motorsport.com for the Starcross six. Look yep. for it on Friday. New tire. Um, also Randy on Thursday. You are doing a media launch yeah, for the yeah, Starcross 6. Yeah, we're going to do that. Uh, that's going to be down at, at Paris Raceway. So yeah. they're in Paris, California, which it's been a long time since I've been there. And, and we've had some really good conversation uh, with, with Scott uh, Cooney and Tevin Tapia there uh, to, to make this plan. Um, and so this Thursday... Uh, March 31st, we'll, yeah. we've invited journalists out for what will have a traditional press launch, right? So we'll have our staff that that provides our on-site technical support at the GNCC. Uh, that personnel will be, out, yeah. yeah, they'll be there to help install, uh, you know, install the tires for the right. journalists. We've had uh, a very positive response um, to come back, come out and try our new tires. So that'll be in the morning until mid-afternoon. Nice. And uh, so that'll be exciting. Hopefully yeah. they'll 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 appreciate the tires right. and and give them a try. Michael um, Lindsay's coming out. Exactly. Chris Kiefer is yep. going to be there. Yep. Exactly. Media, right. media moguls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don Maeda. Don Maeda. You're Swap Motor Live, right? Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Great, yeah. great, great. Yeah. What great about classes. what about if you got DV? Can DV come out? If DV wants to come out, uh, I'll. Because he's got a YZ250 that Ferrandez bought. I will welcome him. He's yeah, never, I'll welcome him. He's never right. The true, it. the true first AMA. Right. Racing winner yeah. on Michelin Motors. David Villeneuve. Welcome to David Villeneuve. Now, great radio, bros. Now, no, uh, no fans can come in, even if they just have one Michelin. Well, hold on. Oh, it's even better than that. Oh, it's even better than oh. that. Okay. okay, so, so what we have done is, and and, and since we have the track, um, 
what is, I don't know what that means. Since we have the track uh, rented yeah. that entire day, yeah. we're going to have from 3 p.m. Uh-huh. in the afternoon until dark, we're going to have a free, oh. free, Rockets already, already on probably, the way. He's probably booking a flight, yeah, right? Yeah. He's probably booking a flight. No, so it'll be the the free, you know, Michelin Star yeah. Cross Six ride uh, afternoon or nice. evening, if you will, there at Paris okay. Raceway. So for the first 100 riders to show up, right? And if if there's an overwhelming response, and again, keep in mind, no one listens to this show. Nobody. Right? Right. So, uh, but if there's an overwhelming response, uh, we'll, we'll we'll do our best to accommodate that. But uh, so the track will be open. Paris Raceway for the first be, 100. Yeah, will be open at 3 p.m. Yep. Thursday afternoon, March 31st, uh, 3 will p.m. Will you be dark. there? Yeah, I'll be there for sure. At, yeah, at three to, to yeah. I'll I'll be there. I'm, I'll be going can, one. Can, can two, customers get three. a set of Starcross sixes? Absolutely, they yeah. can. Yeah. So that's the cool thing is wow. is before they are commercially available. Yes. We'll have our staff on site. Yeah. And we'll have them you know at a special a special um, event or promo sale price yep. right to yep. give yep. someone the opportunity. Fill them and get them for free. Yeah. If he if DV if you show up, yep. they're on me, buddy. Okay, they're they're right. free. Right, and right. I personally. We'll install DV's tires. Not oh. even, not even the crew. You know yeah. what I mean? I'll, yeah, 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 I'll yeah. get in the trenches right, and I'll right, install right. DV's tires. Oh, um, oh that's, that's awesome. Good. That's, yeah, that's I didn't know this. I think, I don't, I think I knew this when we were talking earlier. Yeah, that's awesome. yeah. So it's going to be good. So you uh, don't and, even need to have one. No, you don't, don't even need bike. one. Right. You don't even need, you know, you're, you're You've janky. really flexed your rules. Here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I one upped you, right? Or I none upped you. I guess I none upped you. Yeah, yeah. Um, but again, we're going to do that. And and the cool thing is for us, we're going to already have the track rented, right? So it'll it'll Scott Clark, my coworker, and myself, and then our, our staff, our technical staff will be there, and it'll give us the opportunity to, to interact with consumers and talk with them about the new Michelin Starcross 6 tire range. Uh, we'll offer them also uh, a promo, so our, what we call our Michelin Dirty 30 promo. That'll be coming out uh, yeah. April 1st through April 30th. Okay. So they'll be able to get those flyers, um, purchase a set of tires if they want, or if they're on a different brand of tire, we're perfectly okay with that. Just come out and ride and yeah. interact with us, learn a little bit about our new product. And Kiefer and what, will be there. Ke- uh, uh, yeah. Kiefer, I don't know if he'll stay for that. You know, he, no, he's he, staying. He we'll probably won't. Well, yeah, he's, yeah. he's daytime. He, he's daytime. Daytime, he probably wants to be back on top of the hill. Oh, well, yeah, he freaks out about late traffic. So. Yeah, he, yeah, he would probably want to be home before dark. Right, right, right. right. Um, but uh, that's awesome. That's great to hear. When it comes to Paris Raceway, mm-hmm. uh, I know you said you haven't been there for a long time. I yeah. was there not that long. I've, I didn't go to Paris from uh, probably 2002 until I think Kiefer drugged me there, like maybe 2020 or something. Mm-hmm. I, I just I, I went. I didn't go to Paris for like 15 or 17 years. And then I went back, and I instantly uh, love the track. It, it is it is really really fun track. Good dirt, good safe, fun obstacles. Yeah, you know uh, I've had done some Yamaha intros there and everything. I really really like Paris. So and and to look at what they've done. So yeah. so they have a, a completely new ownership group. Right. And I know we're gonna we're gonna call and talk with Tevin and Tapia. He's there right now. He's right there. Yeah. Well, let's bring him on. Right. I'm excited to hear him tell the story about what uh, WT Motorsports has done. All WTP right. Motorsports has done to renovate that track. Uh, Offroadwarehouse.com. Pulpamex is the code to save. They got stores everywhere. Temecula, San Diego, Corona, Vegas, Phoenix, Atlanta. They support the Club MX team with Filthy Phil and Enzo Lopes and March Banks. ORW on the butt patch there. Offroadwarehouse.com. Code is PulpMX. Stop in to check out the latest in truck, Jeep, Overland, UTV, and racing products from the industry's leading brands. They install everything they sell. So that's really cool. You can buy it and get it put on right there. Uh, Mark's got some uh, suspension direct uh, uh, e-click shocks put in as Raptor from the folks at ORW here in Vegas. 
he was telling me that earlier he went like to a Starbucks. They have those little speed bump things, yeah, and it, 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 it sucked it right up. Oh, nice. It just it's okay. absorbed it. So uh, awesome. Brought to you by ORW. It is uh, Tevin Tapia. What's up, Tevin? How are you, man? Good, good. How are you guys doing? We're good. Thanks for calling in. So I guess first off, question for me, though, uh, Tapia, is what's your role with the new Paris Raceway? Dude, I uh, I scored. I, I got a badass job. Um, they uh, they called me up and asked me if I wanted uh, to be the track manager out there. Oh, so, nice. Uh, okay. Kind of, kind of running the show. So uh, it's been a lot of fun. A lot of work, uh, you know, a lot of hours, but uh, it's all worth it. And something something I get to do that I love. So I'm it's all the, about it. It's the oldest track in California, I believe, Paris is. Uh, it's the oldest track west of the Mississippi. Oh, wow. shit. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's really, really good dirt. Uh, Randy said you guys, did you redesign it much? Or, like, it's been over a couple weeks, but how, how much different is it from the from the regular Paris? So there's only two uh, standing jumps that are actually the same. It's that, uh, that, you know, one jump that's against the hillside that everyone has always called the 90. Yep. But uh, we we added uh, 20 feet to it, so it's it's now the 110. And then um, the finish line, uh, it's the same table, but just a little bit longer as well. So it's about 100 feet on that one. So so those are about the the two only obstacles well, that are the same. Everything else is a little different. Well, thanks a lot, Tapia, because that 90, I could clear. Yeah. <laughs> Not all the time. Well, not all the time, but I would clear it. And yeah. now I ain't jumping what the one ten. I'm out. I, I don't know, know about we had we had to we had to, you know, make a little change for our, our, our boy uh, Bradshaw, you know, he overjumped it and landed <laughs> on the wall. So. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. And and, yeah, so. and the thing I would point out is, Steve, with with the increased performance of the Michelin Star Cross six tire, I feel oh. confident you can clear that one ten. Oh, I, okay. I think I think and, right. and I'd love to have you there, but this whole Cabo whatever thing, yeah. vacation, whatever. Yeah. Um but no, it, it's it, if you go on on YouTube, the WTP Motorsports Group has uh-huh. has uh, a series of videos that that are pretty interesting to show what they've done since they take they've taken ownership of the new property and completely uh, and, and Tevin can speak better to it than me, but completely not leveled but adjusted the whole uh, the, the the land yeah. where there's no standing yeah. water so, and puddling areas. Yeah, and then, so we took a, a sorry to interrupt, but no, yeah, yeah, we took a topography of the land is what we did and um so we could see you know where everything flows and how 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 the land could you know have a good runoff for water so what we did is we put a two uh two percent grade slope from the starting gates down to uh the the edge of the the property and so when we get rain like like actually that we're having today that the water will run off into our uh detention water basin so there won't be standing puddles or you know big you know ponds of water on the track. So we'll have easy access to to for the water to run off into and and so we'll get back to riding super fast. Nice, so, uh, yeah, it's good dirt. Yeah. It's good track. It's a lot of fun. Paris is now. I got to jump this one ten at yeah. some point. It's not. I'm going to be all stressed about that, Tapia. But you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, well, you know, everything everything has a safe option too. Okay, okay Steve? good so to know. We, we want to, this this track is is made for everyone. It's all levels. They have the big jumps, but there's options to everything on on the track. Right. So if you don't want to go big, you don't have to go big. We're not going to be you know. We'll 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 get the. I'm sure the, the photographers photographers will be out there getting the angles right where it's. Yeah, look make like make it look like it. Yeah, yeah, I like <laughs> I like that, Tappy. Good good, good thinking. Uh, Starcross yeah, Six launch cool. at Paris this Thursday, 3 p.m. 
to close, the first uh, hundred people yeah. there mm-hmm. get to ride free, uh, free, free. Jason yeah. Wygant's favorite price. Free. Yeah, yeah, that's that's awesome. <laughs> and and then uh, Tevin, you all you all have revamped the the main track, but also uh, you have a, a vet track as well, a kids track, and there's some other plans, yeah. right? As far as Supercross and Stasic, is yeah, that, we're is gonna, that correct? Yeah, so we're gonna have you know a badass uh, state of the art Stasic track. Uh, you know, we got to cater to the kids and and the moms too. We're gonna ha- you know have clean bathrooms for them and and uh, you know good security. Then we're gonna redo all the, the the outside fencing. You know, make it 14 foot high fencing so you know everyone feels safe while we're in there. Have security and then on the other side of the property, we're gonna have a super crash track and uh, you know we're gonna we have some big plans for that too, having pro ams and. And all that for for the the guys coming up, and then you know pre you know pre uh, races before the Supercross series too to to get the guys ready for that and have some good pro purse as well with that. So that that'll be awesome, and and then you know all, all sorts of racing you know series is planned for for the hot summer nights, bringing that back again, and then uh, and doing some uh, like big pro purse money races during the outdoors. So so the guys that don't want to go back east back east they can stay in cali and and make some money as well yeah i gotta get the old gfi stuff going again yeah, at paris exactly. that was cool yeah, yeah that was really cool there was yeah, we want, want to bring it all back there were a bunch of, they used to have the 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 preseason supercross races there right didn't they have mm-hmm. wasn't that paris right that was like yeah, it was paris yeah like, okay that's what i was thinking and then they were stopping the guys yeah. in the middle of it at one point yeah and then them and everything. yeah and yeah. we see them yeah and yeah. that's and that's just when i was like not yet in the industry, so to speak. I'm yeah. working with Michelin, but I remember just reading about and seeing about those things on Moto World and whatever, and that was such a cool history. And I think that for you all moving forward with Paris Raceway, right, it's been an iconic track that's been around for generations, right, and a lot, yeah, of, mem- yeah. a lot of memories there. But now to the advancement of having a, a specific Stasic track, you can start reaching younger riders and building new memories yeah. there, yeah. and, and they come up within their riding level, their skill level. There, uh-huh. That's awesome. Exactly. Tevin, yeah, how are you so doing these days? How's everything? How are you doing? What uh, from your injuries uh, and stuff? Everything okay? I'm doing amazing, and Good. especially you know being out out and about, you know, out of the track all, all day long, running around, and and that it's I'm feeling the best I've ever had. So it's a uh, my progress has only gone up, and and uh, I even got a, a I have a I have a short leg too, so that's kind of always hindered my walking uh, since I was like 12. So I I got a lift in my shoes, so I'm walking even better now, and. So it's uh, all in all, good things are happening, and I can't thank the, the guys enough at WTP Motorsports, you know, Scott, you know, and Lauren for, mm-hmm. for bringing me in and kind of giving me a dream job. So, uh, and now now we just got to make Paris awesome and keep it keep it going and keep the people happy and and uh, it's just it's it's cool that you know we get to do this for Michelin too. So we're we're honored that we get to be a part of it. Yeah, it's re- it's really really awesome. Also, uh, by the way, Tappy, in case you were wondering, Chiz is still chizzing, still. Oh, every day, yeah. <laughs> all the every time. Day. Yeah. So, so the guy doesn't stop. It's amazing. Uh, what's the website again? What's the website again? WTP. Or... Uh, d- uh, for our YouTube, it's uh, WTP Motorsports. Okay. All right. So YouTube. check it out. And then, uh, yeah. And then uh, we are we did just launch our um, our website actually now that you said that I just remembered that we launched our website just yesterday I believe so it's um, just rideparis.com nice yeah and and the yeah. same and the same on on, on Instagram as well Instagram. yeah yeah yep. ride Paris uh, and again 3 p.m. Uh, after the uh, media launch of the Starcross six mm-hmm. the first hundred people can ride for free yep because of Randy Richardson. 
And you can know. buy a StarCross 6 if you want as well. <laughs> You'll get it mounted at a special promo price. Mm-hmm. So you can try the new tire out. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. And, is that Randy Richardson guy? Is that the guy that was talking smack to uh, to um, one of the Lawrence brothers at the yes, same guy, Raytown, Florida? Ab- absolutely, mm-hmm. and and yeah, I I'm, get to I get to meet you. Yeah, Sweet. I'm 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 I'm, uh, I'm one of the same, and uh, you know that that's that's how I act that's when right. I'm on vacation. I'm a little corporate right now, but yeah. uh, that's when I act on vacation. But I will say that my uh, giving. Hunter, a few tips mm-hmm. on use of the clutch mm-hmm. uh, that helped him win this past Saturday night. Yeah, so uh, there you go. Yeah, Back. fantastic. Uh, thanks, Tevin. Thanks for calling in. Appreciate yeah, it. Thanks, good, good job with everything at Paris. Yeah, I think things are sounding good. And uh, like I said, it's a great track. Uh, great yeah. dirt holds up really well. Fun for all ages. I think if you're Chris Kiefer or or myself or whoever, you enjoy Paris Raceway. Um, let's 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 put that thing back to ninety though, please, as soon as you can, Tevin. <laughs> Um, uh, hey, but, you might be able to do it. Yeah, maybe the Starcraft yeah. 6. Yeah, like you said. Uh, all right. Thanks for calling in, buddy. Appreciate it. Thank you, man. All right, guys. Take care. Thank you. And again, uh, Friday, April 1st. Not an April Fool's joke. No, no, the not Star at all. Starcraft 6 will be launched yeah. at motorsport.com I, and others. Correct. There's certain things I do have some control over. Um, I, I can't control when the app comes out. Mm-hmm. Um not within my realm of responsibility, and uh, and and Steve, to what to what you said about uh, you know the free ride um, at Paris Raceway, you know, thanks to me, it, it's it's certainly not uh, just me. There's so many people that work back in the office that that uh, that we work together to come up with ideas, and and very oftentimes, uh, you know, I, I make the comment that a lot of my bad ideas yeah. <laughs> make someone come up right. with a good idea, right? So right. so I appreciate our team. Uh, to make this All happen. Right. Let's get to the phone calls. Uh, Briston, can you believe Randy's letting everybody ride for free at Paris this Thursday? Briston? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so we can. Yeah. Uh, what's up, man? So, Randy, I got, a, I got a question. All right. So I'm sitting in the cafeteria at Spearman Elementary School, little third, like third grade old man. There's yeah. this there's this older guy, like a senior citizen looking guy with a mustache and some big, tall, goofy looking at probably had a Red Bull hat on. Yeah. And the whole cafeteria was going nuts. <laughs> exactly. Can you tell me anything about what led up to that I, day, what I, I, I certainly can. So so this is Briston. Uh, who, who graduated a year after Creighton. So anyway, a buddy of mine from yeah, back home. Right. So and, and he's uh he's one of I think twelve Pulpamex listeners on the East Coast. Okay. So, uh, so cause, as you know, it's a janky show. But yeah. uh, so what Briston's referring to is back when Travis Pastrana uh, was doing some NASCAR testing near the house there at Greenville mm-hmm. Pickens Speedway, and uh, stayed at the house with Creighton and I. And uh, and Creighton asked, "Dad, can Mr. Travis uh, take me to school?" I'm like, "I'm not sure if I want my son yeah. riding with Travis Pastrana." But nonetheless, uh, went to school to the cafeteria there and had breakfast. So Travis had uh, breakfast. Uh, nice. with Creighton and uh, so I think Briston and uh, uh, Sawyer Nix another one Sawyer he about pooped his pants when he saw Travis in the hallway right, um, right. so it blew his mind but, but, that speak, and, yeah, yeah. but that speaks to how cool of a person how genuine Travis Pastrana is that he just wow. would go do he that he teaches so. some people how to do backflips too heck yeah heck yeah, yeah. yeah he does. Like, like Travis Marks in, in one day by the way in one day, uh, day, day, day half, half a day day and a half no nope, half a day well, well, Briston, man, thanks for the call, and I hope you're healthy and back to some some GNCC races oh, yeah. soon, buddy. Do you, do you remember all them kids grabbing napkins from the sign? Yeah, it, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they, were, they were getting. And what's funny is, and and what's funny, the the, the ladies that work in the cafeteria there, they they, they you know they knew me as Creighton's dad yeah. or whatever, and they said, yeah. hey, so. 
we know that someone famous, but who who is that? Because they don't know yeah, who Travis right. Pastrana is. And I said, wow, that's, that's Justin Bieber. He's a lot taller in person. <laughs> and, uh, and of course, they, they knew I was an idiot. Yeah, yeah, and, right, yeah. Uh, but uh, uh, yeah, it was super cool. Super cool, thanks man. Thanks for calling, Glad. Briston. Thanks, yeah. man. All right. Have a good show, guys. Thank you. Later, Appreciate man. it. Later, bye. Yeah, for people who don't know the story, and we, we have a lot of loon listeners, and I mean, Jesus, that was a long time ago, mm-hmm. uh, Marks, that you did that. But go on our YouTube channel. It's over five years ago now, I think. Really? Go to our YouTube channel. Yeah, uh, t- type in Dune Goon. Is <laughs> yeah. it? Do- yeah. Title's Dune Goon. Learn how to flip, right? Yep. Flipping yeah. Dune. Yeah, Dune. Yeah, flipping yeah. Dune. So go to. Uh, uh, Travis showed irrational confidence one night. Uh, he was pretty new to the show. He showed irrational confidence one night that he could do a backflip, which then that was on, and and we started going. And so yeah. we sent him out to Maryland. Swiss Corps went with him as a filmer. And uh, he actually did it. It yeah. was amazing. And uh, he learned how to do a backflip. Yeah, yeah that, that that blew me away that, uh, you know, ha- having been there and done that yeah. myself, yeah. right, to yeah. dirt, I-, I knew that that's, that's not a small no. undertaking, right? And to your point, when, when, when you kind of proposed the question to him yeah. on the show, he was like, yeah. You can do it. Yeah. yeah. And, but you know what I mean? If, if someone, someone who has the physical appearance of Travis – to 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 marry someone with the physical appearance of his wife. Yeah, he's got to have confidence. Yeah, yeah, right? no, you got to have confidence. You got right. to have subtle confidence humble, humble and huge confidence. balls. And you're just it, it, like, exactly. Yeah, because maybe that's what it took. What, what is big dick yeah. energy without the big dick? Oh, yeah. I, I, that, ex- that's and, me. It, and, it, and, uh, so <laughs> don't, don't at me, right? Um, so yeah, so Mark's did it. Check it out on YouTube. It's really really funny. Yeah. We we've documented the whole process from start to finish. And Pastrana, Travis Pastrana taught Marks how to do a backflip. By the way, Tevin Tapia brought to you by the folks at Off Road Warehouse. Oh, Mexico to save at Off Road warehouse.com you got a jeep you got a truck you got a utv offroadwarehouse.com uh mike's on four mike what's up man not much thanks for taking my call yeah um just got a couple uh thinking about the privateer challenge yeah did you buy a ticket yet format did you buy a ticket no no i am too far away are you are you gonna buy Um, are you gonna buy a ticket oh yeah plenty i'm gonna yeah i'll have five ten Okay, thank you. Um, I need a bike. So, um, you want chaos with the race, and uh, we want to try out some new suggestions people have with lappers, all right? So, what I say is start out as a normal race. After two or three laps, uh, the last five racers, black flagged and eliminated. Every lap thereafter, uh, Mike, Mike, you have a Mike. set number of racers. Mike. What? Feld is giving me my own race. They said I can have six minutes and a lap. And I'm supposed to say, hey, guys, thanks for the race. Uh, I'm going to have a six-minute lap, and I'm going to black flag the last five, and then I'm going to line them back up and do another race and then black flag the last five. Like, I can't do this, Mike. No, you're not, you're not lining them back up. You're just black flagging them. Okay, but I still can't chaos. even do that in six yeah. minutes. I'm not going to be able to figure all that out in six minutes. Like, nothing's going to happen. Like, I can't do it. Like, I just, I can't. It's, I, I got a six-minute race, and everybody wants more. I, I, I get hit up every time I, I with ideas. I, like, I, 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 I can't. I didn't know I was dealing with Glenn Helen. Yeah. Is, no. this, is this a race It's not rant? my rant. It's not my rant, but can I well, calm down? But, sweet Jesus, can we What's just, heart rate? Can we just heart rate appreciate right the six minutes that they gave me? Gosh. Like, we can't? We can't appreciate it? I get, it's not Mike's fault. Um, um, it's not Mike's fault, but I get hit up with ideas on Instagram all the time about this race on stuff to do and who to invite yeah. and all of this stuff. And I'm like, fuck, man. I just got six minutes from Feld on a Friday night. Like, I'm just going to be happy to fit in my race in this six minutes. It's mm-hmm. incredible they're doing it for me. Can we 
work on these elaborate theories and Ferris wheels and loop-de-loops and shark tanks for 2023? Can we just do that then? <laughs> right? So I, I, so I appreciate I just, it, Mike, I but I just... I thought you'd be all about the case. Well, okay, so what you're talking about, I've seen done at Percy or Paris Supercross a bunch. Uh, but I've seen... But what they do is they line them back up. So they do a two-minute race, the last four, gone. Two-minute race, the last next four gone. You know what I mean? Till there's mm-hmm. a till there's a winner at the very end standing. Yeah. Uh, it's a neat format for sure. I can't do it, and I'm not doing it. And we're lucky we're getting a six-minute race. <laughs> uh, it's all good. Thank you, Mike. Was, uh, Thank you. Thank you, Mike. Thanks, Mike. Okay. Wow. I just I, hey. I just Philip. Hi, Philip. <laughs> How's it going, Steve? Philip. What up? Nothing. I was just calling to see what you thought about Freezy winning the heat race. Dude, that was pretty good. He told me after the race he might have blew himself up a little bit for the main, you know, because it was, yep. you know, he was holding on so much. And uh, uh, Thrasher, was it Thrasher? I think Thrasher was coming for him in the heat. Yep. Um, yeah, good job for Vince Freeze. You know what, though? He told me that was his first ever heat race win. I, I would have thought yeah. he would have won a heat race somewhere along the line. You know what I mean? Like, I just I thought, agree. Yeah. I, I, no, no, I, I agree 100%. I thought he I, – I know it's been a while, but I, yeah. I did think he at some point – I knew – I I mean, he had to have been podium in a heat race or one. Oh, in for sure, podium. Yeah, I know, for sure. But good job to Vince Freeze. He had Genova on the podium. Really? Yeah, he had Genova on the podium. Uh, so that was cool. And, I mean, the last time a Motor Concepts rider won a heat, he burst out in tears. So props to Freeze for holding it together. <laughs> Um, for the heat race, um, that was cool. That was really cool. Good to yeah, see. No. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, no, you. it was good. So, all right, Philip, thanks, and, man. And oh. r- rumor, rumor has it uh, the uh, Will Christensen is is still up there holding the microphone for uh, Moosecan. Oh, I know. Yeah, he's yeah. <laughs> thanks, man. Appreciate it. Thanks, uh, Philip. Could go to Yuck Yucks. With yeah, he, you, you he, he could. He, yeah. we, you know what? He could maybe he could be my opening act. Yeah, right. Uh, I could be the headliner. TJ, what's up, man? Yeah, so you keep saying how grateful you are that um, they're giving you this race. Yep. But I think you're missing the point. They gave you this six minutes because you were about to hijack and turn yeah. a yeah. regular race into, like, people drawing guns on each other. Yeah, there, there is that theory. You're, you're right, because I did throw that out to, to Dave Prater when I, when I first talked to him about the race. I threw that out to him. Yeah. And he probably was like, Jesus, yeah. this guy's serious. Like, you know. Yeah, exactly. So, so they're they're just giving you like this. They're like giving you like a small piece of cake because you were about to take the whole pie. You know, yeah, I mean, or whatever. No, no, so. no. Listen, I know. I'm just. You know what? <laughs> I like the guys at Feld, and I'm just. You know, gonna, I'm thankful for they gave me the race. Yes, but there was a point where yeah. I, maybe they had a meeting and they're like, "This fucking guy." He's he's been known to do some he's, crazy stuff. He's right? going He's he, he he cut a man's ponytail off. Yeah, yeah. And 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 still hasn't given him a bite. Negotiation. Still, yeah, exactly right. right. So, uh, all right, man. Thanks, TJ. You're not you're not all far right. off. Probably. Thanks, right. man. Appreciate it. Thank you, uh, Damien. What's up, man? I just want to say, first of all, I have no ideas about your race. Thank you. But I can guarantee there was a meeting in Feld where somebody said, and I quote, "This fucking guy" in reference to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so. Dude, the first four out of the first five rounds, like A1, Glendale, everybody, but friggin' Oakland, lap time's over a minute in qualifying, right? Where the hell did that time come from? Well, why are we, why are we got 43, 44 second lap times all of a sudden? Now we're in friggin' football stadiums. 
Well, we got baseball versus football, right? Now, Glendale is football, but it's got that – it's got one end really uh, allowing you to, to go outside there. So what you're seeing is the difference between football and baseball stadiums, uh, the layout. But isn't baseball historic, historically a, a, a shorter lap time? Um, no, I don't think so. See, I thought he was going to say a more boring game than oh, football. Yeah, yeah. Well, Randy, he Randy thinks all, all, all sports are, are boring. No, I don't think so. Um, but, no, I'm, Damien, either way, baseball, football, uh, yeah, they can make the tracks. They, they need more dirt. More dirt equals longer lap times because you could build a wall. You could build bigger jumps <clears throat> you, that sends them in the air longer. You can, like, you know, we were kind of talking about on our review show, like, we got to th- rethink this right. stuff, man. I just, you know, we're well, doing 20-minute mains, which is awesome because a lot of us were pushing for that. But these things aren't holding up for 20 minutes. And so that's my other question. Yeah, we're lapping into sixth place, fifth place. Yeah. Right. Now, obviously, so, we have injuries this year. We don't always have these injuries. But I don't understand is, like, is anyone talking about this? Like, we roll the same thing out every year. We made 20-minute changes. to. The, we made 20 minutes instead of 20 laps five years ago now, whatever that was. Mm-hmm. Um, before that, we did 40 years of the same thing. <laughs> now we're doing... 20-minute main events, but we didn't do anything to the track. We, yeah. we have no changes to the Cookie track. Cutter. Yep. Cookie cutter. So is anybody talking about this stuff? I That's what I want to know. Okay, so what about baseball to football? Okay, gotcha. What about A1 this year to A1 two years ago or three years ago, whenever, pre-COVID or whatever? That's the same stadium. Where did they add 25% to get the lap times increased. You're saying they're not buying more dirt, right? So, I mean, the track didn't – I mean, I didn't go back, and you can have yeah. that friggin' genius guy you got over in the corner, that Mars guy, and, guy, you totally friggin' scored when you nailed that dude. No, actually, Tal- genius. On those, genius. I'm totally swinging from his nuts right now. Talon's in the corner. Talon's in the corner. Guy. For the record, oh, okay. Talon's in the corner. So do you mean well, wherever, him? Wherever Marks is located, okay. you freaking you scored when you got that guy locked I, in. I, yeah. I feel yep. like him with Courtney. Absolutely, I, yes. I love this yeah. guy. Yeah, you are definitely a basement boss. <laughs> wow. Wow. Let's just have this guy on the rest of the night. Yeah. Uh, we'll yeah. find out this is Marks. Wait, wait, yeah, wait, thanks wait. for leaving me on hold for an hour, dick, and then punt me the first time. Now, I've been wanting to freaking know about this that was for talent. three or four weeks. I, that yeah. was talent. That's what that guy in the corner is doing. Thanks, yeah. Dan. All right. We, we got to go. We got to go to commercial, man. Uh, I appreciate right, your man. call, though. You make some good points. Um, we should go back and look at some stadium tracks and, and football stadiums and see the differences over the years. Um, so yeah, I, I Kick it around when you get JT on the line. Yeah. I really want to know where the dirt came from or the lap times right. or whatever. So yep. It came from somewhere. Yeah, I know you're right. So Call right. anytime, Damien. Thanks, Damien. Thanks, Damien. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Thank you. Bye. All right, going to commercial break here, and uh, we're going to come back with Randy Richardson. We got Brandon Hartraff coming in. We got Nathan Ramsey calling in. Jason Thomas as well. Do we have the X brand yet? Did we, did we get those? Yep, got them. Okay, we got those. Uh, we're going to be back uh, after this commercial. What about anal bleaching? Uh, we're, uh, we got some hey, sushi. Hey. And what? <laughs> those that drops. Wasn't, that wasn't that me. Drops? I'll, I'll eat and leave. I'm just telling you. Oh, you just eat sushi and leave? Yeah, exactly. I'll just take it with me. Eat it back at the hotel. All right. We've got to keep uh, it PG-13. Come, right, let's we'll get go, serious we'll about this. Break. We'll be right back after this with more Pulp Mech Show. Soak and poke. The 
those who love motocross know, Motosport.com has the knowledge and expertise to make your next ride your best ride. Motosport.com has a broad selection of in-stock parts and gear at competitive prices. We specialize in bringing you OEM and aftermarket parts, riding gear and accessories for dirt bikes, motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs. All thanks to the most dedicated and experienced team of gearheads in the industry who use the very parts we sell on motosport.com. Motosport.com always offers fast shipping and free delivery on orders more than $79 to ensure you never miss a ride. Whether you race on the track, ride the trails, or commute on the street, shop motosport.com today for the best customer service and experience when buying the parts and gear you need to stay on two and four wheels. Make your next ride your best ride only at motosport.com. Steve. Kiefer. You want to hear about one of the best rides I've ever had? Dude, it's not time for After Dark yet. <sighs> Chill down, dude. I just want to talk about Race Tech stuff. Oh, that's it. Okay, Gosh, go man. Basically, I've had the chance to do some stuff with Race Tech recently with the CRF 250R and, of course, the KX250. And as you know, I've talked about on the show, I wasn't a real hardcore fan of Race Tech stuff back in the day. But since Rob and Andrew and those guys have assembled at Race Tech, the stuff has been great. So um, for you guys out there listening... You guys are looking to get your engine work done or even some suspension work. Or Steven says on the show sometimes, get your seals and <laughs> your oil rebuilt in your, in your fork and shock. Get it rebuilt. It helps. 15 to 20 hours. Head over to Racetech.com. Check out. They even got a cool little simulator. You can look at uh, what size spring rate you might need for your bike. So a lot of cool features over there on the website. But uh, And as you know, Yamaha Blue Crew guy over here, you guys have some of that on your bike. It's fantastic. Zombie Blos uses it. Jerry Robin uses it. Starling, all of those guys over there. Malcolm Stewart won a Supercross with Race Tech stuff a few years ago. Pulp 19 is the code to save. Mention Pulp MX when you when you call. You can save on the service. You can save save on motor work. You can save on springs if you just want to do that and get it put in yourself or do it yourself. Race Tech is the one stop shopping for motor and suspension work. You can also mention the code HOMELIFE2020. That's better. That's a better code, I think. We'll do either one. Just <laughs> listen, people. Give your bike some love. Get your suspension modified service. Get your motor modified serviced with the folks at Racetech. Good people. Love the guys at Works Connection. They continue as a 10-year sponsor of this show because, yeah, just like you, they're committed to the sport. For 33 years, they've been designing and distributing leading-edge performance products like the Elite Axle Blocks, Elite Clutch Perch Pro Launch Start Device for performance, radiator braces and skid plates for protection, along with a shock pump, attack, hour meter, and more for maintenance. Works Connection, great guys up there in NorCal, and super cool company. I'm more stoked to be uh, associated with them. When you take a look around the AMA pitch, you'll see Works Connection proving ground for products under the canopies of Team Honda, HRC, Star Racing, and other top teams. And the best part of this whole deal is if you use a code PulpMX20, you get 20% off your order. Visit your local dealer, check out motorsport.com, and uh, ask them to see the Worst Connection product line for 2022. Great company, great products. Check it out. Thanks to Worst Connection for coming on the show. Pulp MX20, the code to save. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. 
Case in point, the championship-winning factory Kawasaki race team. Long-time Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. In 1990, my dad, Jamie Gregg, started Guts Racing. Guts stands for Gregg's Ultra Trick Seats, because I was just a little kid that wanted a trick seat. And if you're out there looking for a trick seat, go to GutsRacing.com, your local dealer, or Motosport, and place your order. Support the people that support Pulp MX. You can use Pulp 2022 for 20% off at GutsRacing.com. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate over 45 years of fun, building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. Hi, it's Tomax Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win is Michelin motorcycle tires. And Michelin is introducing many exciting new tires for 2020. For V-Twin riders, the Michelin Commander 3 Cruiser and the Michelin Commander 3 Touring Tires offer improved wet grip and enhanced tread life. For sport bike and track day riders, the Michelin Power 5 Tire and the Michelin Power GP Tires feature the same architecture and profile for effortless sport bike setup from street to track. If you'd like to have the same tire that won the 2019 Red Bull Ayersburg Rodeo, the Michelin Enduro Extreme Tire is the tire for you. And the Michelin Star Cross 5 tire range is now available for young motocross and off-road riders in sizes for 50cc bikes and up. To learn more about these and all other Michelin two-wheel products, check out www.motorcycle.michelinman.com, visit your local dealer or online retailer, and follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook. Hey guys, it's Mathis. Look, if you're still not wearing a neck brace in 2020, it's time to go get one or at least think seriously about it. It's been over 15 years since the neck braces first came out. They're not the clunky, oversized devices they used to be. Atlas came in and changed the way all neck braces were designed by introducing flexible technology to the world and proving that neck braces can be something you can actually ride in while performing at the highest level. Look at Jason Anderson winning Supercross Championships or look at Martin Davalos or anybody else. Don't take my word for it just because I have two Manitoba Championships to my name. Wait, I have four. Just look at how many other brace designs look like the Atlas one. Atlas pioneered all the modern neck brace features and have been refining them ever since then. While the competition has been trying to catch up, grab the brace that's been leading the pack. Check out atlasbrace.com. Get yours today. There is a pulp discount if you check out sponsoreddeals.com on pulpamexshow.com. So be like Chase Sexton, Martin Davalos, and many other guys that wear the Atlas brace. Atlasbrace.com. 
For over 30 years, Decal Works has led the industry in quality and customer service by offering the best custom motocross graphics, plastics, seat covers, and Rider ID products. Decal Works is officially licensed with Honda, Kawasaki, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and Gas Gas. Their expert staff will go above and beyond to make sure your questions are answered. Decal Works is a proud sponsor of Red Bull KTM Factory Racing and the Rockstar Energy Husqvarna Factory Off-Road Team. Visit decalmx.com and be sure to use promo code PULPMX at checkout. Quality, service, and knowledge is what makes Decal Works stand out. Decal Works, number one for many reasons. Those who love motocross know Motorsport.com has the knowledge and expertise to make your next ride your best ride. Motorsport.com has a broad selection of in-stock parts and gear at competitive prices. We specialize in bringing you OEM and aftermarket parts, riding gear and accessories for dirt bikes, motorcycles, ATVs, and UTVs. All thanks to the most dedicated and experienced team of gearheads in the industry who use the very parts we sell on Motorsport.com. Motorsport.com always offers fast shipping and free delivery on orders more than $79 to ensure you never miss a ride. Whether you race on the track, ride the trails, or commute on the street, shop Motorsport.com today for the best customer service and experience when buying the parts and gear you need to stay on two and four wheels. Make your next ride your best ride only at Motorsport.com. Maxima Racing Oils was created for world-class racers who challenge the limits of possibility. Their demands on equipment drive us to look beyond conventional ideas and to exceed industry standards. It's in our DNA to identify problems, formulate solutions, and execute at the highest levels of competition. Case in point, the championship-winning Factory Kawasaki Race Team, longtime Maxima partners who extensively use Maxima throughout the bike. Maxima's USA-made products exceed JSO requirements and can be used in all motorcycle brands. Kawasaki, Honda, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and more. Maxima Racing Oils. Experience the difference. Visit MaximaUSA.com for more information. It's Tomax Superfan Dylan here. The only thing I love more than seeing Eli win is Michelin motorcycle tires. And Michelin is introducing many exciting new tires for 2020. For V-Twin riders, the Michelin Commander 3 Cruiser and the Michelin Commander 3 Touring tires offer improved wet grip and enhanced tread life. For sport bike and track day riders, the Michelin Power 5 tire and the Michelin Power GP tires feature the same architecture and profile for effortless sport bike setup from street to track. If you'd like to have the same tire that won the 2019 Red Bull Ayersburg Rodeo, the Michelin Enduro Extreme Tire is the tire for you. And the Michelin Star Cross 5 tire range is now available for young motocross and off-road riders in sizes for 50cc bikes and up. To learn more about these and all other Michelin two-wheel products, check out www.motorcycle.michelinman.com Visit your local dealer or online retailer and follow at Michelin Motorcycle on Instagram and Facebook.
Love the guys at Works Connection. They continue as a 10-year sponsor of this show because, yeah, just like you, they're committed to the sport. For 33 years, they've been designing and distributing leading-edge performance products like Elite Axle Blocks, Elite Clutch Perch, Pro Launch Start Device for performance, radiator braces and skid plates for protection, along with a shock pump, attack, hour meter, and more for maintenance. Works Connection, great guys up there in NorCal, and super cool company. I'm more stoked to be uh, associated with them. When you take a look around the AMA pitch, you'll see Works Connection proving ground for products under the canopies of Team Honda, HRC, Star Racing, and other top teams. And the best part of this whole deal is if you use a code PULPAMX20, you get 20% off your order. Visit your local dealer, check out motorsport.com, and uh, ask them to see the Works Connection product line for 2022. Great company, great products. Check it out. Thanks to Works Connection for coming on the show. PulpMX20, the code to save. FMF Racing is proud to celebrate over 45 years of fun. Building every FMF exhaust right here in the USA. Owner and founder Don Emler may have started FMF Racing in his garage 45 years ago, but Don is still hands-on in our 100,000-square-foot, state-of-the-art manufacturing facility in Southern California. FMF's goal? Design and manufacture the world's best performance exhausts, 100% in the USA, under one roof. FMF is a proud sponsor of the Lucas Oil Pro Motocross Championship for over 25 years. Steve. Kiefer. Do you want to hear about one of the best rides I've ever had? Dude, it's not time for After Dark yet. <sighs> Chill down, dude. I just want to talk about Race Tech stuff. Oh, that's it. Okay. Gosh, go man. Basically, I've had the chance to do some stuff with Race Tech recently with the CRF 250R and, of course, the KX250. And as you know, I've talked about on the show, I wasn't a real hardcore fan of Race Tech stuff back in the day. But since Rob and Andrew and those guys have assembled at Race Tech, the stuff has been great. So, uh, for you guys out there listening, if you guys are looking to get your engine work done or even some suspension work, or as Steven says on the show sometimes, get your seals and <laughs> your oil rebuilt in your, in your fork and shock. Get it rebuilt. It helps. 15 to 20 hours. Head over to Racetech.com. Check out. They even got a cool little simulator. You can look at uh, what size spring rate you might need for your bike. So a lot of cool features over there on the website. But uh, And as you know, Yamaha Blue Crew guy over here, you guys have some of that on your bike? It's fantastic. Zombie Blos uses it. Jerry Robin uses it. Starling, all of those guys over there. Malcolm Stewart won a Supercross with Race Tech stuff a few years ago. Pulp 19 is the code to save. Mention Pulp MX when you, when you call. You can save on the service. You can save, save on motor work. You can save on springs if you just want to do that and get it put in yourself or do it yourself. Race Tech is the one-stop shopping for motor and suspension work. You can also mention the code HOMELIFE2020. That's better. That's a better code, I think. We'll do either one. Just <laughs> listen, people. Give your bike some love. Get your suspension modified service. Get your motor modified serviced with the folks at Racetech. Good people. For over 30 years, Decal Works has led the industry in quality and customer service by offering the best custom motocross graphics, plastics, seat covers, and rider ID products. Decal Works is officially licensed with Honda, Kawasaki, Yamaha, Suzuki, KTM, Husqvarna, and Gas Gas. Their expert staff will go above and beyond to make sure your questions are answered. Decal Works is a proud sponsor of Red Bull KTM Factory Racing and the Rockstar Energy Husqvarna Factory Off-Road Team. 
Visit decalmx.com and be sure to use promo code PULPMX at checkout. Quality, service, and knowledge is what makes Decal Works stand out. Decal Works, number one for many reasons. In 1990, my dad, Jamie Gregg, started Guts Racing. Guts stands for Gregg's Ultra Trick Seats, because I was just a little kid that wanted a trick seat. And if you're out there looking for a trick seat, go to GutsRacing.com, your local dealer, or Motosport, and place your order. Support the people that support Pulp MX. You can use Pulp 2022 for 20% off at GutsRacing.com. Hey guys, it's Mathis. Look, if you're still not wearing a neck brace in 2020, it's time to go get one or at least think seriously about it. It's been over 15 years since the neck braces first came out. They're not the clunky, oversized devices they used to be. Atlas came in and changed the way all neck braces were designed by introducing flexible technology to the world and proving that neck braces can be something you can actually ride in while performing at the highest level. Look at Jason Anderson winning Supercross Championships or look at Martin Davalos or anybody else. Don't take my word for it just because I have two Manitoba Championships to my name. Wait, I have four. Just look at how many other brace designs look like the Atlas one. Atlas pioneered all the modern neck brace features and have been refining them ever since then. While the competition has been trying to catch up, grab the brace that's been leading the pack. Check out atlasbrace.com. Get yours today. There is a pulp discount if you check out sponsorddeals.com on pulpamexshow.com. So be like Chase Sexton, Martin Davalos, and many other guys that wear the Atlas brace. Atlasbrace.com. Welcome back, everybody. Pulp Mech Show presented by Motorsport.com, Decal Works, and Fly Racing. Randy Richardson in studio. Coming up with Jason Thomas right away here from Fly Racing and FlyRacing.com. Uh, uh, MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com. Upload your resume for free today. You want to get a job in the industry? It's a real good place to start looking. Uh, you can either uh, get a job on here, or if you're a company in the industry, you can also list your job here, too. Uh, you want to find good talent. You want to find good people. You go to MotorcycleIndustryJobs.com for more information. On that, uh, again, got to start somewhere in the industry. You can't all start as a big wig at Michelin like Randy Richardson. You nope. just can't all start right at the top nope. like Randy did no, at you Michelin. Uh, but you can start somewhere. And, and speaking of good talent, speaking of good talent, Pookie, thanks for coming in. Appreciate it. Stop I asked by. her if she wanted to come on and talk a little bit about the Will Smith, Chris mm. Rock thing, and she chose not to. So. She chose not to. Hmm. Yeah. Well, she looks like she's doing what uh, Chris Rock should have done. She's uh, ducking the issue. Job of the week, <laughs> WUSA w- uh, in Orange, California. W is looking for a wheel production technician to join the growing team. Wheel assembly and general production jobs available. All skills will be trained full-time, full benefits. WUSA, of course, they're a part, uh, partner of our show as well. They make wheels for seemingly like half the pits in or half the teams in the pits, whether it's uh, Talon, whether it's Kite, whether it's their own WUSA Edge wheel set. They'll dial you in, and they're looking for a wheel production guy uh, in Orange, California, and also to Kristen Anderson. She's really runs W, and so you'll be reporting to her, most likely not John. And uh, Kristen's a hell of a woman. So As much as Kiefer likes her he might put in for that job that's a good point you know yeah, I mean? yeah, he's, liable, yeah, no, he's liable to put in for point. it just for that reason that's a great point so thank you to motorcycleindustryjobs.com upload your resume for free today uh all right coming up with jt first up though yeah this is public mech show 499 mm-hmm. warming everybody up for 500 we do something special every 100 shows the show 100 was the great western bank team 
uh, of uh, Danny Stevenson, yep. uh, Castillo, Budman, Phil Lawrence, <laughs> Watson. Show 200 yeah. was all the old co-hosts, uh, Paul Lindsay, Watson, uh, I don't remember who else came at Kiefer maybe. Uh, show 300 was my old team, Yamaha, yep. Tim Ferry, Chad Reed, David Villeman Studio. Show 400 was RV, Weimer, Nick Way, Adam Cien Cirillo, and that one got out of hand a little bit. <laughs> But that was show 400, so we try to do something special for you jerkies every 100 shows, and we're doing that again, and I am stoked. I am pleased and proud to present. Next next show's lineup, not next week, the week after. Uh, Jason Thomas will be in. Yeah. Jason Thomas coming in. JT. I mean, if you're going to have 500, you're going to bring in the big guns. The heavy hitters. The yeah. heavy hitters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jason Thomas will be in studio for 500. Uh, Daniel Blair. I'm bringing in a gentleman named Daniel Blair. He's a regional lights champion. Mm-hmm. Bringing him in for f- show 500. He'll be in studio as well. I mean, right there, Randy. I mean, right there is a strong lineup. That that in itself, that in itself is not a bad follow up to, to what I'm doing tonight. Right? It's not. It's not. But just wait. <clears throat> I, I'm gonna. I'm like those crazy car salesmen. I'm throwing in more. <laughs> but wait, there's more. There's more. But wait, there's more. Yeah. I got Blair. <laughs> I got Thomas. He's on the line. Thomas. Okay, What's up, yeah. JT, by the way? Yep. I got another gentleman Hi. coming in. He is uh, commonly referred to as the GOAT. He has 150-something wins. Wow. He calls the action uh, in, on NBC in Supercross. Mm-hmm. Ricky Carmichael is coming in. In, st- in, in, in studio. Your, in this Studio. Basically same square footage yes, house. Yes, yes, And if you had known about myself and Carmichael, this is pretty amazing, JT, to have Carmichael come in. Well, I could see him coming to your house, but it, it wouldn't have been on good terms. Like, he would have been <laughs> coming to work. I, I, I think that's probably why Steve has lived in a gated community for so many years. Yeah. So, <laughs> right. But wait, there's more. No, oh, no, there's no, more. no. Oh, there's hold more. on, wait, wait, wait. So oh, you're yeah. telling? I got hold more. Hold on. So, so t- that's enough Blair. in itself. I got Blair. Yeah. I got Thomas. Yeah. I got Carmichael. Ricky Carmichael, the goat, greatest yeah. of all time. Yeah. Here yeah. in the Pulp Mexico. Right. Next. And next you're show. telling me there's more? There is. There's one more. <laughs> no. Yes. The other guest, the final guest coming in yeah. studio, Pulp Show 500 to join the two-time German Supercross champion, yeah. the one-time regional Arena Cross Lights champion. And the uh, 14-time <laughs> Supercross and Motocross. What? 16? 15. Okay, yeah. whatever. And four-time Manitoba champion. And four Don't forget t- that. Yeah, and four-time Manitoba champion. Yeah. Uh, uh, another gentleman coming in. He has seven Supercross championships. His name's Jeremy McGrath. He's coming in, too. No. That's hey. our lineup, everybody. Dude, that's going to be awesome. It's going to be a banger. It's going to be a banger. We got a banger night lined up. It's going to be fantastic. Carmichael, McGrath, Jason Thomas, Daniel Blair. Show 500. It's going to be a little bit less of a, a quote-unquote banger than maybe show 300 was. <laughs> but, no, uh, you're thinking 400 with RV. That was 400. No. Oh. No, no, no. I'm thinking uh, Denny, Chicken. Oh, that was 100. I'm, I'm thinking that, oh, that was 100. Okay, that, that's the banger, right, quote-unquote, right, that I was right. thinking of. Uh, no, yeah, this one, uh, this would be great, though. How about that, Marks? Good lineup. Man, as someone that grew up during the McGrath era, I, I can't I can't believe this is actually gonna happen. Like he's gonna it's be great. Right, he's gonna be right here. Yep. 
He's gonna be. He's gonna be in. He's a great guy. Carmichael and I have been getting along well, and Ricky's been great. And uh, I, I thought uh, getting Blair here would be great because him and Ricky are tight. Mm-hmm. They work every week on NBC. That's great. I know that that'll work out really well. And then uh, JT raced Carmichael, raced McGrath, yeah. right? Uh, yeah. And 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 offers a lot as a co-host, anyways. So that would be a nice uh, mix. And yeah, so I thought having those two guys in with those two legends would be uh, pretty good. That's that's going to be phenomenal, and and the amount of of bench racing and stories and 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 stuff that they can both talk about now that they probably couldn't have, you know, yeah, ten years ago, right? That's that's going to be cool. I, I don't, can't wait. I don't like our odds for talking much about St. Louis, which will be the race two days before when they mm-hmm. get here. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There'll be a lot of St. Louis talk, <laughs> but you know what? Hey, we'll we'll. We'll figure it out. Maybe it'll be one like this past weekend. It'll be boring and not much to talk about. You know, I, I well, I, I think Ricky will be great for St. Louis. I mean, he's literally calling yep. the race. No, so. no, I, I'm not, I don't mean that. It means I don't care. I want to ask them about everything else. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I, I want to talk to them about a lot of well, other I things. Think, I think over the course of like five or six hours, you get everything. Yeah, you get it all. Yeah, yeah. So looking forward to it. Yeah, gonna yes. be good. Yeah, JT. Uh, um, maybe by the end of the night, they'll both be and fly. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll bring uh, I'll bring my wallet. Just, you know, Ricky is a partial owner of uh, of Fox Racing, so I don't know how well that's going to go bri- over. But I'm going to give it my best shot. You know, the briefcase in Pulp Fiction that was, you know, the gold. Bring one of those in. Okay, I, th- I will try. Uh, maybe I'll have to bring the ball gag from Pulp Fiction too. I'm going to need every <laughs> tool in the arsenal. I think. And, um, and when you say the ball done. guy, you're not talking about Max Stephens, right? You're a different ball guy. No, no ball. ball gag. Ball oh, okay, gag. okay, gotcha, gotcha. Ball gag. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, you know what? You know what I think will be the most interesting for me personally in that, you know, between those two, if you go back and you remember like the 2001 season and there was this epic changing of the guard, right? Right. Jeremy McGrath had been the king of Supercross for eight years and, you know, really unquestioned king of Supercross. Okay, yeah, you want to talk about 97, whatever. You know, Fro did win a championship. Congrats to him. But – Everyone knows that Jeremy was the king, and, you know, long may he reign. That 2001 season, Ricky basically wrestled it away from him and went on a 13-race winning streak, and everybody was just kind of taken aback at that. I mean, I remember living through it. I was racing every weekend, and everybody was just like, oh, my God, like, we're watching history happen in front of us. But we really haven't ever, or I haven't ever, those two kind of talk about it publicly and the thoughts that they had at the time and you know they were just like everybody else like the fear and the insecurity that both of them had to be going through you know ricky before that winning streak started and then jeremy after the winning streak started yeah uh that's what i will be most interested in i think it's been long enough now where they can talk you know, transparently about it and not be worried about how, you know, how it may look or yeah. whatever. Like, I, I hope that we can get deep into that stuff because that's, to me, the, the psychology of that. And, and, man, that was just like a very, you know, I was like 22 at the time. So it was just so much into racing at that point. And we never really got to hear their sides of it. I don't think ever. Yeah, um, no, it should and, be great. Yeah, between the two of them, to hear them kind of unpack that will be to me, will be really uh, pretty awesome. And they're both far enough away, as you mentioned, JT, far enough out of this thing. I think we're going to get some real talk, you know? Yeah, yeah. no, and there's yep. no ego anymore. You know, no. it doesn't matter. Nope. Like, everybody knows they are the best two that have ever done this. Um, and, and I hope that they enter it with that in mind because you, they can say whatever. Like, they can be honest with each other and, and talk about 
things that maybe they, they haven't ever really approached before because you know how it was, Steve. Like, no one was willing to ever admit anything. There was no weakness. There was no vulnerability. Yeah. No one ever talked like that. Like, it was always guard up at all times yeah. back then and even maybe to, to even now. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, should be should be great. So thanks to those guys for coming in. Um, and thank you, JT, for flying in for this. And, and yeah, it should be should be fantastic. So oh, I'm I'm you don't have to thank me. I'm honored to be uh, in the room with those two. So. Yep, absolutely. Uh, all right, JT, I wanted to ask you. So a uh, lot of attrition going on in the series right now, and we're you know Chase Sexton crashed out this weekend, right? And and Cooper Webb hit the deck again in practice, and and that could have been a big one. And we're kind of get, we're limping through this thing, and that happens every you know five or six years. It's not mm-hmm. a not a new thing. Uh, what two or three privateers are really catching your eye and taking advantage of this to you? Like, obviously, look, there's the guys that make the main every week, uh, but when these when these things go out, when these guys go out, who is making adv- taking advantage of this in your eyes? Either riding well, I mean, not even results. Like, if you see somebody riding better than their results dictate, but is there a few guys that stand out? Yeah, I think you know th- these times um, they really open the door for people to be opportunistic. And not everyone is able to kind of harness their best form and make it happen when the doors open. Because early in the season, it wasn't. The field was very healthy. And and up until like a month ago, this field was one of the healthiest I've ever seen. It just seems like very recently, I guess at, you know, Detroit, really the, the dam kind of broke on the injuries in this 450 class. And, you know, we've been suffering ever since then with guys like Brayton and all the, you know, it's just they've been a cavalcade of injuries. But I always look for who's able to step up when the door is open because it's not always open. Um, And I have actually three guys. Uh, I have Cade, who I don't want to necessarily say he has really risen to the occasion so much lately. It's been more of all season. You know, you remember that, you know, the contact he made with Amart, like, at A1, right? Early in the season, he was getting it done yeah. when it was very, very difficult to. And that impressed me. I really saw him overcoming adversity and getting into these main events when I really didn't think he was there yet. And he proved that he was. Uh, and then the kind of the other two have been more, a little bit more recently to more to your question would be Ryan Brees and Justin Starling. Um, you know, both of those two, I think, really have seen the opportunity here. And they've really elevated their game. You know, you look at Brees, he had got he got two top tens in a row, and this is a guy that stopped racing. You know, he completely stepped away from the sport because it just wasn't happening, he wasn't making money, and things weren't going his way. Now you wake up in twenty twenty two season and he's getting top tens consecutively in four fifty supercross. Like that's a pretty awesome development for him. And then Justin Starling has kind of been there all year. You know, we saw flashes of him early like he wins at lcq and we've been mentioning him him on the review pods and stuff but you watch him now and he's qualifying inside the top 10 at seattle i mean he's we're not even really worried about him making the mains anymore he was running around like fifth in his heat race you know so yeah. he has become qualified ninth basic, qualified ninth. right yep. become a standard main event guy now and really pushing to be inside that top 10 so i know Speaking from experience for myself, these are the moments, these last few rounds of a season like this, you can really make your career. Like, you can put in career-best results week after week after week, and this is the time. And not everybody can do it. Some people can't handle the pressure of that moment and and really rise to the occasion, and those guys are doing it. I think they deserve probably more credit than they're getting. 
Um, you know, the, everyone's talking about Tomac, and there's mm-hmm. so much drama between Mookie and Barsha and Anderson and all these guys. But there's a story there of these privateers really making a name for the, themselves in these main events. And uh, I, I commend you for kind of bringing light to it. Uh, but it, it's a really cool kind of hidden story inside the sport right now. The, the one thing I would say is, like, Cade's doing great. He deserves all the props you just said. Uh, Starling and Brees are literally out of vans. They're driving. They're in vans. You know, yeah. they're, they're, they're going old school. Kate has a, a great SGB uh, Honda team there, dry, you know, flying to the races and working at club during the week. And I'm not taking anything away from Kate, but Brees and Starling are driving around during the week <laughs> trying, yeah. to, trying to race. So, yeah, no, those, uh, I think that's a good, a good, uh, a good point for sure. Um, fly racing, fly it's so racing. Relatable. Oh, go ahead. It's, sorry, I, it, it's so relatable to me. Um, it's been so long now, but I remember that 2000 season where my dad and I were in a van and I was racing both classes, and things were kind of starting to happen for me. Like, I was taking big strides forward. And when I see those guys doing it and things are starting to come a little easier for them, that's, I, I just can put myself in their shoes. And it's such a great feeling, right? You, for those guys, they feel like they belong in the 450 class now when most weekends maybe they, you, you watch a lot of main events from the stands, you're, you're struggling as a privateer. You don't really feel like you belong out there with those guys, and then, this stuff happens. You're in a practice every weekend. You qualify without a lot of stress. It's just, uh, it's kind of like a deep breath. It's a pretty cool feeling for those guys, I'm sure. Yeah, no, absolutely. I agree. And, ahead, and it definitely, JT, it definitely makes uh, that, that workload during the week more, more easy, right? Um, when you start consistently making mains and, and improving results and so on, it makes it so much easier to go back home and keep grinding for the coming week. Yeah, it's gratifying, not only for them, right? Think about all the people behind the scenes, whether yeah. it's their parents or it's just these private sponsors of companies you've never heard of, but they are contributing to these people's programs year after year after year, and it's kind of a thankless effort that these people are putting in. You know, it's gratifying for a lot of people behind the scenes that we probably don't even know about and never will, um, but there are a lot of people taking pride in the results that these guys are getting, uh, you know, hometown stuff people yeah. they grew up with, like all those people identify with that effort. I'm like, man, that's awesome to see that. So uh, it's, it's a cool deal. Uh, you're off to MXGP this weekend, JT. Will you, will you uh, sniff around and see about Hurlings and Caroli racing some nationals? I will. Do I have to go talk to Ferrato? Yeah. For you? Yeah. I do. Yep. Okay. Yep. I, I would much rather go find out about Hurlings and Caroli. Um, the Ferrato Funhouse. Right. It's going to be interesting to see – how forthcoming people are with that info, right? Because there is a rivalry between the two series, right? So I don't know if, you know, behind the scenes, if the in-front brass are pushing to keep those guys in their series. You know, Tony's retired, but do they want to – are they pushing to keep Hurlings there? Would they be okay with him coming stateside since, the, you know, the world championship's kind of out of reach for him? I don't know. It's going to be an interesting dynamic. Yeah. I'm kind of more curious to see what the tone is behind it because i do think that tony's coming i hope that hurlings is coming yep but i'm i'm really curious to see how that's all being approached by you know kind of influencers over there yeah i think i think caroli will do some i think that's a locked in unless there's an injury and then yeah hurlings would be interesting for sure yeah that'd be great but i mean i'm always like i think about that and i'm like well look we they got marvin or they got marvin they got ap over here and cooper webb and they haven't won anything in mxgp um you know, they still want to win KTM wants to win over there, right? So Hurlings can come back and win, you know, half of the remaining races. That still puts an orange bike on top of a podium on, in MXGP. So it's not like you have an embarrassment of riches going on in MXGP and you can afford to send 
hurlings to the USA. But yeah, and I you know. I wonder where hurlings' heart is, right? Because I don't think he you know he he likes winning, like he likes setting records and doing all these things. He's mentioned that many times. So maybe he's just wanting to chase more MXGP wins. Like that is a big deal for him, is racking up those wins. But he also is in the perfect dynamic where if he can convince Pit Buyer that just let me go do this, everything's set up to do it, the timing works out, you know, the world championship's already screwed, but I can go and create such a buzz for Red Bull KTM in America with this move, and I can actually contend for the championship. That's, to me, that's yeah. a really interesting setup for him, and maybe it, it, it might never, not ever be possible for him to get this opportunity again because if he is healthy, they're going to want him winning world championships. But it just lines up ideally for him to be ready, to have time to practice, to come to America and do this series. I don't know. I mean, that's such an intriguing opportunity for both him and KTM in a year. It's kind of been a down year across the board for, for Red Bull KTM if you really look at it. That could really turn the year around for them. Yep, good point. Uh, X-Brand Goggle tear-offs. Let's do it. X-Brand Goggles. It's the X-Brand Tear-Off segment. 15-second rapid-fire Q&A. Rapid-fire X-Brand goggles. Choice of privateers everywhere. Ryan Brees running X-Brand. Kyle Chisholm, of course, the privateer hero. He's an X-Brand. Uh, EKSBrand.com. Pulp22 is the code. Pulp Show 22 is the code to say with X-Brand. They got the new uh, goggle out, the Lucid goggle. It's doing great. It looks awesome. It fits amazing. Also, the goggle choice for Randy Richardson as well. He's an X-Brand athlete. So, uh, these questions are submitted by Corey Moser. Familiar with him, Randy? Is that is a guy? That's a guy recently. Somebody, this guy recently did like full extension push-ups. Oh, oh wow. Oh, JT, are you going to take that? Was that? Oh, I don't. I don't care. I'm not. I'm not a professional <laughs> push-upper. I've seen. Trust me, I have Twitter. I have Twitter. Like, I'm well versed on that comment by now. Uh, I'm just messing with. No, uh, no, never met the guy. Don't okay, know who he yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, JT, how are the arms after the push-up contest? Oh, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was uh, I was sore on Saturday, but I'm fine. Okay. All right. Here we go. Uh, question submitted by Corey Moser. Thirty seconds on the clock. Steve, when racing switches to electric bikes, how do we avoid the mistakes that were made when they switched to four strokes? Are we switching to electric bikes? I don't know. When racing switches, that's uh, what the question I, I says. I don't know. I mean, we'll see. I, I'm. I think the, e the electric bikes are coming. Stark, JT's going over to ride the Stark. Um, but I don't, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. We're pretty far away from that, yeah, I think. I, uh, I do think they should let them race a class or have them with other bikes. And, yeah. You know, yeah, so. I think so. And, and, and thankfully, you'll still be around covering the sport when that happens. You know? Oh, boy. Could be a decade or two from oh, now, but you'll still be around. Be, so that's awesome. I will be gone. All right, next question. Doing post-race podcasts with Beckett. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was just cheeseburger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, JT, is Freeze better on a 250 or a 450? I don't know better or worse. Um, I think he is a better natural 450 rider because he's not – and he doesn't really rev it and he doesn't ride with a ton of intensity. He just kind of puts in solid laps and has a nice pace and great starter. So I think he's a more natural 450 rider. All right, 20 seconds. Randy. Weege not knowing how to do a burnout was shocking even for Weege. How old do you think you were when you first learned how to do a proper burnout? Six or seven, probably. At a young age. So this weekend, he's yelling <laughs> in the press box, Keurig doesn't work. Nobody knows why. Keurig doesn't work. Keurig's not working. 
He's yelling in the press box. He's he's a mental giant. That yeah, guy. Yeah. He's 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 gifted. He's gifted in so many ways. Yeah. <laughs> Does he like? It's to the point where I think he's playing it up sometimes. No, he wasn't. Not the burnout. He was. That was. That was. That was. No, no, I know. And then I then I have to like I watch him do something like mm-hmm. that's in his you know a natural occurring, and I'm like, no. <laughs> like I do think he maybe draws attention to it at times, but the struggle that's behind all of it is definitely real. Yeah, that's that's not just a shtick. And 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 the first time that he came through the barn there, I pulled him off and mm-hmm. I'm gonna do a burnout this and that, and I'm kind of helping hold the forks or whatever. And the tire spun and went straight off in the dirt. And he just kept spinning and spinning, spinning in the dirt. So he's just hooking up, right? It's just digging and digging and pushing me backwards in the dirt. Like, I'm getting ready to be pinched in between the bike. And I was going to be like A-Ray. Yeah. I was going to get pinched between the bike and the fence. Yeah. So I just jumped out of the way, right? And then and he said, well, I was doing a burnout. I'm like, no, you're in the dirt. You got to do it on the pavement. So I said, I'll get you next laps. And he came around, and, then, and, and it was marginally better the second time. All right. Steve, who's the favorite in the Yamaha Privateer Challenge Race? Um, I don't know because uh, across who are you letting in. Well, that's just it. Who am I letting in? Right? Like, so I was taking the I was talking taking some surveys this weekend about Chiz, mm-hmm. and everyone's like, and Brees. Brees asked me about coming in, and there and I heard from multiple people you cannot let Chiz and Brees in. They're they're in every main event right now. Yeah, kinda, I mean they were kind of on my list to think about. Yeah, but it's kind of unless you make them start backwards. Okay. Well, I was going to do close you know pins I mean? for gate picks, but well, but still they uh, can start backwards on the stupid metal gates. Who's? Let's oh, go great. cross. Cross is a really good starter. Mm-hmm. Can he hold it together for six minutes? Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> uh, I'll go cross, but I don't know right now. It depends on who I let in. So. JT, which fight was more entertaining, the LCQ or the Academy Awards? Uh, I mean, I would say definitely say the LCQ. That one between Chance Blackburn and Sanford was uh, interesting. I mean, the double bird. Yeah, uh, yeah. The double well, bird was and good. Sanford was just getting owned, and then he got up acting like he wanted some. And I was like, no, 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 you don't. You, I don't think you do. Like, I, I think we're we're good here. Um, but yeah, the LCQ this year have been like on acid. Like something is happening. Uh, they're like sprinkling catnip on these LCQ riders or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, 29 seconds. Good job. Hey, did did uh going back to the slap fest, did uh DV and Ron Ron, did they get disqualified in Atlanta that year? I don't think they did. I don't think they did. DV got fined. He got fined. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah DV got fined. Yep. <clears throat> All right. Randy, with BRCC taking the place of Red Bull as the title sponsor for Pastrana, mm-hmm. for Pastrana, which drink can we expect to see in your ratio right moving forward? Well, I'm I'm still I, 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 that's great for Travis uh, and Black Rifle has done a great job of partnering with him on a number of projects and everything. But I'm I'll still continue to be a Red Bull and Sky Vodka athlete moving forward. All right, Steve. When do you think we'll see the press release that Webb is skipping the Nationals, and what excuse do you think they give us? I don't know. Two seconds. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if any of that is true or factual or if. Has what, that what ever stopped you from talking about stuff? Yeah, but he's that's when's the press release, so I don't <laughs> know. Yeah, 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 yeah. JT, is OnlyFans the new CBD sponsor of Moto? And can Feld shut down OnlyFans from sponsoring privateers or a team? I don't think it's the new CBD, no. 
Um, but it's it's a hell of a development we got going on here. I don't know where Feld draws the line on this, but I am here for the entertainment factor because good luck to them sorting this out. Uh, Randy, last one. What's the most expensive takeout food you can think of, and will that be what Steve caters for Show Five Hundred? Nah, I. Oh, I was going to be talking about the sushi we had. I was going to say, yeah, I no, hope, I got sushi I, for I you. Say, yeah, I, yeah. I hope that wasn't too expensive. Um, oh, it's one hundred thirty bucks. Really? Yeah, yeah. So I guess I'm doing this show for free tonight. That's about the same amount that I paid for dinner last time I was in town, okay. and we had uh, credit card roulette. Okay, fun well, you game. Lost. You lost. Fun credit card game. roulette. Well, it looks like tonight I won. <laughs> so let's call it even. <laughs> let's call it even. Well played. What about these other two idiots over there? They- I mean, you talking about McGrath and Carmichael? No. Oh, oh, oh those idiots. Yeah. I thought you were talking about Show Five Hundred. No. Hey, they definitely won. Whatever the king and the goat want, we will bring in. Oh, that's nice of you to call yeah. me the king. Yep. That's sweet. Yeah, and Talon's the goat. <laughs> yeah, you're Talon's they're coming goat. from the basement boss. Yeah, from yeah. the basement yeah. boss. All right, that's it. All right. That's uh, the X-Brand Goggle uh, tear-off segment. Um, let's uh, let's get to our next guest on the line here. We're running a bit late, but. Uh, JT, enjoy the. Oh, I was going to say enjoy the week off, but nope, he's going to MXGP. Portugal on Wednesday. Portugal. No That's me. commitment. That's commitment right there. 12 straight supercrosses. Yep. Oh, no, wait, you missed round two. Sorry, you missed round I two. I did. I did. Uh, but, uh, anyways, 10 straight supercrosses. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, now he's going to Portugal. Looking like I'll be at every outdoor and then a lot of GPs, too. So uh, just pl- getting warmed up here. Please give Ferrado my best. I, I, there is a, a serious love affair between you two that uh, I was really not like I didn't know what to make of it, but I'm I'm coming around on it. Yeah, Ferrado Funhouse, join join yeah. it. He's an up and coming rider. It's awkward. It's awkward, but I'm coming around. We needed to get off the 250s. We did. We're on 450s. Much better for our we're bigger framed rider. So we're you know oh that's very good, Randy. Thank you for doing that. Welcome. Uh, all right, kind of look alike. No, stop very it. very similar. Oh, stop it. Features. Um, Thanks, JT. Fly Racing, flyracing.com. We got to go. See you next time. Right, see, uh, see you in two weeks. Later, JT. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, that's Jason Thomas, everybody. I want to thank the folks at Wiseco. There's a discount code on sponsored deals, Pulp MX Show sponsored deals, to save with Wiseco. Randy, I guarantee you at one point in your racing career, you had those giant Wiseco stickers on your fork guards. Everybody did. Yeah, definitely have used their products, but I but I wasn't at the level to use that contingency or anything like that. I know that's why, but haven't had the stickers. Have used the products, great products. No, I'm sure you had the stickers at some point. Mm, that would have been before you knew me, so I will go with my recollection. Okay. Yep. Uh, Wiseco has been manufactured pistons right in the USA for over 80 years. Uh, SGB Honda, Club MX. Uh, guys like Factory Honda uh, using Wiseco. Whether you ride a two-stroke or four-stroke, Wiseco has a variety of pistons from reliable forge replacements to the performance-focused Racer Elite Series. They got the Garage Buddy rebuild kits as well, clutch and valve train components, uh, Racer Elite connecting rods. Wiseco.com at motorsport.com uh, or uh, um, your local dealer. And again, the discount code for Wiseco pistons is on publicmexshow.com. So if you want to save with Wiseco, use the code. They're bringing you our next guest. This man is absolutely riding really well while lately on the Twisted T HEP Suzuki doing a great job out there. It's Brandon Hartraft. What's up, Brandon? How are you, man? Good. How are you guys doing? We're good, man. Thanks for calling in. Appreciate it. Um, right, thank you. Dude, this is one of the nicer Seattles we've had in a while, this this track, huh? Held up. Yeah, yeah. We got, we got so lucky, like, all day on Saturday it was supposed to rain. So I remember in 2019 the track was, like, cement. And then, like, the years past is, like, such a mutter. So yeah. I'm uh, 
thankful Mother Nature was on her side. Yeah, really, right? Um, good track, good night for you, right? I mean, Bogle beat you, which you never, you always yeah. want to be the top guy on your team, but he rode yeah. well. Props to Bogle. Uh, good job for both of you guys. Two RMZs in the top ten. Yeah, actually, I saw that. It, it said, uh, I think it was us and KTM were the only two two uh, riders in the same manufacturer in the top ten. So I thought that was pretty cool. But yeah, track was pretty sweet. I mean. Um, the, the tracks this year have just been gnarly. So, like, track's not super challenging, but the ruts and the, the G-outs are making everything so difficult. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's a good night for our team for sure. And, I mean, yeah, I can't really complain when you got two of us in the top ten, you know? No, for sure. You, um, This is your second year in the in the big bike class. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I talk to Troll a lot too, and it's his first year. He's just like, dude. You wouldn't believe these tracks by the end of the main event, and you've told me a couple times. I mean, it's it's brutal out there. Yeah, literally, like we'll walk the track and we just laugh. Like it looks so perfect, and uh, we're like, oh well, we won't we won't see this. So like every time we go out there, it's like the it tracks just hammered for the 450 guys. I don't know. I guess just more power and more weight. I don't, I don't know what it is, but dude, I mean, Alex even tried talking to me about it, like. It's gnarly. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's, but it's been good for me this year. I mean, just I learned so much last year. Obviously, last year was pretty miserable for myself. But I learned, and, I mean, you know, every year I'm trying to learn. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, obviously, like, you, you got pushed up a little early, right? You're in 250 class with TLD, and you got a couple of podiums, and things are going okay. You can't mm-hmm. get a ride worth worth your. I mean, maybe you could get a couple, you know, uh, B rides or whatever, but you couldn't get a ride that you liked or made you enough money. So you jumped to four fifties, and yeah, I imagine early on, Heart Raft, you're like, oh boy, maybe this was a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would. Uh, in Supercross last year, like it was, I was just not not firing all, on all cylinders, and I, I was not happy. But then, obviously. The team stuck behind me, and I didn't give up. And uh, obviously, outdoors last year really kept me in, like pretty much telling me like I can do it because right. I I had such a pretty solid um, outdoor season last year, and that really honestly helped me for this year's Supercross. So if it wasn't for that, then I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, that br- uh, that brings me to another topic I was gonna I was gonna bring up it was like. Props to your team, uh, Pipes and everybody over there, HEP and Twisted, because there's a lot of egos in this sport. There's a lot of um, uh, sponsors. Yeah, a lot of egos, a lot of sponsorship obligations, obligations that teams have to do, so on and so forth, a lot of money changing hands. But your team took a hard look at sort of what was going on with the bike setup and made a change um, last year, and yourself and Anstey were stoked. Like, you guys were – it was, a, it was a, a big difference for you. The bike got better. You guys rode better. Like you said, you're outdoors and everything else. And I think that, that, that deserve, your team deserves some credit for being like, instead of just saying, oh, these riders are little bitches. They're like, let's give them something better. And they did it. And I think the team deserves some credit for that. Yeah. And like I remember, I think we got, uh, yeah, it was after this weekend, I got 10th. And right now I'm, I'm so close to top 10 points, and I'm 11th right now. But I went up to Dustin. I was like, people have no clue how much what we went through last year to get to where we are now. Like, yeah. me personally, and, like, for them not giving up on me. And, and yeah, they've been sticking their neck out and just trying to 
like they're obviously trying to learn themselves and we're they're sticking their neck out there to make the bike better and it's so it's the bike's pretty pretty dang good right now mm-hmm. especially compared to last year and uh yeah i mean we're still we just hired um dave cruz so that's for sure like another set of eyes i think that's gonna oh, i like cruz. Sure help us and I like uh cruz i'm glad he's back in yeah that's awesome yeah so it's they're trying their best you know and um i think in the we're doing well this year but i think in the future obviously we're definitely gonna keep turning some heads you know yeah i just think the team deserves some credit for that to be like you know a lot of teams just blame the riders ah you guys are you fucking whiners and stuff and and you know you guys switched up your total package and you yourself and anstey and, and yourself and bogle and are delivering you know kind of better results yeah i mean so, we yeah. like i i read the comments all the time and obviously people hate on this Dude, i mean no matter what in this sport, you're never going to satisfy anybody, but um, or everybody. Sorry, yeah. not anybody. <laughs> but yeah, they're trying their butts off, and that's all I can ask for. And I and I'm trying my butt off too, so that's all they can ask for. And they see so much potential in me, and it's it's great to feel like I, I mean, to feel loved by them, you know. Yeah. So um, it's been like I said, one hell of a year so far, and we still got a lot of racing to go, but. Um, I'm excited for it. Uh, 702-586-PULP. You got a question for Brandon Hartraff from Twisted T. <laughs> Suzuki. Hey, by the way, though, uh, you are 31 back of Ferrandez. He ain't coming back for Soupy. Roxon's up uh, for Soupy. Yeah, Roxon. Yeah, exactly. So we can top 10. And Dude. I'll be, that's a good freaking accomplishment, especially compared to last year. Absolutely. You get 31 more points. You're going to jump into ninth. You can hold off McElrath, hold off JB. Um, yeah, you can do it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So um, Thank that's, you. That's the goal you want to look forward to, right? Um, yeah. How are you and Bogle get along? How, obviously, look, he is a naturally talented guy. You and him are quite different. Uh, you're more of a workhorse. You're more powering through stuff. Bogle's finesse guy. How do you guys uh, get along? And, and, again, like I said at the top, it's a nice rivalry to have between teammates pushing each other. Dude, he's, he's for sure, like, one of the best teammates I've ever had. He's one – that is one goofy man right there. But uh, – <laughs> Every dude, every freaking like, it, he never turns it off. Like that's just how he is. Like right. he's just one goofy dude. So, uh, as a teammate, very awesome to work with. Like he's so um, want he's wanting me to do the best I can. And like, there's times where he's always trying to help me. And he has obviously a shitload more experience to me. So he for sure can help me more than I could probably help him. But we're wanting to do. Like, if he beats me, he's been beating me the last few rounds. Mm-hmm. And, like, dude, I literally – we give each other a hug and, like, congratulate each other. You know what I'm saying? Nice, so, nice. I mean, I've had past teammates where, dude, like, you know, you beat him or he beat you. You're just, like, you don't even want to look at each other. So, right. Yep. And we're, we're trying to better ourselves and better the team. And, um, you know, so we we get along great. So Right. No, that's awesome. And uh, and he's coming around, too. He had a, st- a slow start to the season, and, and he's coming around, too. So. <laughs> Yeah, um, he did, but he's doing great now. And, bro, seven deuce deuce. I mean, he's coming back for St. Louis, so the mood will continue to be light around there. And uh, Oh, dude, literally, <laughs> those two up there are, like, spitting bars and rapping, and I'm just sitting in the corner, like, what do I do with my hands? You know what, <laughs> <laughs> what, what do I do? Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> when do you do some outdoor stuff? On this break, or are you just going to stick to Soupy until it's time? Um, actually, I mean, we've done 12 rounds in a row, uh-huh. and – I live in California and dude traveling every freaking weekend and it's, it's taking a toll on me personally, yeah. but, um, I'm, I, this week I'm actually just going to honestly not ride and rest and, uh, I'll still cycle and stuff, but, 
yeah, my plan is to really just take a week off from riding and go play some golf and kind of enjoy the week and still do some, obviously, my cardio and stuff. But Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, like, I think this year, like, I'm so much more, you know, like doing so much more better that I'm holding myself accountable to where last year I wasn't, so I didn't, un- like, feel it, you know, to where right. this year every time I'm at on the weekend I'm somebody, you know. So yeah, yeah. it's quite different, and um, I'm, I'm loving it. <laughs> right, right. How's Billy Grotto? You, he's only been at Daytona, the Grotto? Uh, yes, he – Oh. That's the first time I've seen him all year was at Daytona. Dude's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> dude's rad. We've had him on our show before. He sent us some Twisted Teas. Talon's got one right now. He's been drinking. So, um, yeah. Oh, they're good. Yeah. They're good. Billy Grotto is the man. Wysco Pistons. He's a cool dude, though. Yeah, he's awesome. Uh, Wysco Pistons bringing you Brandon Hartraft on the show. Garage Buddy Rebuild Kits. Uh, four-stroke, two-stroke Pistons. Reliable uh, forged replacements to the performance-focused Racer Elite Series. Use the code on pulpamexshow.com to save with Wiseco Pistons. Uh, when are you getting married, Hart Raft? <laughs> uh, September. September? I'm getting married in September in uh, Hawaii. So that's oh, that's be... awesome. So, I mean, it's, it works out really well. Like, one, I've never been to Hawaii, and then uh, everybody that's going is making a vacation out of it. So, it, for sure, like, it's going to be a lot of fun, you know? Right. And so A-Ray's in the wedding party? <laughs> yeah, he is. Are you worried about him crashing the wedding party at all? Are you worried about Honestly, him? Honestly, you know? I think my my chick will literally probably kick his ass, and then I'll probably, you know. Yeah. I, I mean, I could for sure kick kick his ass. But. Yeah. No, I I, I, have, I have you. I have you beating him all day long. Do you? So, so the uh, the new girlfriend he's got, she seems pretty <laughs> normal. Oh, she's. They, yeah, she she for sure seems normal. Right? I mean, my man, yep. he my man's loose. So yep, she I think's holding him accountable, which he needs that in his life. And okay. uh, she's she's really cool, and I mean, she's super nice. So yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess we'll see how long you know it lasts. But hopefully, it it you know it, lasts longer than we think, right? Well, did he already RSVP for the wedding with her as his guest, as his plus one? Um, so there's a bunch of. You know, some some women. You know, he's. I'm not getting into it, but I, I, I hope so. <laughs> uh, surprise, Randy! That A Ray is gonna. I mean, we're worried about him for this wedding. May, maybe he replied. Maybe RSVP. Oh, with we're a, definitely worried. Yeah. Maybe yeah. he RSVP'd with a plus three. Oh yeah. You know, no, yeah. no, an A Ray. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did probably plus four. To be honest, there's. <laughs> uh, he, he, he runs a loose program over there. He. he I'm glad he made the main this week, though. I mean, the week before he was in a hey, fight. He did right through the heat. Right? Mm-hmm. Steady, they too. Did. Yeah. Um, but then, of course, A-Ray being A-Ray, the black cloud claim, and he got a flat in the uh, main event. So, yep, that's just his the way things are going right now for him. So It's like, I don't know what it um, – I don't know. Like I mean, knock on wood. I mean, I'm like, I've had a great year so far with everything, bike stuff. And, but, dude, I don't know what it is. Like, is it the way he lands, twists the throttle? Like, what is it? I think it's riding with the brake in on the clutch in and the throttle open. I think that's his problem. I, I can't. Like, we tried, like, Buddy, you know, tried to fine-tune him a little bit, but yep, Antonez. Yep, yep, yep. We'd get him in, a, we'd get him in like, a little nice little circle, and then, sure enough, you know, like, yeah. he, he wouldn't work with Budman. He'd come back, back to normal, so. Yeah, can't, cannot. Yeah, just can't. I don't know, man. We love him. He's a friend of our show. You know oh, that. He's but great. Yeah, <laughs> we just want the best for our buddy. A-Ray, exactly. You know, in the sketchy, in the sketchy uh, world that he lives in. 
Um, <laughs> hey, so the, Chiz hasn't been a problem for you this year. Uh, you've been beating him a lot. No problem. But at times, you're just like this fucking guy, I'm sure. Dude. It, it was every freaking – like, what annoys me is that he qualifies like two to three seconds off of everybody. Yeah. And, and I'm like late in qualifying around 10th, and he's like two seconds off of me. And then when it comes to the racing, he's either in front of me or on my ass. It's like it, I, I don't get it. So, yeah. homie, he is – I mean, dude, I guess the th- the word is you guys say Chiz is going to Chiz. He yep. literally yep. does that every freaking weekend. Like, I guess he crashed bad last week or, like, sprained his ankle. Sure yeah, enough, no, Troll he, Troll said he saw it. He went flying through the bars. He was on a crutches, all this I'm stuff. Saying, sure enough, dude's running fifth in the main. It's like, <laughs> like what? So – Props to him. He's clearly a uh, very great rider. Yeah. No, it, it, it's amazing, right? It's for sure. Uh, we're not going to Jersey this year for Supi. We're going to Boston. I'm sure you're pissed. Uh, yeah. 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 I, uh, I mean, dude, I live like 40 minutes from MetLife. So, like, when we raced that in 2019, that was such a sick experience. But yep. this year, with some guys hurt and doing decent, I'm in, like, open ceremony. So, uh, yep. that was, dude, if I could have. And in MetLife open ceremonies, that would have been so badass. But I still obviously have a lot of family and friends still going to Foxborough. So hopefully yep. we can keep the train going with the open ceremonies, and I'll be in them for Foxborough. So I've heard this from a few guys, because Cade, Cade wants to be in them, and uh, Brandon got in one, Chiz got in one. So this is a big deal for you, Brandon. Like you're like this is a like I've I've heard this, and I was a mechanic. I was in a lot of opening ceremonies as a mechanic, right? And honestly, it was yeah. ir- it was irritating. Like you're like fuck, cause I got to go early. My bike's got to be, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like my bike's got to be ready. I got to sit there for a long time. Like fuck opening ceremonies, right? Um, um, and my, I, th- I think I think Nick Way and Ferry was in with with me and they were in them too and they were like whatever so they're probably in the very freaking weekend huh? yeah 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 so but but what I'm getting is I, whether it's Chiz or you or whoever like K talking about it this is a huge deal Heart Raff for you Dude, it's it's I you have no idea as a rider yeah like, growing up and watching all the all these guys and being open ceremonies like it I remember dude when they freaking texted me Friday before the um. What, what was the race in Indy? Yep. They're asking me what song you've been select like been selected being open ceremonies, and I was like, dude, I was literally like, holy shit, <laughs> <laughs> and I was so like worried about like, oh, dude, I had to pick the right song, and it's literally like a dream as a rider. Yeah. And like, it's literally a dream come true, honestly. And obviously, I'm not like a a Cooper Webb or Eli Tomac to where they're like expected to be in it. So like for me to be in it this early, like I guess in my forward career, it's like, it's like, holy shit. Like this is, this is awesome feeling. So it's, it's a dream. So that's cool. Hating them saying it's literally, it's a dream come true. So yeah, maybe I should be appreciative more than when I was doing it as a mechanic. And right? I, uh-huh. I can completely understand what you're saying because like, yeah. I mean, for us, like we get done and then you, you rest for, honestly only like an hour and then but it can turn your like if you're not having a good day in practice like yep. it, being in open ceremonies can literally flip around like when i go out there into the stadium like dude i get like such an adrenaline rush yeah. so it's like it can help but then for you for doing it probably you know how many years you're a mechanic this probably i can see how it's a little irritating well, but well, well, Steve's probably just mad because he had to hold someone's jacket while they went and did yeah, the yes, lap. Yeah, you know I mean? He's no, probably mad about having to hold a jacket. I had to do all so. that shit. Um, <laughs> uh, but you know how you can stay in opening ceremonies, Harraf? 
because we had Mui on here not that long ago, and if you want to do some transfers in the dark, yeah, right, Mui, you could get. I mean, Mui will put you in every week, Hart Raff. You just got to like line do something. some do, line something up in the dark with a spotlight on you and send it. <laughs> I heard that some that he's wanting people to do transfers, and I'm like, dude, Kato's gnarly for that. I don't. I, I don't know it's either. Crazy. Yeah. I mean, he finally caught up to him. He, he crashed pretty good. Yeah, one, he, you my know? man hit some that, – that jump was massive. And <laughs> it went south quick. But, yeah, yep. I don't – I mean – So you're like, not the guy, Hart Raft. You're not the guy. <laughs> Hell no. This past weekend I did a wheelie and I was like, that's, that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> I, did a, I did a wheelie. Hey, check me out, everybody. I, did a wheelie. I was like yeah. – I was, I was probably like – Freaking two feet off the ground, and the crowd loved it. I was like, "That's that's good enough." <laughs> that's nice. I like it. Uh, Wisco Pistons bringing you Brandon Hot Raft here on the uh, Pulp Mech Show. Show. Oh, Randy, do you have it? Oh, uh, no, n- n- oh. N- nothing major. I mean, I, I don't uh, obviously don't uh, know Brandon, but uh, just obviously, congrats on phenomenal results, being in the top ten. I see. I'm looking at the results here, where you, Thank you. yeah, you started fifteenth, right, and moved up a tenth. So to move forward in the main event, that's you got to be proud of that. But and, let me uh, tell you that, that. Sorry to interrupt you. I do that a lot. Uh, Brandon's Brandon's whole season mm-hmm. has been start fifteen. Get, oh my God! Dude. Get to twelfth or tenth or whatever. Like mm-hmm. we make jokes on our pods about him being almost invisible out there because yeah. he's right in the middle. He rarely goes yeah. backwards. He'll just move up slowly, yeah. three Sneak or four up. spots by the end of every main event. It's it, it yeah. pisses me off because like just literally this weekend, like if I started at least by Bogle, I could have been at least eighth. Yeah. with him, you know, and like I started literally. So far back, like, dude, I just make my life so hard. So, literally, if you, like, if you look, like, if you actually rewatch the race and yep. watch where I'm at, I'm, like, 18th. So, it was, like, it was a good ride, but it's just frustrating that, dude, I can make my life so much damn easier, and I just choose not to, you know? <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. Uh, and, like, dude, these these guys, like, dude, Brees and them, now that, like, obviously a lot of guys are hurt, yeah. but... Dude, they're riding freaking good. Like Starling was like eighth in practice, and then yep. Chiz is always freaking chizzing. And then Brees and K, dude, they're riding really good. So nope. it's not like they, dude, it's hard to honestly beat them at times. So I mean, yeah. I don't know. It's, no, it's always you're right. No matter what. And then how pissed were you when uh, a freckle goes flying off the track, gets up, shakes himself oh off, and God. gets you back? You're like, God, dude. Damn. I, he was. I was in ninth at one point, and then dude, he was honestly. I'll. I'll Give him props. He was riding very well. He on, was. Uh, that's the best I've ever seen him ride, honestly. So, props to him. I guess the 250 class like builds the guys. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really, right? Dude, yeah. Vince is even riding really good too. He and, is. You know? Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. It's uh, it's these guys are stepping up and the uh, when they need to. And like Starling was ninth overall uh, ahead of Cooper Webb in qualifying. Yeah. It's just like fuck, that ain't man. no joke. No, no, absolutely not. Uh, you're right about that. Uh, well, Hart Raff, thanks for the time, man. I appreciate it. Thank you for um, calling in. Good job this year, man. It's been cool to watch your progression because we'll, we'll always remember Houston where you got the holy. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. I literally I said, everybody, you can. the invitation is here. Take it. Yeah, that was your <laughs> welcome to the 450 class moment, and you've improved exactly. so much from there. And I think your team's doing a good job. Like I said, I commend them for the – 
bike changes that have made a big deal for you and, mm-hmm. and your teammates. And, uh, yeah, keep it up, man. Uh, I'm stoked to have you on. And uh, thanks for the interviews after the races all the time. I appreciate that as well. Oh, I, dude, I like when you interview me. I feel like I, I did something decent, you know? All right, good. Yeah, because I always think about you're all sweaty and, like, you know, just I'm like, oh, does he really want to nah, interview me? Right nah, it's yeah. all good. I all like right. it. All right, perfect, man. Well, thanks for calling in, Brandon. Thank you, man. Uh, thank you, guys. All right, thanks. That's Brandon Hartraft, everybody. Brought to you by Wisco Pistons. Uh, check the discount code on pulpamexshow.com. Uh, I also want to thank the folks at OGO. They're proud sponsors of the 7 o'clock hour, OGO Power Sports. Email us using the contact form on Pulpamex if you want to get a discount from the folks at OGO. Traveling's a pain in the ass. There's no doubt about it. And sometimes some people need 9800s for two nights. That's that's truly what's a pain is is having to pack that many clothes for just a two-night stay, right? Yeah. That's have, a pain. Have you ever heard of that? Have you ever heard of that? Only in special cases, yeah. Thank you. There's uh, a lot of shit going on. Uh, so get the layover bag. Don't be like Kiefer. Get a layover, OGO layover bag. They got a new one out as well. Uh, the 9800 is, um, oh, I don't know, um, been around 20 years. 20 years, that's what I said, yeah. everybody's yeah. got them. Uh, I got a rig bag as well for my gear. Uh, I've got an OGO Camelback mm-hmm. for the mountain biking, and it is getting hotter here, and I will be using that this summer. So thank you to the folks at OGO. Uh, what's your favorite OGO bag product? Uh, tra- uh, for for. What I like to be able to put my boots, knee braces, helmet, and gear in, I love the 9800. That's what I love. Okay, thanks. Just put everything yeah. inside there. Yeah, everything. everything. Okay. couple sets of gear, yeah. some X-Brand goggles. Just yeah. put everything in there. Okay, fantastic. Thank um, you. But, yeah, uh, uh, layover's good, and terminal, the real small one, is, oh. is handy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. terminal. Mm-hmm. Oh, do I need a terminal? Oh, well, maybe you should have one. Do I need to look at a terminal? Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, OGO Power Sports, email us using the contact form. We'll get you a discount from the folks at OGO. Before Nathan Ramsey comes on, Sully has a question for FMIP. What's up, Sully? Hey, Randy. How's I'm it going? a big fan. I think you're hilarious. I love the whole senior citizen bit. I follow you on Twitter. You seem like the coolest dude ever. Well, thank yes, you. Here comes the here comes the butt. Okay. <laughs> All right. There's always a butt. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, it's case in point. But walk me through the thought process of hiring the Eli Superfan to do a Michelin commercial. Oh. It Honestly, hurts my ears. Right, Randy Richardson. Right? Let's talk about Randy Richardson. Oh, God, there it is. <laughs> well, uh, with that voice right there, you're in the running for the 2022 commercial. Oh. Um, <laughs> I might, you know what I mean? Because, you know, people remember things that are either amazing or annoying. So uh, in all seriousness, I thought it was fun, uh, just a fun idea. Um, and unfortunately, there are no longer any pulpy awards given out um, because I would like to continue to win those. But to me, I just thought it was cool. Uh, he was uh, you can a unique. Have this one if you want. Huh? You can have this one if you want. Oh, that, no, I know. that That's a <laughs> what a greatest disappointment or yes. something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Schmulpy, a Schmulpy award. Um, now, that, that was uh, definitely just, to me, just creative to use him because he's kind of polarizing, caller, um, definitely a super fan. And I think it's uh, played out, and I think you will uh, like our new – Commercial for 2022. Um, coming very soon. Coming very, very soon. Perhaps debuting at Show 500. Perhaps debuting Show 500, yep. uh, which will be after the app comes out mm-hmm. this Friday. Yep. And uh, So anyway, but I, no, I appreciate the feedback, but I really do. Um, just something I was trying to do to be creative and, and not tie in uh, my annoying voice. Remember the one yeah. guy Remember the one guy called oh, in? Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. And he said your voice was annoying. Yeah. Uh, there you go, Sully. 
Randy, wait, wait, one more thing. Let me ask you something. Okay. Do you sell the senior citizen stuff online? Oh, yeah. It's, uh, it's available at shopteniorcitizen.com. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm 52. I'm getting up there. Oh, that's hey, you're, no, you're, you're right you're in the getting, wheelhouse of teenage yeah, citizens. You're right in the wheelhouse. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So if you're if you're still uh, and it sounds <laughs> sounds like you sounds like you still have a very young spirit at heart. So that's certainly what I I, I built the brand around. Do you follow Randy on Instagram, Sully? Oh yeah. Okay. I the links on there. Yeah. I'm not gonna. Yeah. I was gonna say I follow him everywhere, but that sounds creepy. Yeah. Don't, yeah. I mean. In terms of social media. Right. No, yeah. uh, yep, he sells it, does really well. Teen, uh, shop dot senior, senior nope. citizen. Uh, dot, shop, what, what? shop dot. J- just what I said earlier. Shop seniorcitizen.com. Yeah. It's pretty simple, yep. really. Yeah. But yeah, Keep thank you. Good work. We'll do, right. buddy. And, thanks, and, Sully. And thanks, Sully. Thanks for the kind words and uh, the rebuttal on the butt. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate you calling. Uh, again, Starcross 6 dropping Friday at motorsport.com or your local dealer and uh brand new tire from these guys and if i mean if i went 14.9 for seventh with the starcross five mm-hmm. i could probably go 12 seven uh honestly i was thinking like 11 six for fourth overall yeah i was thinking like okay. something yeah, crazy yeah. So like probably that. 11 yeah. six for fourth on the new starcross six uh our next guest brought to you by the folks at skosh uh, got a charging uh, dock right here for the phones. We got charging cords, cables, mounts, uh, phone mounts, uh, 20% discount by using Pulp 2022 at com to unlock your discount on accessories for life. They got, they've got they been in business for over 40 years, man. They got a lot of cool stuff uh, at Scosche. Randy Richardson is going to win some Scosche stuff just by coming in tonight. Uh, we're going to give you some Scosche products. Look at there. Yeah. I'm so do excited. Anything. Right. Thanks to the Scosche guys, Pulp 2022 to save with those. Let's get to our next uh, our guest. He is the team manager at Rockstar Energy Husqvarna. He's also a uh, pretty good damn rider himself back in the day. And he was teammates with Tim Ferry, too, which is very important. Nathan Ramsey, what's up, Nate Dog? Hey, not much. How you doing? We're good, man. Thank you for calling in. Thanks for catching up. Uh, do you remember, Nate, riding at Randy Richardson's house back in the day? Yes. The, the FMIP taught me a lot. The soupy track. <laughs> okay. Hey, hey, Nate. Dog, that was that was fun, dude. What, that was such, what year was this? Was. What was Nate on? The first time, the first time I, th- I remember him coming to the to the house was in a, a bigger box van. I think it was at RRP. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That makes sense. I, I don't remember the year, but I mean, if it, if it was RRP, you're talking. 95. Yeah, I was thinking. Okay. Yeah, yeah, 94, right. five, somewhere along in there. Um, Suzuki. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it yep. would have been Suzuki, yep. and and uh, yeah, that was so much fun. And if you think about it, like I'm not saying I was ahead of the time, but mm-hmm. back then, no one really had like a private. Or yeah. It was very rare that someone had a private yep. Supercross track, and right. then uh, it all came about like '92. Jeremy Buell was in the area and looking for a place to ride, and where he was riding was rained out, and somebody put him in touch with me. This and top that. Top fuel so, Buell. So top fuel Jeremy Buell and Dean Baker came yep. to the house in '92, and then over the following years, my track just progressed, yep. and I would have people like Nate Dog and and Mike Brown and John Sebastian Waugh and I, I'm Charlie guessing, Bogart, like so many people. Uh, I'm guessing Nate Nate heard about it from Brownie. I'm guessing. Probably, yeah. Either that or through Bundy. I don't know. Oh, Bundy. Maybe okay. through Bundy and Nice, yeah. or maybe. Yeah. yeah, I think that's. Yeah, it, maybe. I was thinking Nice, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember the two 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 and his form out there, Nate, on the on the on the Cowie? Oh. Do, do you remember any of this? Yes. 
Yes. He had he had a lot of form on and off the track. Yeah. Yeah. I was formidable. I was a formidable rider. Let's yeah. just say that. Let's leave it at that. I was a formidable rider. Uh, uh, yeah, honestly, they would probably remember me leaving my Michelin job, the engineering role, yeah. and, and trying to sneak out of work early to come home to ride with these to me had these legends yeah, already you right. know these these super cool fast guys yeah. and to be able to ride with them in the afternoons and then that helped me improve yeah. to whatever level right. i was to a little bit faster well level. look it yeah. got nate a factory suzuki ride yeah exactly right. you know nate right i mean yeah that's right um how all, it, all the pieces along the way yeah how is uh how is bundy by the way speaking of bundy how's he doing i know he has some health challenges yeah how's he doing yeah yeah thanks for asking i mean he had a you know massive heart attack widow maker um is what they call it i yeah, guess geez. and yeah it happened in november he was in the hospital for um, almost three months um and pretty much i mean he was on life support yeah. um so it, it was touch and go for a long time um but he did get through it somehow he's a tough old sucker <laughs> and basically you know, did his rehab within the hospital and then two weeks out of facility. Uh, he's now back home just trying to get some strength back. I mean, you can imagine laying in the bed for that long, what it would do to you, but, um, he's, uh, he's working on it. I mean, I, you know, he's got his business there. He kind of checks in on it, but he's basically in and out of doctor's appointments all the time. He's, he's struggling with some, some stuff that happened when they, um, God, what they feed the, Life support. Oh yeah, the trach or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Well, the trach, but I'm talking about up through your femoral artery. Oh, okay. And they, they, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm imagining they did it in a hurry and they clipped some nerves and then he's having some trouble with his legs and then just laying that long and you know you, you you get dead spots on your skin and stuff. So he's he's struggling with some stuff, but he's you know he's still Bundy, which is awesome. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) special um but uh and you know he's fighting but he he's got a long road ahead of him but the good news is his heart is healthy lungs everything that was such a scare that you you possibly couldn't turn back uh he's doing good now so now it's a matter of kind of just bearing down and you know keep working the therapy and getting some strength back so he can kind of get back to action he doesn't like to sit still very well so um you know yeah, uh, it's it's uh, it's been great to talk to him because I didn't. I mean, at one point I didn't know if I'd ever, you know, get to talk to him again. So, um, it was the first time I talked to him, I, I had a million questions like, "Dude, what do you remember? Like, what's yeah. going on?" Yeah, and he he remembers them shocking him. No way, like, the really. First, the first two shocks he remembers, and then by the third one, he said he was out, and then he woke up. You know couple months later that's the that's the next thing he remembers wow yeah you know uh, um you guys i always admired nate no matter what team you went on what you know factory rides and mitch Mitch payton and and honda and wherever you went you took bundy with you as your mechanic and obviously i was a mechanic for a long time and i would have loved to have that kind of loyalty from some of my guys over the time because generally riders are like what i can't take a guy yeah see you later you know what I mean? Like, and I don't blame them, but that, that that amount of loyalty is very rare. I always admired you showing that loyalty to Bundy, and probably at times pushing hard to to keep him as your mechanic. You know, so I love that. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, I mean, I appreciate you saying that, but uh, realistically, I I felt like we were a package deal. You know, he got the best out of me, um, and I think it was it went 
both ways, you know. I mean, he he kind, he never could land on one thing that he would stay focused on. And, I mean, it went all the way back to, you know, he grew up two miles from me, and, yeah. you know, there outside of Chattanooga, Tennessee, in this little town called Hickson. He was in Saudi Daisy. I was in Hickson. And um, he <laughs> he started tra- trading favors. Like, he went racing with us as a family, just as a friend. And yeah. then he was like, hey, man. I'll do your filter if you want me to and, you know, buy me a sandwich today or something. And, I mean, literally started doing everything, and all I was doing was paying for his food. And then I think it went to, like, $50 a week or something. Yeah. And then, you know, it it, it it was a cool story because it was just his passion and mine just combined that worked together. And we both were chasing our dreams, just kind of slightly different dreams, you know? Yeah. Um. And, uh, and, you know, it worked out. It was good. And back then, kind of going through this, I, I said this to a lot of people along the way, you know, on that side of the fence as a rider and then a mechanic package, I thought, like, you know, there's so much value in the connection between a rider and a mechanic, which is, I still believe is true. But I didn't, I never viewed it from the other side of the fence, you know, where, you know, as a team, and, and your crew, the core group that you put around, you know, uh-huh. the riders potentially come and go, come and go. And, um, ultimately, even though you have a rider mechanic connection, which you want them to have a good vibe and a good connection, but the truth is, you know, you've got to, you really have to have that connection within your crew. So that's what I, I've learned from the other side of the fence yeah. now. Good point. You're right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. to me, the days are over. Uh, you got a suspension guy. You got a motor guy. You got a crew chief. You have a team manager in some cases. You have two people. Um, and and I, mm-hmm. I, I don't want to piss off my fellow mechanic brethren, but we're, as mechanics, doing less than ever before. And so the more important part of the job is what you said, Nate, I think, having a bond in the group, working hard, everybody trusting each other to pull the rope at the same time and not having any sort of rebels or any sort of guys that are like, hey, I'm only out for Nathan Ramsey. I'm not saying Bundy did that, but uh, uh, having, a ro- yeah. having a mechanic that's like only got loyalty to the rider. Um, yeah, those days are gone now, yeah. and I hate it, but they are really gone. Yeah, you know, so. Well, you, you do walk a fine line. You know, you do have to have that draw the rider mechanic draw as well as to the team. But ultimately I think you have to realize, you know, for the long game, you know, you may love the rider. He may be like a brother to you, but he, he, his career is going to end before yours. If you're good at what you do. Yeah. Yeah. No, good. Well said for sure. Yeah. Yeah, That's what I was thinking about when, when you all were talking about that, thinking back to uh, whether it's Bundy or Dean Baker or the different ones. So, Back the greats, then. the greats like me. The greats. Yeah, well, me. I, 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 I kind of referenced the greats. Oh, okay. Right. Um, but no, how they would work on suspension, motor. Uh, they changed yeah. tires. They, you know, they did A to Z, right, on, on the bike. Mm-hmm. And and just like uh, Nathan and Bundy, they, they lived together in the same box van or traveled together in the same box van and so on. So it was such, uh, you know, just a, a one-on-one relationship and and just one mechanic taking care of everything on the bike. So yep. to what you're talking about now, Nathan, and, and like your role managing a team, you need to ensure that your suspension person, your engine person, your chassis person and, and crew chief, whatever, all of those people who have different subcategories of responsibilities, they need to work together well, right? So it's it's the sport's changed a lot, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, it sure has. I mean, going from the box fan days, like you said, traveling around like – in every waking minute yeah you know, yeah i mean there's 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 such a difference in the connection 
um, back then compared to now. Um, but it, it all boils down to trust and mm-hmm. in each direction, you know, in the end. And, you know, and a belief that you can make it. You know, you got to believe in your rider. Rider's got to believe in your mechanic. Yeah. And, you know, there's, there's a lot going on there for, uh, as far as trust. It's, it's yep. huge. I remember Which changing. Though, I remember changing fork and shock oil and trying to drive around and find a dealership that had nitrogen. You know, because I don't have a nitrogen yeah, truck yeah. In tank in my box fan, and I just did the change oil. And I never redid revalves, but I'm just like those days are gone, man. I'm driving around looking for nitrogen at a dealership. You know, <laughs> um, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, Nate, new gig yeah. for you. Um, you were doing the Orange Brigade yep. stuff for KTM for a long time. Uh, Steve Westfall, Scuba, we had him on the show when he announced he was leaving. I'm curious, yep. did you throw your hat in the ring for this? Did they come to you? Was this something you were kind of looking for the next step? Were you happy at your Orange Brigade job? How did how did the process go to give you this uh, this team manager role? Yeah, yeah. Um, actually, you know, I was I was really happy doing the amateur stuff. Um, I you know I I had a pretty long career as, as a racer mm-hmm. uh then again like i said earlier i kind of stepped on the other side of the fence i did three years with a pro team and poured myself into that with again with the crew that we put together that was was really strong um and then the rug kind of got pulled out from under us um and basically when that happened i was like done like i was like i can't i can't do this you know i had, I had some other opportunities kind of right when that happened of, of potentially being a manager, and I, I just was like, I can't give you what it takes to be a manager at this point, mm-hmm. you know. So, I, um, I started. I was selling some cars, and you know, I was working with my buddy J Star and doing some wholesaling and stuff like that, which is also pretty fun. Um, but it's a hustle, an everyday hustle. And then I started doing a little bit of coaching and in in training and a couple schools with Bud Man and just got sucked right back into it you know and then yeah. uh one thing led to to another and i uh ended up christy lacurl who was the manager at orange brigade at the time was like you know when sleater um took a different role at ktm uh she was like i can't offer the team what he could offer alone you know so yeah. she goes if he can come in and be sort of like team coach at first uh, you know, I, she's like, I think it could work really good between the two of us. So I was like, okay, that sounds cool. Um, got in there and right away, you know, just kind of got connected with everybody. And obviously the coaching and the writing side of things was, was pretty natural. Um, and then, uh, you know, along the way she was giving me more responsibility each year and turned into like a performance manager mm-hmm. type thing that was based off of, obviously the performance of the athletes, but uh, started dealing with sponsors and kind of just eased into it. And then when she decided to kind of take a, you know, take a job outside of the industry and that spot opened up, it was a, it was a pretty easy and natural, you know, slide up into that position. And I did, I enjoyed it. You know, it got more and more complicated as uh, KTM kept buying <laughs> yeah, motorcycle exactly. brands. Right. Um, <laughs> You know, but uh, it was cool. I learned a lot. You know, like uh, I, I did the private team as a, as a, you know, as a in the pro ranks, and to see the corporate side of it was some stuff that I, you know, I needed to learn. So um, I got to learn the kind of the corporate side of it and uh, get my feet a little bit, you know, pretty wet with that on the amateur level. Mm-hmm. And you know, spending 16 years as a racer, then three years as managing a pro team, and then all of a sudden stepping back to the amateur side of things and doing that for about eight years you know gives you a pretty well-rounded 
um, view of everything. And I think that, you know, that, that gives some value overall. I mean, I, I, I obviously stayed connected to the pro side of stuff, paying attention. You know, the, a lot of the same players are mm-hmm. in, it, it, at least somewhere in the sport now. Um, so, you know, you know, it's easy. I know a lot of the names and faces and, and you know, people in the right, right positions and uh, to kind of, be able to also know the potential of who's coming coming along next, you know, as yep. far as riders coming from the amateur world, which is harder and harder these days. But um, you know, um I think it's a I think it's a pretty well rounded, you know, space I'm in. Yeah. And not that I know I don't pretend to know everything, but um I just try to learn from my mistakes and uh try to uh, use the wisdom that I have that I have kept and can remember (laughs) Um, (laughs) you know and uh, just try to pass it along and you know with this with this position you know with scuba you know making kind of some life choices wanting to kind of step Uh away from it um obviously everybody at ktm and and uh, the group you know his his crew at husky was super bummed to to hear that he was leaving i was very surprised um, cause I had been working a little tighter with him anyways, uh, with the kind of the elite side of things with, uh, Ferry and, uh, Hawkins and then what I had going, uh, with the other brands Yep. on that level. Um, but you know, I worked hand in hand with him and he was a lot of fun to work with and, you know, he's very aggressive, uh, with, with everything that he did with a lot of passion, you know? So, uh, it was cool to see that too. And when, I mean, basically they came and asked me if I'd be interested uh-huh. if, if that became an option. And I was, I was kind of like, well, yeah, I probably would if, if a couple things fell in place, you know, I think that uh, scuba had quite the overload playing more than one role. Uh-huh. And for me, I was like, I don't want to go into this thing knowing that I'm going to fail, you know? So, um, you know, they took the time and uh, put the people in, in the proper positions. And uh, I mean, literally I was in a budget meeting for amateur racing and I kept there was there kept being a knock on the door in the office and I, I sat in there with Tyler Keith and I wasn't even paying attention to was knocking because I was just wrapped up in the meeting and then it, it happened like three times and then he's like hey that's Ian man I think you probably ought to go because it was a zoom meeting with okay the yeah yeah girl and um he's like, I think you should probably go and keeps coming back so <laughs> I'm like okay okay I, I gotta go I gotta go and um Anyway, um, they pulled me out, and uh, that was the week that uh, the the Austrians were in town, um, Pitt and Robert and several others. And mm-hmm. I walk into the, <laughs> the office, and it's a round table of just the powerhouses of the KTM group, you know. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. I kind of walk in, and uh, they kind of look at me, and I, they're like, sit down. And I'm like, sit down. And they're, Robert Robert Jonas says, looks at me, and they were all kind of straight-faced. He was like, well, you're done with amateur racing, just like that. Oh. You know, like, uh, you're like, am I done in life just, or like? <laughs> I'm just like looking around, going, uh, what is, okay, what does that mean? And then they kind of, you know, yeah. smirked and they were like, we need you somewhere else. And you know, obviously at that point, I knew that's where they were leading to. And yeah, yeah. So I pretty much was in there and said yes to the deal. No idea. Any, I didn't know any details. I was just like, okay, I'm, I'm game. If you guys think. I can do it. I'm I'm the guy for the job. Then, yep. yeah, I'll I'll do it. So, nice. uh, in a matter of about oh, less than 24 hours, they then introduced 
to, you know, the rock star Husqvarna crew, you know, the, the new, the new guys in play, which was myself, you know, Tony Hall as crew chief, uh-huh. um, and, um, Sean Murphy as a higher role, you know, with the team who obviously has been there for a long time and is, is pretty much the glue to the team, you know? So, um, they introduced us to the crew, which the crew was pretty shocked, uh, which was, you know, something that we had to work through being kind of presented that way with no one really knowing we were coming. Yeah. Uh, you can imagine, you know, they're really tight with Scuba, even though they know that he left on his own mm-hmm. accord. Um, you know, it was still a shock, you yeah. know, so, um, you know, so again, so that's 24 hours and then, I guess another 24 hours I was at Anaheim too as the manager of yeah. the team. So it all happened really quick, but I mean, it really had strong support from, you know, John Hines, um, you know, Roger and Ian were, were like, Hey, we're here, man. Like, you know, so lean on us as much as you need. And, you know, just really, really were supportive. And, uh, I think that, um, you know, ease my way in just kind of baby steps and mm-hmm. just try to get closer and closer with everybody. And just, you know, you, you got to earn that trust and, and them knowing that you're committed to this process. So, uh, I think the riders, uh, that side of it was easier than the crew because I, you know, I'd worked with Malcolm was on my team with, uh, the JDR J star team. Oh, true. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He was on my team. So I, I had, I had, uh, dealt with Malcolm and, uh, you know, got to, got to be pretty close with him and the stewards. So that part was really easy. So the night that it was announced to the crew, then I also called the rider, each of the riders and, um, you know, they were, they were very cool about it. You know, Dean Wilson's been a friend of mine for a long time. We lived in the same neighborhood for, for years and hung out a little bit, but also we always had good respect for each other. And that guy's just so much fun to have around, you know, it's just such a good, person a good vibe you know so um that part was easy um then styles i knew a little bit from amateurs obviously he was never on on any of our teams but um you know he was a, a big part of amateur racing so i knew him mm-hmm. um and then jaleek i would say jaleek and rj i knew the least yep. but i knew them they knew me you know so yep. um they were probably shocked as well um when i called them <laughs> yeah, but but very cool about it. And once I got in, I got to spend like the first three weeks because the guys were out here in California. So, you know, the, the, the sweet spot for me is at the track, you know, like yeah. getting up there at the supercross yeah. tracks and spending some time and just listening and trying to figure out how they think and how they work and how to get the, you know, the best out of them. So I'm, I'm obviously you never stop learning that side of people, but um, I think that that was a big part uh, of of like Jalik, you know, then Malcolm and Dean, and we we did some cool stuff at the track, and then just kind of eased in, and then once the series switched to East, and you know, I got to be around in RJ and Styles a little bit more, which was also was cool, and then uh, went from um, Arlington. We spent a week there, and, and at Alden's place in Baker Factory, and. Uh, obviously got to spend some real quality time there with them. So, um, kind of rounded out that whole thing, but it was, it was definitely a flash (laughs) that it all went down. And, uh, I was, you know, I was anxious, but happy and confident that, 
you know, the, the, the pieces had came together and, and felt good about it. And, re- and really, you know, I, I kind of tried to get everybody around at the team, you know, the Rockstar team, the crew, everyone, you know, when I first kind of popped up and just, you know, I'm, I was proud to be a part of that. Mm-hmm. I still am, you know, proud to have that opportunity and um, just to be a part of that crew that they just, they work so hard and uh, they push so hard to, to win races and uh, be good um, both on and off the track. So um, I just, you know, wanted them to know that, you know, I, I didn't take it for granted and just wanted to be part of that effort, you know? Yeah, absolutely. 702-586-PULP. You got a question for Nathan Ramsey, the new manager, new-ish still manager at uh, Rockstar NGS Kavarna, brought to you by Skosh. Skosh uh, Pulp 2022 is the code to save at Skosh. Um, yeah, so I guess a little bit more travel, Nate, with this gig. Uh, is that kind of maybe a downfall, yeah. a little more time away from the family? Well, I did. You know, I mean, you do think about those things when you, when you uh-huh. take something new like this. The amateur racing comes in chunks, you know. So, you know, when spring True. nationals yeah. go, I'm gone for about three weeks, you know. So I, in each time an amateur event goes, I mean, there's even the one just down the road here at Pala, which would be Cal Classic, you know, it's, it, it's every day for – four days you know yeah um and it's those days are long you know they're true seven in the morning and if there's not a protest you may get out of there by seven at night you know um so you know it, it's it's more often traveling but i haven't done the math but I, i'd say it's not as true. big of a difference in the long run because i was doing about 12 events plus once the futures was going i was adding some of that in there so um I mean, I'd say I was up to around 20 events, you know, and then some of them, like I said, were just so long. Um, True, yeah. So ultimately, then, you know, you look at my age and (laughs) my kid's age. Uh, I've got a 21-year-old daughter and a 19-year-old son, and, you know, daughter's at college and son is uh, working, graduated from high school, and my wife is, you know, busy working, you know, living out her, what she chased after being a nurse. And, uh, you know, it's a, it's a good position because once in a while, when she wants to, she can go and work at the Alpine star medical unit yeah, and right. we can go together if we want. And so it, it, everything sort of lined up really nicely. And, you know, right. same thing with the whole right. KTM group, me, I'm I, like 15 minutes or less from you know, the office, you know, so I'm not driving all the way to Torrance or something crazy that's, probably unsustainable you know i'm like in a great position all the way around so i think the timing was good and i like i said i kind of had gotten past what happened with jdr and you know i think i was ready to get back into the pro side of things and and uh you know get that side of things going again sure you mentioned your age How, how old are you now nate 47. 47. Okay. Yeah. I was thinking yeah i knew a fair bit younger than me but i was thinking approaching late 40s that's that's awesome, dude. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and, and to have successful kids that are, that are, you know, contributing and off the school, that's the same thing with Creighton. Now he'll be 21 this coming weekend. So to have good yeah. kids and that are successful and doing what they're doing well, that's uh, it, it opens the doors to some new opportunities for you in life. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, I, I know we kind of walk through that together from different sides of the country with our kids, but yeah. um, that's the ultimate thing you want, right. Is happiness yeah. and success for your kids. Mm-hmm. And then, once you can, you feel pretty confident in that. You don't mind leaving as much, you know. Um, and the and the the, quick, the trip trips are pretty quick, you know. Yeah. If uh, if there's no extra, you know, press day or anything that you're going for, I mean, you're in, you're you. I leave on Friday. I'm I'm back on Sunday. I'm pretty tired, but 
yeah. come back. <laughs> that's uh, that's what I tell people too. They're like, man, uh, you sure travel a lot, Mathis. And you know, this is my twenty fifth year or something, right? Um, and I'm yeah. like, yeah, but yeah. when I was a mechanic, I'm going in Wednesday and I'm coming back Sunday, or I'm going in Thursday and coming back Monday after a Sunday build or whatever. I'm yep. a media guy mm-hmm. now. I'm in Friday night and I'm out Sunday morning. Like I, I still it's look a at it. Huge difference. Yes, I still look at it like, dude, it's not that bad. Yes, I'm traveling, but yeah, mm-hmm. I, I'm not gone for that long, you know. So it's, yep. it's, it's a big yep. difference. Um, Nate, you can be honest now because you're you're doing a different job. Bigger pain in the ass, Red Dog or Nick Way? I'm gonna say Nick. I'm gonna go with Nick. Yeah. Actually, no. Nick was Nick was very respectful. Not not. No, oh, Timmy wasn't. Timmy's that. not respectful. <laughs> I love it. No, 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 no. Oh. They both are. They both are. But um, and the, the cool thing about that, like even dealing with, you know, like people who've kind of been down that road and had some sort of success along the way, um, you know, Deegan, Nick, Ferry, like it, it, they kind of are are able to step back and see the big picture and don't yeah. fixate too too hard on any given moment. You know, um, so I think it actually makes it easier. Sure. Um, they yeah. know that a lap time, one lap time during a day, you know, at a spring national when you're 12 years old doesn't really <laughs> matter <laughs> right, as much right. as some of these parents think, <laughs> you know, or even during, you know, during the week at a track, you know, I, I just, I've had to talk so many parents off the ledge after one, one bad lap or one bad moto or whatever, you know, just trying to say, listen, like, this is just, this is part of the process, you know, like sometimes it doesn't go your way, you know? So, um, dealing with those guys has been fun and, and also easy, you know, I've spent so much time with those guys along the way anyway. Um, uh, we know each other so well. Um, but it, it is funny, like, you know, dealing with them on, on the level. And I will oh, say, I would love that. Like be, these are 25, 30 year old friends of yours. These are tight friends yeah. of yours. And yeah, now you're yeah. sort of making decisions for them or, or with them or against them or whatever. I love it. It's great. Right, right. So what I've noticed, though, is the, the coolest and calmest parent along the way, even if they get it, the closer it gets to turning pro, the stickier things get because everything <laughs> becomes more crucial. Every decision, every event, you know, every move you make is just like it's so easy to get to – overthink it because you care yep. so much you yep. know and as a yep. parent i know that side of it because even just mainstream stuff with my kids and mm-hmm. my you know my son does mainstream sports and then my daughter's all into dance and singing and acting you know so you know you just like oh man what if i make the wrong decision you know yeah. or, you know should i send them to this training facility should i send them to this dance teacher you know what i mean yep. like or yep. Get lessons from this coach for basketball. Whatever it is, it's just like it does. It's just you you can't help it. But and so the closer that gets to being real for them to move into a, a pro truck or make a pro debut, the more you start to analyze. You know, yeah. I just I've seen it, but I get it at the same time. So I would say Nick's further away, so he's he's been able he's to be cool. A he's easier. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's like, uh, you know, hey. Uh, I think I'm holding Vincent back because I, I can't get myself to commit like these other parents. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's hilarious. Like, oh, he's like, yeah. I think I, I think I really should do more and, and and you know spend more time take him to the track. You know, meanwhile he's at the track with the guys he's training. Yeah, yeah. you know. Dude, um, every time I go over hard. there, every time I go over there, there's fucking six bikes apart. 
and he's grinding <laughs> away at something or you know what I mean? He's like, well, the frame broke on that one and the swing. I'm waiting for a cylinder for that one and that one's down at Mitch's. So I got to take this frame onto that bike and these forks on going because we're going to Paris tomorrow. And I'm just like, oh, my God, Nick. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> and then old, poor old Nicole, she rolls out at some races I've been to, and she's, like, at the gate, like, yeah. okay. Uh, and I'm like, here, I got, I got it. I'll pack, I'll pack it. I'll help him. But <laughs> Vincent's, Vincent's pretty independent, so he likes to do some things on his own, which Nick Nick has, has done a good job with that, you know, yeah, raising yeah. him and um, letting him kind of make some of the decisions so that, when he is older, he doesn't need somebody to always make a decision for him. So. No, I tried. I tried to do a sticker deal with Vincent. He was way too hard to deal with. Way too hard to deal with. Oh it yeah, reminded yeah. me of his dad. Like just impossible to deal with. So I was, I was out. I tell so. you what, though, he loves it. Like Vincent, lo- he's a student of the sport, yeah. which is cool at that age to be that into it. And well, then, dude, but think about Nick. Donovan you know, got, you know, got, Nick. When Nick was, I mean, Vincent seems to me to be like his kit, his look, his yeah. details, and that, yeah. and that's Nick. That's which, as Nick you way. know, as yeah. you know. You oh yeah. Know? Yeah. Oh yeah. He's, he's, he cares about that. But the one who really is Nick's like OCD for cleanliness and looking super sick on the bike is Donovan. Oh, is Donovan one. like that? Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. He, he got that side of it. He's, he's less cares about the race, more cares about shining his bike up in between. And I was like, Hey, you missed the spot. And he's like, Gets all frustrated. Gets all mad. I went to yeah. I went to dinner with uh, Evan Ferry at Anaheim too. I think. Oh okay. And, I, yeah. and, I, and I'm at dinner with him on Friday night, and I'm just like Nate. I'm like, fuck my life. I'm old. I'm so old, Nate. <laughs> I, I, he's he. You know, I know. like I, I was holding him as a baby, right? And, and now I'm at dinner with this kid. His hat on backwards. He's talking about rappers and and racing. Yeah. And, and I'm just like, what the hell is going on with my life? Yeah. So. Oh my gosh. I know. I get it. And then when I'm talking and dealing with evan and you know we're testing and he's giving feedback and he's talking and i'm just like tripping out because his mannerisms and the things he does it's like i'm staring at like a young red dog yeah 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 totally it it really really trips me out like i I, sometimes i'm like dude stop doing that like it's just you sound too much like your dad (laughs) uh nathan ramsey on the pulp mx show brought to you by skosh pulp 2022 at skosh uh also too uh, i had a small Hand in Nate's success, Randy. I was the X-Brand goggle guy when he was over at JGR. So, wow. Oh, yeah. Oh, Building X-Brand yeah. goggles for Nate. Right. Do you ever have any dog hair in I your goggles? He probably did. Huh? He probably you did. Have <laughs> dog, dog hair in the goggles? <laughs> I don't remember the dog hair, but I did have a fog problem, but that was not with Steve. That was earlier. Okay, good. Earlier. Uh, oh, that was that was an X-Brand, though. I forgot. That was, yeah. that was uh, another Utopia. Brand. Oh, Ooh. yeah. Another brand. Not X-Brand. Not the quality that X-Brand is. Uh, yeah. No, but- I didn't have any problems. Nate, you've had such a great career on the bike, and I was kind of thinking about questions to ask you tonight, and I was like, like, okay, like, I'll ask Randy, Randy, what Nate do you remember as being, like, the most badass? Like, like what Nathan Ramsey year bike that he rode, he rode him a bunch, mm-hmm. do you remember being like, dude, he was so good that year? Because I think of four-stroke Honda days. Yeah. Guy almost won Pontiac, right? Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear about that because Red Dog fell over. Could, could have won it also. Um, <laughs> but who actually won it? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. We know yeah. who won it. Nathan, but, okay. Um, Go ahead. Uh, um, and uh, I think about the KTM mm-hmm. uh, days when he was uh, a Cherry's yeah. gear on a KTM four, 250 four-stroke. Yeah. Mitch Payton days. Yeah, Badass, right? Yeah. Pro circuit. Like, what do you think, Nate, as your, as your – 
peak or as what you know when you were just like really really good uh, Yamaha Troy too like yeah forget about that yeah. well I think blew up a lot but but or yeah. blew up a fair amount anyways um, yeah. you know what, yeah. what do you think Nate when you think about when you were just super on it I, you know I mean it's it's really hard to put my finger on a place where I felt the most confident and because I just like there was times in each of those little you know years that mm-hmm. you mentioned where there was moments when I was like, all right, this is it, you know, but trying to get that moment back and keep it the whole time was the, was the hard part. You know, um, I think that, um, you know, I, when I got to deal with pro circuit, I just remember this, the thought process of like going like, all right, you know, I got no more excuses. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I, it's all up to me, you know? And then the truth is then I got, the Honda deal. I felt the same way, you know, like, Oh crap, here we go. You know? Um, and then, you know, I made the conscious decision to, uh, ride the four stroke wave, you know, I kind of was the, I got advice from Bob Moore, who was my agent and, um, telling me they're going four strokes. The future is four strokes. And I, I was like, what? (laughs) Um, (laughs) but he was so right. Um, and he, you know, just encouraged me to, try to be on the forefront of that so man i if i really had to put my finger on it it, it was it was probably the honda days um there yeah. was a time right before i broke my femur going into the 2002 no 2004 wait 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 wait, wait. Well, let me think 2003 yep. season um it was right towards you know it was like november you know and you're you, a killer off season i was just feeling great and that was probably the most confident I was and ready. Like, like I felt, felt like I could win. Um, but I never got to put that on the racetrack cause it took me, you know, a year to get over, completely yeah. get over my steamer. But that led me to being able to ride the 254 stroke for Honda, which was also fun. And, you know, I never pointed out so, or up to that point. So mm-hmm. I was able to step back down into the lights class. So, yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. Honda, I, maybe I, Honda. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I would think Honda because for me, like I definitely remember the pro circuit days. Like you, you think yep. you've made it, right? When you go yep. to pro circuit, but then from that era, thinking that you know factory Honda is the pinnacle, right? So yep. I, I would agree with yeah. that. The, the, the question, yeah. uh, what I was thinking about when you're talking about the the um, pro circuit stuff. How about those running shoes, yeah. Mitch sent you? Right? And, That's a great and, story. And if, and if I remember the yeah. story correctly, like you were pumped. You're like, cool, I got some new shoes, yeah. right? Is that how it went on yeah. your end? Yeah. Yeah. Everyone else was all pissed and they wanted to like fight him over it. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm like a shoe whore, right? So I'm like, yeah, I, got some, I got some brand new Nikes. Like, yeah. Why are you guys so mad? Right. Oh. Yeah, Nick, Nick burned his, he said. He oh. took them out back and burned them. And then yeah. Nathan's like, sweet, yeah. new shoes. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't burn them. Let me have them. No, you know the rest of that story, right? No. What is it? Um, so Mitch bought those for us, yep. and he had a note in the box that said, hey, um, something along the lines of, like, here's, here's uh, a set of running shoes this might you know put these to use this might help with your program and that was it that's why it right. made everyone mad right right, right. Uh, so <clears throat> i was leading redbud national well this happened to me a lot back in the split fire days but <laughs> i'm leading the redbud national I had a pretty good lead and you know i was never 
known for leading outdoor <laughs> the, the the motocross stuff, you know. So this was a big deal, right? Yeah. I'm yeah. gonna get my first moto win here, and my spark plug tip broke, right? So my bike butter, and I finished, but maybe like six, which I used to literally weekly go to Glen Helen and finish motos with my tip broken because it would do it like so often. Okay. So after that race, I got a box and I packed up an NGK spark plug and I wrote Mitch a little note. Here's a little something that just might help your program. No way. Really? I swear. Oh my God. That is so good. Dude, that's ballsy. Yeah. <laughs> Did you? Yeah, but he, we, we had got to such a point yep. between, because we had been through some crap. And right, right. You know, we got to a point where we we had a, a, a lot of respect for each other, so I, I knew he would laugh at it. So, yeah, yeah, I remember at some point you were going to quit, or it was bad. Yeah. Like, like I don't know, I don't remember yeah. what the deal was, but he was yelling at you, and yeah. you were not taking being yelled at very well, Nate. Um, you know, some guys yeah, can, some, just, you know, yeah. yeah. I was just brought up like you give a hundred percent, like, and then beyond that, like you can't just keep yelling at somebody if they're already giving a hundred percent. You just need to figure it out, you know. Yeah, well, it's not working. And uh, I mean, I just lost it one day, and I was just like, I, yeah, I don't. If I win, I don't want to win for you. I don't want you to get the credit. You're the worst person I've ever met in my life. Wow. And blah, blah, blah. I just went off and yeah. back, you know, just kept. I said everything that I'd been wanting to say for a long time, and then. After that, that was it. He was he, he he pretty much left me alone and just trusted that I was working hard. Wow, yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was what he was trying to get out of me, though. You know, that was sort of his technique is mm -hmm. to push these guys, push his guys until they pop, and then see if they could, re you know, respond in the right way. So, yeah. I mean, I think uh, I I really believe. I don't know what it is now, but you know, he makes and made most of his guys so mad they they cry they're in tears they want to fight him or yep. something yeah you know yep no i know and there and then also he gets to a point and he's had that with some riders lately like once he writes you off like if like yeah. w what he does is if he doesn't care about you he won't talk to you that's it like he just won't he doesn't care anymore right so when he's yelling yeah. at you that means he cares about you and he sees something in yeah. you other guys i know yeah. he's been like i'm done <laughs> like i i don't like this yeah. kid i don't like his parents like i'm done you know so yeah. you know if he's yeah. yelling at you, he cares yeah. about you. It's because he's wanting yeah. you to achieve what's yeah. what, what your potential is. Yeah, yeah. What, what he, he sees, sees your potential in, it, right? in you so. is. Yeah, that's awesome yeah. about the spark plug. Yeah, that's, that's, that's so good, great. Dude. I didn't know that story. That's that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So might want to help your yeah. program. Uh, we got some phone calls yeah. for you, Nate, here uh, on the uh, Pulp Mech Show. Brought to you by Skosh. Uh, uh -huh. First up is Ty. Ty, what's going on? You want to talk to Nate about KTM four strokes? Yeah, so uh, when I think of Nate Ramsey, I think of like the early four-stroke KTM, the 250 SXFs. Yep. I actually still have two of them. I have an 06 and an 07, uh, and I actually still love riding those bikes, but I just wanted to like ask, like, I always thought they looked so badass back in the day, but like, I know you guys must have been making some crazy like changes to those bikes, so what were some of the biggest things you were working on? I'm assuming it would probably be like suspension. Yeah, I mean, it, it, suspension is a constant, you know, you're constantly working yeah. on that, chasing it. And I think, you know, there was a lot of benefit to the PDS system, you know. Um, but there was certain things like sharp edges and sharp whoops or big holes in like a hard outdoor track that was, you know, just 
the shock wouldn't move fast enough. It wouldn't move quick enough. So, um, you know, that, that was the biggest thing. We were constantly working on that side of things. And obviously back then they were very convicted that they didn't need to do a link leakage or anything like that. So, um, had to suffer through that. But I mean, that, that bike, those, cause I did Oh five and Oh six and that was a really good bike. I mean, it was carbureted obviously. And that thing never bogged, it never choked, mm-hmm. it never cut out, and it was fast. Uh, it was heavy. Yeah, I agree. It was a heavy cycle. Yeah. And, like, yeah, I don't so, know, for someone that doesn't ride supercross, like, tracks, right, I'm not riding these crazy whoop sections. Like, the PDS works fine for me, and, man, those motors last a while. I just maintain them. But, yeah, thanks for uh, taking my yeah. call, guys. I appreciate right. it. Thank you very much. Appreciate Thank it. Thank you. Yeah, uh, uh, Nate, you did develop some of these things. The Yamaha and the Honda and the KTM. You're right. You got in early with the four-stroke stuff, right? Um, yeah, I sure did. Yeah. Cherby's gear, too. God, they must have been paying you a lot of money back then, Nate. The Cherby's. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah, I, um, a Cherby's was cool. Um, you know what's funny is back when you – so I think we mentioned RRP at one point. Yeah. So when I was riding for RRP – and uh, this guy, Magnum Mike McConville out of Georgia, um, we did a deal with the Cherbys like the first like time they ever made gear. And I was so miserable. Timmy, Red Dog, used to make fun of me and call me a Power Ranger, which made it 10 times worse. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm never wearing a Cherbys again, ever. And then they showed me the money and I said, no problem. Yeah, no problem. Let's go. Nate also they wore Axo. numbers. Nate also wore Axo way after Axo was, was uh, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, and probably still so has you, some man. of that money. Yeah, yeah. probably yeah. still has some of that yeah. money. That's good. Yeah, I know for sure. I, yeah. I, I, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Hey, no. Red Dog wore a Cherries. What's he talking about? He wore. A, <laughs> oh no, I'm sorry. That was UFO. He wore UFO. Yeah, yeah UFO. Yeah, right. he didn't wear a Cherries, but. That was around the same time frame. I know. He thought his stuff was cool, oh, yeah. which it was. It was. <laughs> hey, he also remember he wore baggy JT gear one moto and it blew out his knee. <laughs> oh yes, what was that? What was that gear? That was JT. Oh JT. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, another I call. You said janky. Oh yeah. Well, it was janky. Uh, uh, <laughs> that's that's Nick Way janky. Uh, Seth's on three. Seth, what's your question for Nate Dog? Hey Steve, thanks for taking the call, man. Yep. Uh, Nathan had a uh, had a question. Now that you're a um, manager of the Supercross team, I was curious how you would handle a uh, a rider that's um, has like a really aggressive riding style. Somebody like like we've seen this year, Justin Barsha, Justin or Jason Anderson, um, somebody who is super fast, capable of winning races, but can get themselves into trouble, make some enemies, and get themselves into a bit of a hole in the championship and have to claw the way back. How, how, how would a team manager um, handle uh, an athlete like that? Yeah, that's a good question. Cause you got to work the balance because that aggressiveness and that, you know, that attitude that they have is makes them who they are and how they've got to where they're at. But I think it's the lessons, you know, that you got to remind them of, you know, I mean, if you, you mentioned Barsha, going back to the San Diego round where, you know, he, it probably didn't even phase him that he what went in pretty hard on Bogle, you know, and then that turned around and backfired for him later. You know, obviously that was a unfortunate situation, but it's like you really got to rein them in and just really talk to them about controlling their emotions. If you can channel that, direct it, you know, and, and know like, Hey, there's a time and place and, on the track when your emotions are high and you think you're making a good decision, that's not it. So you gotta, you, you gotta just 
really cover the basis of like, you know, managing a championship to get them to be able to look past the red when you know when they when they see red they got they have to kind of get blink blink and get out of it as quick as possible but it's just it's really taking notice of the situations and the things that have turned turned sour for them um you know along the way so uh but it it is that's a really good question and it's tough to do because you got to use that is what makes them special but at the same time you got to figure out how to get them to understand they need to control it, you know? Yeah, good, uh, yeah, good I, question. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I can see how it can be it can be difficult because, I mean, those guys know they're fast and obviously know that aggressiveness is just a strength that they have. But having a team manager come up and say, like, hey, can you tone this down or stop this? And I, I can see how that can create a little bit of tension between management and crew chief and, and rider and whatnot. So, that's a that's a tough yeah. job, Nate. I wish you all the best with it. But yeah, that's a that's a tough thing to rein in. Thanks for the call, yeah, man. Thank you. Sure. Thank you. Yep. Appreciate uh, it. Yeah. It, it, yeah. You're gonna probably be involved in that at some point um, this year, Nate. Oh, yeah. uh, before we wrap up, Josh Farisi, uh good kid, nice dad. Uh, he's sort of um, you know getting some backdoor help from you guys, and, and he's mm-hmm. doing pretty well. And I know you're a champion of this kid, aren't you, Nate? You're a fan. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He. He is, um, you know, he was with the Orange Brigade for, I mean, pretty much the whole time I was there. Um, yep. And just a great kid, great family, just very appreciative. You know, they sacrificed everything to get him in a position to where he could be successful as a as a racer, doing what he loves. And um, he's very talented. I mean, the kid is probably, um, you know, I, the skill set and, and the, the technique technicality that he has he probably was the the best that i've had on the you know on the team coming through uh and he was one of my most consistent riders so uh-huh. he was never really the guy to win a ton of championships although he did win some but he was my top three guy that i could always count on you know so we came through a lot together um and then you know being always riding a ktm and when this uh this opportunity presented itself uh with scuba really scuba walked into my office and we were talking about some things and he you know he was hurting for riders and i said i i got the perfect i got the perfect answer for you and mm-hmm. he's like what what are you talking about and i'm like josh Furries, let's give him a shot you know and then you know we we he, he, you know, he bought into it, went and got it approved, and uh, we put him on the bike, and he was like, yeah, this was a good decision. So oh, um, yeah. I just, I, you know, I pulled for the kid, and mm-hmm. honestly, this 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 kind of, uh, you know, factory backup situation uh, that Josh is in now was, was put together by Scuba. Um, he's, he's the one that wanted to have it set up like that, and we talked about it, and obviously with Scuba leaving, I wasn't going to, you know, change that situation i was happy happy to have josh be you know supported by us and um you know given the tools to make it happen so also if we ever get in a situation where we need a fill-in guy um you know Mm, yeah he's there and he's ready and he's already on the scene and he's racing and he he becomes uh you know uh, right under the tent branded you know athlete under the under the rig yeah it's easy it's a plug and play right absolutely yeah I kind of always I thought about that for years, you know, going like, why don't teams have a, a backup guy in their pocket? And I know some teams have had always like a go-to guy, but if you could figure it out to where it was feasible and you had the manpower to to support it, you know, I, it 
personally, I would have one for lights and 450 if I could, you know, put it together and make it right. The problem is you need them going racing. You know, yeah. you can't just have yeah. a backup guy sitting at home and all of a sudden, you know, everybody else is eight races in and then you throw them out there to the, to the dogs, you know? Yeah. So, um, I, I think it was important and he was, you know, young and, and, um, willing to have that sort of support and it it was better than you know jumping on you know maybe a second tier team or something like that and not having the the tools that he needed so um unfortunately he got a little injury you know come as he was building into the season and uh you know came in had to come into the east coast uh pretty much half cocked uh and he's just you know he's he's a smart guy so he's building and he's making the best of it and i think we'll see him you know continue to kind of climb the climb the charts there for positions nice uh well hey nate thanks for your time man i appreciate it we're taking uh taking a lot of your time up um congrats on the new gig and uh yeah happy for you and i'm glad everything's working out man thank you for coming on the show great yeah thank you guys it's uh it was fun and uh i guess i'll see you in in a couple weeks right yeah yep sounds good we'll see you in st louis man thanks nate all right. Thanks, guys. Later, Nate. All right. That's Nathan Ramsey, everybody. Somebody you've known for a long time. I yeah. thought it would be good to yeah, – I, cool, yeah. I was thinking of having him on last week because uh, mm-hmm. I knew he got the job and I hadn't caught up with him uh, lately. And mm-hmm. I was like, wait, Randy knows him from yeah, back in the day. Yeah. I'm like, so that will be perfect. Yeah. yeah, that's super cool. And I was just thinking about when he was speaking of, you know, who he'd ridden for and everything. Yeah. So now he's effectively working, you know, underneath Roger DeCoster, right, yeah. whom he rode for at Suzuki in 97, right? So yeah. – um, it's cool to see those things come full circle and, and people uh, reapply their wisdom yep. and what they've learned from various levels uh, within the yep. industry. So, yeah, super good guy. I've always admired Nathan, uh, the way he, uh, from a racer standpoint, yeah. but also how the way he lives his life. He's a good dude. He is a good dude. And I've had a lot of people tell me, this is more back when he was racing, mm-hmm. that when he started, he wasn't very good. No. And he literally really made himself into a Supercross winner, uh, a 250 champion. Yeah. Just, just wasn't very good. No, nobody had him picked for any sort of stardom, yeah. and the dude worked and, and grinded. Exactly, and I don't yeah. know the exact story, but I think, I think like he was riding. That would been a great question, but it, I think he was riding like C class, and maybe he did a little bit of B. Yeah. But at some point, he's like, "Look, if I'm going to do this, I just need to start racing the pro class because yeah. that's where I need yeah, there to was be." Something about and, that, yeah, yeah. Right? And, yeah. And if I don't go there and get my tail kicked by other pro riders, I'm never going to figure this out, right? So yeah. he just like skipped a, uh, a classification or yep. whatever and just jumped right in there, yeah. jumped in the deep end. And you have to admire that, right? Yeah, so. you do, absolutely. Uh, uh, Michelin Starcross 6 launching on Friday, motorsport.com, your local favorite local dealer. Let's give a set away. Let's do that. Can we do that? Yeah, it, but let's let's please let's do it before Jamie calls in. Okay, all right, sounds all right. good. Yeah, Jamie's not eligible anyways to win no. any prizes. Okay, good, good. Uh, uh, the Michelin Starcross 6, we're going to give a set away. Just make it easy. Um, pulp, contest at pulpamextro.com. Send us an email. Put mm-hmm. SC6 in the subject line. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm going to be very specific here yeah. because I'm going to eliminate you if you can't listen. Yeah. SC6 in the subject line. And, and this isn't me being super grumpy and, and edgy and problematic. This is Steve, but yeah. it's your show. Yeah. Yep. It's your show. And so. then, Randy, I need you. Wow, the obvious answer is 222. Exactly. That's what I was thinking. Do you have that many emails? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. Email number. 222 yep. will receive a new set of Michelin Starcross 6 tires for his or her bike. Fantastic. Yep. All awesome. right. Uh, contest at pulpmxshow.com. Thank you to uh, Randy for doing that. Uh, also, Randy Richardson brought to you by the folks at Michelin, but also, but also, 
Yes. Renthal. Yes. It's Randy Renthal, everybody. It's, I love it. I love it. Randy I like the, uh, Renthal. I like the 816 bin on all my vintage bikes. 816. 816, yeah. It's a CRF uh, 150 high. Oh. Yeah. It's a 7.8s. Okay. They make great products. They make that. They make what, Twin Wall. They make all that stuff, right? Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm sorry. I can't. Is it not okay for me to like one of their amazing products for my vintage bikes? No, it's fine. Okay, cool. Thank you. Randy Renthal, brought to you by Renthal, Renthal.com. Uh, please check them out. They got more titles than all the other brands combined. They got chains. They got sprockets. They got handlebars. They got all sorts of, they got vintage bike bars. They have twin wall bars. They got a lot of stuff going on. Folks at Renthal, Renthal.com. Fraction of a second, a few grams, a couple of millimeters. It all counts. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the winning world of Renthal. Get the Renthal logo on the screen. Of course I do. Good job. Renthal.com, you look at Honda, you look at Kawasaki, (laughs) you look at Red Bull KTM, they use Renthal. Why? Because it's great, and that's why they love it. Uh, Renthal.com, please check that out if you can. Randy Renthal brought to you by the folks at Renthal. That's his new name, Randy Renthal. Uh, we got the uh, uh, Race Tech Rant coming up as well. I want to thank the folks at Maxima Mm -hmm. and your buddy Robbie. Yep. Uh, If Maxima ever needs... If they're low on anything, to ship your distributor. Yeah, if they have like, if they need a uh, East Coast warehouse. Yeah, uh, I know where there's one on the top of Paris Mountain in Greenville, South Carolina. Yeah, Robbie, our buddy Robbie, uh, mm-hmm. you're yeah. you're no good, buddy Robbie. Has so much Maxima. Yes, I think he uses the pulp coat. Uh, he, does, no, he yeah. does. Pulp yeah, twenty code to does, save. Yeah. Uh, nine twenty seven. What do you run in the two strokes? What do you run for two stroke mix? Mm. Some 927 occasionally. Yeah. Okay, because uh, it's a little too pricey for you, or the high revving doesn't deserve the 927, or what? what? No, so I'll, I'll use that. Sometimes I'll use some Motul. I mix oh. it up a little bit. Okay, yeah. all right. Mm-hmm. Uh, number one selling performance two-stroke oil in most markets around the world, uh, the 927 Maxima. Uh, proven performance, unbeatable protection, and it's still the greatest smelling two-stroke oil on the planet. Agreed. Uh, yeah. If you've got a four-stroke, they uh, have their new four-stroke oil that the uh, teams like Monster Cowie and Monster Energy Pro Circuit are using. Entirely new peak system, uh, and unique and exclusive to Maxima. They have SC1. They have mm-hmm. contact cleaner. They have suspension clean. they got grease. Mathis in a can. Mathis in a can. Oh, MaximaUSA.com. Uh, great company. Great oils. Uh, Pulp20 code to save as well. As well. Pulp20 code to save at ProFilter.com. Uh, they are pre-oiled, ready to use uh, air filters for everything from street bikes, dirt bikes, side-by-sides, and more. Uh, and I simply love taking the filter out of my Blue Crew and throwing it away and putting in a brand new oiled ProFilter. And as much as you've been riding, is that probably two yeah. a year, maybe three uh, a year? No, two, three times a week. Okay. Yeah. Oh, uh, wow. yeah, yeah. Riding that much. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Profilter.com, Pulp20 at checkout. Uh, if you haven't heard of Profilter, maybe you've been roosted too many times, please check that out. Uh, Profilter and Max at Maxima, MaximaUSA.com. The code is Pulp20 to save. Use the codes. Get yourself some oil and some filters. Please. Thank you. And it's now time. <laughs> <laughs> David Bradshaw's bike I just fucked up. What's up, Jamie? Just enjoying show 500, man. It's been great so far. Oh, no, no, no. That is fake news. (laughs) Do not let the man in the Michelin shirt fool you. That is a great shirt, by the way. People on YouTube love it. If anyone would recognize fake news, it would be you. Uh, you, Can you get this fucking coffin of hair (laughs) off my desk? It doesn't belong to me, man. It belongs to your brother. He wanted it. He got the coffin made. He wanted to put on his mantle. Why do I have it? I don't we want this. We already had the discussion. It I don't freaks, have an answer it for you. It freaks me out. Here's what I'm going to do. Yeah. Here's what I'm going to do. Okay. So, you know, tomorrow morning, Yeah. Uh, I'm leaving here. 
leaving Vegas, driving down to Paris Raceway to prep for our press launch. Oh. So where do I drive on the way? Right by the high desk. Yes. Yeah. Like, so if you'd like for me to, I will gladly take that and drop that off at Keepers. Please do. Okay. Yes, thank you. And take the remote as well. I think it's somewhere yeah, I was looking. There. I was looking for how to, how to get that thing blinking or going. Uh, on the bottom. It's on the bottom. Oh. oh, no, on the bottom of the coffin first. Oh, really? And then the okay. remote works. Yeah. Oh, gosh. So That's it is cool. super creepy to have this thing here. I don't want it on my desk. I don't want to, like, yeah. So, there you go. Really? Wow, that's pretty cool. So, that's, I'm going to take I that. Want it. I don't want it either. All right. You know, we got another haircut, though, like, since we did it. You got another, you know, you tied yeah. it up. That's the thing. You kind of have to, right? Yeah. Yeah. If you leave it with the yeah, 90s. Steve's costing me money now. Yeah. Well, you could, you could, to offset the cost of the haircuts, you could, you could, I'm just saying you could sell that bike if you ever get it, right? <laughs> yeah, I guess. Hey, I'm going to get it. Yeah, we race Rider D. We'll get there. And in addition to the set of Michelin Starcross six tires that we're giving away to email number contest. 222. Contact. Contact. Contest. Contest. contest, contest at com. Yep. With SC6 in the subject mm-hmm. line, right? Mm-hmm. Um, in addition to those, Dark Side, I definitely want to dial you in with a set of Michelin Starcross six tires for the YZ250, if and when you ever get that. Well, when you drop the cough on a hair off, mm-hmm. Jamie's bike is in that garage. Okay. So if you, if, if you have the tires, you could just lay them mm-hmm. right there, and Chris Kiefer can uh, give okay. them to Jamie. Yeah, I didn't think that far ahead. I did think far ahead enough to bring you some Michelin bicycle tires today. Thank you. Right? Yes, thank you. Some Appreciate DH34s that. from yeah, here. Nice. But, uh, but I didn't think about that, so my bad okay. on that. Uh, I guess nobody – yeah, we didn't, we didn't really tell you, so – uh, no worries. Michelin Bicycle, proud yeah. sponsor of the wrap-up show. Uh, sponsor. Or, or sponsor. Or sponsor of the wrap-up show. Yeah. yeah. Guts Racing, Seal Savers, Motorsport.com. Yeah, all of them <laughs> on board. Who's on the show this week? Uh, Marks. Oh. Oh, wow. Wow. Mark's dog doing double duty. And, He's a genius. And, uh, my guy, TJ. I'm a genius. He's a genius. Nice to have a genius on the show every once in a while. And double duty. That's uh, good. Yeah, yeah, it should be good. So Randy's going to be on for 500. He's doing the wrap-up for 500 with oh. Nick from Moto Limited. Oh, you, so you actually, yeah, you, you've got some special guests for the wrap-up of the mm-hmm. 500 also. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, yeah, we've got to do it right. We've got to keep pace with the Pulp well, Show. What do you think of RC and MC? Had I told you that already? Did you know? No, and I people have been asking me, and I didn't want to know. I wanted the surprise. Oh, so you okay. have not told me, no. Okay. And what, I had a feeling RC was probably a lock, and then – I figured it was either McGrath or Chad. Okay. And so thoughts on that? So, beyond jealous. Um, I, I know where you live, so if you're knocking knock at the door, please answer. Okay. All right. Fair enough. How's the- yeah, it's going to be killer. It's going to be really fun. Yeah, those two guys are going to be great. And Daniel Blair and JT have history with both those guys, too, so that'll be great. Yeah. I'd be, I'd be there careful. There really is nobody cooler than McGrath. Like, I mean, just yeah. he exudes – is that the right word? Exudes yep. awesomeness. He does. He, he, it's going to be great. And I think they're buddies a little bit. They're not certainly like bros, but they're in a good right. spot now where they're friends. And, and they can, and like the JT said earlier, the pressure's gone, long gone for both of them now. You know? Uh, yeah. So let the stories come loose. So um, how's the Pony Pod doing lately? Uh, the Moto X Pod show is doing well. Yeah. We, we okay. had Zacho last week. Oh. Um, so we beat you to that. But okay. you beat me to Nathan Ramsey. Because I've been trying to get him on for about six weeks now. 
And what is he? Does he not no. answer, or what happens? No, he's like, man, it's been really busy this week. Let's try to push it. We kept pushing it, and then uh, I did not ask him this week, and you got him. Oh wow! Well, you know, yeah. With me in studio, uh, you yeah. gotta, you know, yeah. I understand. How can, say no, right? how can Nathan say no? Right. right. So, does that bum you but out? That, that does that bum you out, Tony? Like that he comes on mine. That and, you got him, or that he said no? Uh, that he says or, no, and then does another show. No, not really. Like I understand your relationship with him. He knows you better, and right. In you know, he said yes, and then he just kept pushing it. So like, I right. feel like eventually he'll do it. So, yeah. No, yeah. Not really. I mean, okay. Yes, I am a little bummed, but not like Ryder bummed. But right. it's not like it's not like Steve having A Ray and Raper on after they've been on swap and told the whole story. Yeah, it's not yeah. like it's that yeah. right. It's not I, that I not much of a bummer. Right. Right. I I'll see a guest on another podcast show, like you know, just a headline or something, or, mm-hmm. or you know, whatever, a, yeah. a social media tweet, and I'll be like, shit, like not that the guy turned me down, but that I didn't think of that, whoever yeah, that yeah. was, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, like I'll be like, oh, that's I should have thought of that one. You know what I mean? So. uh there definitely are times like that where I'm like, ah, I missed that one, you know. So. Yeah, yeah. You, you, the the Devin Raper A Ray last week was one of those like that. Like I kind of knew, I figured you'd get A Ray anyway, so I didn't even ask. Right. You know, yeah. You kind of have a, you sort of have a a system. You try to get a guy, usually a winner, from the night from the Saturday before, and you kind of have a, I kind of know that who not to go for normally week to week. Right. Right. Well, okay. So um, but we had Hunter on last week. That was good. So you know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's going good. I appreciate you asking. You know, usually you're just making fun of it. The Pony Pod, you mean? What? Or the, yeah, 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 yeah. The, well, pony, you know. yeah, the Moto X Pod show. Yeah, the yeah. Pony Pod. Whatever. Trying to, trying to promote. Yeah. Uh, all right, so a couple things. Uh, Christian Craig, he signed a two-year deal. I've been told, and I don't know who with. Do we have any ideas? Like you don't think he's staying with Star? I think he's staying with Star. I don't know. Wouldn't that be the obvious answer? Maybe Scoops. Does she, she ever call in anymore? She hasn't called in, no. Dang, I bet she knows. I bet, oh, Scoop, Sinjin, I bet Scoops knows. Sinjin Scoops. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I don't know. Well, we got to figure this out. Um, well, call him up. He'll probably answer. Well, uh, I've been texting with him. He wants me to find oh, okay. out. He, you know, he, he's, he told me that usually I know before the riders do. So he's true. very happy that I ha- that he has this over me. Have you tried your technique where you just text somebody and be like, "Hey, so I, yeah. I heard that." Yeah, you know, I, tr- I tried that. Yeah. With, yeah, I tried that with somebody, and um, <laughs> I I, uh, I got shot down on the the idea I had. So, um, all right, but I'll work on it tomorrow. One thing I'm not working yeah. on it when I'm in Cabo. Not working on it there at all. Dude, jealous of that so, too. You know what? Yeah. Um, is he Sammy? Is he is he there? I don't know if he's there. Yeah, he was just here in Vegas last week. Uh, so maybe yeah. he'll go to Cabo. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. So. Yeah, you just went and saw him recently, didn't you? Oh, yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. The original and still best lead singer of Van Halen. I don't know well, how you would say Not the original. That's, yeah. That's fake news. Yeah, it's original to me. Run of the mill here at Paul <laughs> You know what I mean? Right. I would think that if anyone would recognize fake news, it would be you. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, anything else, Pony? Man, that's about it. Just wanted to promote the wrap-up show yeah. this week, and it's going to be good. So, yeah, Mark's is always good. TJ's. Decided yeah. to get to do something with Pulpermex. So one, uh, one more few or one more hour that Marks will not be devoting to the app. He'll be on the, the wrap up show. Can we knock TJ yeah. out and get and get Damien on to to be on with me? <laughs> oh. Let's talk about how awesome the, gen- the genius guy. Yeah, yeah. No, he's TJ getting bumped again. He TJ's said a lot in studio. Damien said the guy in the corner, and you're not in the corner. Yeah, Talent. Listen, 
I know what he meant. There's a lot of hey, you're in the corner. Tom. There's a lot of in a house this big. There's a lot of corners, right? Talon so gets see to where be he, the goat. Like, what do you? What more does he want? Talon six time, six time the goat. Shorty says he's fast. Yeah, yeah. Just live, it's, just it's live like, in that yeah. life right now. I'm big deal in Russia. Big deal. <laughs> now, now it's probably not the time for that. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Uh, uh, all right. What else, Pony? All right. That's all I got, man. Just want to call in and promote it. Appreciate it. Randy doing a good job, man. Enjoy it, as with, always. And, with, uh, without, the, the without the Michelin Bicycle Tire sponsorship of the wrap-up show, it might not still be going. No, it wouldn't so, have. Yeah. So. That's, uh, my understanding is that's where uh, the, the very, very slight race raise, right? The very slight increase. Basically same dollar value as the previous year, right? That went – you passed that straight along the dark side. I did. And, and I admire that. Um. I did pass along the dark side, yeah. and when you say very, very slight, I, I, I think I take offense to that. That's, that's a lot of money. No, no, no. The increase amount, yeah, it's basically the same dollar it, amount. It's, it's kind of like basic. It was same, six figures. Basic same square footage. This, six figures. I missed a few of those figures then. Yeah, it was, wow. it was Steve. Well, Steve's counting the know? two on the right side of the dark yeah. side. Yeah, he's yeah. counting yeah. those two. Yeah, those he's, are figures. It's okay. obvious. I those mean, are figures. You know what I mean? You can't just round off. This house is basically yeah, yeah. the same square footage. Basically. It's 300 square foot more. Mm-hmm. So, um, yep, that is basically the same. Did you see the guy with the shirt at the live, at the live show? Yes. Oh, I saw it, I saw it somewhere Did on the post. Did you see that? that? Yeah. Oh, I saw it. It's yeah. great. Yeah. I'm going to get one. Oh, God. I'm going to wear it. <laughs> I, I, had, I had security escort him out. I'm, I'm going to wear it for show 500. So, have security uh, escort me out. Right. Uh, all right. Uh, the Pony Pod, check it out. And the wrap-up show as well this week, Wednesday. All right. I do have one question. The thing I texted you about for the Yamaha LCQ thing, is that going to happen, or do you know yet? What did you text me? What was it? Uh, the possible whole shot situation. Oh, yeah, we're going to do it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Hannah cool. Ray. Hannah Ray, mm-hmm. the lovely lady who sponsors Logan Carr now, is putting up $1,000 for the LCQ whole shot award in Denver. I'm starting an OnlyFans. Yep. That's ridiculous. Yeah, right. We're giving away more money. Thank you, Hannah Ray. It's fantastic. Yep. These riders. She seems pretty cool. Yep. yep. Her boyfriend is a listener, I guess, and watches the races and that. So she is actually a fan. She knew what was going on. So that's kind of cool. Well, good. Yeah, good for her and good for these riders for getting 1000 bucks from her for the whole shot award. So yep. I, my money's on Joan Cross. Joan. 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 I'll take Joan Short. Joan. All right. All right. See you guys. All right, Thanks, Side. Thanks, right. buddy. Thank you. Hold on. Hold on. Uh, Race Tech. Pulp 22 is a code to save with Race Tech. Great guys. Get your motor work or suspension work done. Randy, you ride modern bikes. You ride old bikes. Mm-hmm. You ride whatever bikes mm-hmm. that someone will let you ride. Yep. And having motors and suspension done right, working well, is half the battle. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't serviced your suspension, you're an idiot. You need yep. to get your oil changed, get your bushings done, get your bike working better so you enjoy it better. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and all of that. And the Race Tech can do that. They're privateer proven over the years, too. The guys at Race Tech will dial you in. Just tell them you, you listen to Pulp. They'll give you a Pulp discount on springs for your weight and or speed. Yep. And uh, a motor work done as well. The Solitary Yamaha guys, the Zombie Blows, uh, a lot of teams using um, Race Tech uh, SGB Maxis as well. Great conversion kits for yes. the older forks. The emulator. Uh, yep, emulator. emulator stuff. So that's they, what I have in, in my vintage bikes. And, they sell uh, a ton of those. Yeah they, yeah, they work really, really well. They install well, uh, improve the performance and the balance of the bike for sure. So uh, love the Race Tech stuff I have. Yep. Okay, Race Tech rant. Um, so 
I hope it's not about how bad that sushi was. Well, sushi was fine. Okay. Was it bad? Uh, oh. So it's okay. It was good. Okay. Fine. So uh, I was a 20-year customer of Hertz rental cars and did me well over the years. Uh, no problems. You know, whatever. It's a rental car, right? Mm -hmm. Blah, 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 blah. 20-year mm -hmm. customer. And then the pandemic hit and those jerk-offs either didn't have cars or had ridiculous rates. I mean, ridiculous rates. And because what they did was they parked their cars, right? Like during the pandemic when yeah. no one was traveling, they took their cars and they sold them off to make mm -hmm. money. And so they had a very limited supply of cars. And so the demand went up and the prices mm -hmm. went up. On top of that, they're a hundred year company. And when the pandemic hit, like I think three months into the pandemic, they filed for bankruptcy. Like if Pulp MX crashed tomorrow, which it could. It's good. No well, this fucking guy could crash it. No, he could save it, but go ahead. No, he would crash it on his own. Like he could he, save it, he, but go ahead. Oh, well, he could. Yeah, like he could just crash mm -hmm. everything, right? Mm -hmm. uh, crash it, then save it. That's the, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, the exactly. Plan. Yeah. That's the plan. I, I, I the don't know what now. happened, but I Steve, I think now. I can save yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. Uh, I am in charge now. Um, so if Pulp MX crashed tomorrow, I have three months of savings to you know get me through things. Mm -hmm. But this hundred year. Yeah. multi-million dollar corporation <clears throat> couldn't make it three months before declaring bankruptcy. Okay, so that's the kind of clowns they are. Okay, so declared bankruptcy, trying to rape me for cars. Fuck you, I left, right? I'm done you with Hertz. That, you showed them, didn't you? Well, not really. I doubt they care. But if you want to Google like Hertz, they have some horrific claims right now like going on because they were just screwing people over during the pandemic. Really? It's gnarly, yeah. You raped her. So I left Hertz. JT, should have got him on the line. Mm -hmm. I love Avis. Come to Avis. They're great. Okay, no problem. Get started with Avis. Uh, started last summer during the Nationals. Didn't really pay much attention to anything. Everything was fine, normal. Shuttle buses, prices were back normal. My experience with Avis was fine. Mm -hmm. um, dropped car off, walk off, you know, walk yeah. out of the plane. Don't see my name on the board, grab a car. Yeah. Somewhere along the line, this, uh, yeah, this Supercross season, maybe, no, it started when I went to Club MX to go see Phil and those guys. That's when it started. So like okay. November, I decided to start looking at my receipts yeah. at Avis. Never really looked at them before. I mean, That'd be nice to have that kind of money. Like, like for me, like I'm spending. Well, I see the charge. I see the charge. Okay, all right. But I don't, you know, I'm, I'm not like look at the totals or, yeah, or yeah. what the itemized things right. are. Gotcha. I'm not okay. really looking. I book it for a rate yep. and like, cool. That sounds like an okay rate. Mm -hmm. I look at my receipt from Club MX, and there's a 16.99 fuel charge on there. Okay, I return the car full. Yep. I'm like, huh? That's weird. Call Hertz. They took it off. Okay, all right. That's 20 minutes of my life. I'll never get back. But whatever. No problem. I start renting in Supercross. Now I'm looking at my receipts, and they have 16.99 fuel charge on there, and I'm returning the car full because that's what I did with Hertz. Like, because mm -hmm. you know, Randy, you don't sometimes drive yeah. the car. You don't drive the car long enough to put 17 dollars of gas in. Maybe now you do with the prices now, yeah. but generally speaking, <laughs> you put five bucks in, six bucks in, whatever it mm -hmm. is. You've certainly done it long enough. So, I I look like week six of Supercross. I'm like, holy shit, 16.99, 16.99, 16.99. And even someone who's as bad at math as you are, you could add that up to realize that's a substantial amount of money. Absolutely. Okay. I'm not Marks. I can't afford to throw that money away. Nope. So I call I call Avis and they're like, Yeah, there's nothing there's nothing you can do. 
I say, in my options, there's there's a fuel option there. Like, do you want us to refill the car? Um, they, and I said, it's not checked. So I'm not requesting this. I, I, I will fill the car, car up. And I don't want any insurance because I have it through my insurance company, my credit card. You know, I don't want anything that you offer. Everything's not checked. And they go, yeah, uh, sorry about that. They refund me all the money. You know what I mean? Okay, all right. Happens again. Now I'm mad. Now I call again the next week. And they're like, oh, yeah, sir. Uh, so this is – neither of the other two people told me this. This is now the third time I've talked to Avis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sir, uh, anytime you drive under 75 miles, there is a charge for the fuel because we assume you're not going to put fuel in. And I say to them, okay, I just put fuel in the car. It was 7 bucks, mm-hmm. and you charged me 17 And so How much th- is that? That's 10 $10 difference. I, char- I paid seven. They charged yeah. me 17. Okay, so how much is that total? 24. Good job. Okay, so just I checking. say to them, well, look, the guy who takes my car, because I'm dropping it off and mm-hmm. I'm just walking away, yeah. or there's nobody there because it's balls early in the morning, mm-hmm. right? And all the guy has to do is turn my car on and see that the fuel is full and then we're good, right? They have to turn it on to check the mileage to see that you drove under 75 miles, right? Thank you. Thank so you. they can look at the fuel gauge at the uh, same time. Thank you. So, um, the guy says to me, there's nothing we can do if you drive under 75 miles. That is corporate policy. We will fill it up for you. And I said, but I just put seven in and you charged me 17. So I'm not, I'm getting ripped off, you know. Sorry, sir, that's a policy. What you can do, though, sir, is put your receipt for the gas on the dash the next time and they will see the receipt. Well, you need that for your, like I would need it no, for an expense report. I, have, I put everything okay. in my credit card, okay, gotcha, so it's gotcha, fine. Okay. Um, um, but yeah, you're right. If you did need the actual yeah. seat for co- corporations. Like, yeah. So Seattle, fill it up, put the receipt on the dash, walk away. Those fuckers charged me again. <laughs> they charged me again. Yeah. I call today and I, and I go off on the guy again and I'm, I'm semi-polite where I'm like, look, sir, I know it's not your fault. I know you're not doing it personally, mm-hmm. but please understand that I, first of all, how many fucking people don't look at the receipts and get charged $17, right? Yeah. And how much money is Avis making yeah. off $17 off nobody who looks at their receipt? A yeah. lot, I bet. Yeah. The guy on the phone yesterday, I said, I was told to put the receipt on the dash. So that's what I did. Mm-hmm. Guy said again, no, sir, I don't know who would tell you that. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they told you that. It is a company policy to anything under 75 miles, you get charged $17. Mm-hmm. I said, that is complete bullshit. You're stealing money. From people, you're mm-hmm. absolutely stealing money. I said my my gas option is not checked, and there's and, and I'm filling the car up. Sorry, sir. And I'm just like, wow. I said this is really what you guys are gonna do. He said I can give you a fifty dollar credit if you would like. And I'm like, that's good for three rentals. Yeah. And then what? Yeah. Like you know what I mean? This, three that so, they already owe you for. Yeah. Right? yeah. So this is Randy. This is a uh, the, the, this is my third or fourth phone call. I've probably been on phone, an hour. My, my life mm-hmm. for Havis, Avis dealing with these guys. Mm-hmm. So I called you. I text JT. I'm like, you motherfucker, these fucking guys. He goes, yeah, dude, you got it. You got to get him to take the option off. I said, they said, there's no option. <clears throat> they said, there's no option. He goes, trust me. I know I've been yelling at these guys. This is JT. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, I've been yelling at him too. He goes, you just got to call and get it. T-. I'm like, I'm not doing that every single week. I am not calling Avis every single week to get him to take 6099 off my car. Like I have better things to do. So anyways, Fuck you, Avis. I'm done with Avis. Now I got a new rental car company. I've been told National is okay. I'll try National, I guess, now. No? 
National's good. Yeah. Oh, National's good. Yeah. Okay. So I guess now I got to try National. The point is, is I'm going to call Arthur Draper. He's not going to be able to help me, but he'll know somebody who can help me. Yeah. I am suing Avis. Yeah. I am going to do a class action lawsuit against Avis because. That is complete, if I were, complete well, bullshit. Yeah, but coming from you, it'd be more of a no-class-action lawsuit. All right. <laughs> That's my race tech rant. It's a pretty good one. I can see you're, you're frustrated. Just, you know what I mean? While you work in corporate America. Yeah, which, <clears throat> yeah, and, and there's benefits to that and challenges to that. Uh, can you imagine how much money they've made oh. on people that have no fucking idea yeah. they're getting charged $17? Mm-hmm. And or it's costing them, or people do know that if you drive under 75, mm-hmm. you don't have to fill the car up, mm-hmm. but it's actually only $4 in gas, and they're getting, they're making $14. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. like... There's breakage there either way, yep. So, and then the guy told me over $75, 75 miles to 100 miles is eighteen ninety nine. Yeah. You know what I mean? They have different tiers. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like... Holy fuck. And there's nothing you can do. You can't. Well, when you get the. Like, so it hurts for 20 years. Yeah. They just. When they check the mileage. Yeah. They check the fuel. Mm-hmm. And you don't get charged. Yeah, exactly. And you ever thought about just driving around for a while? Maybe pop yeah. in some Van yeah, Halen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. Drive, just drive yeah, around the city. Something. Definitely. I'm going to wake up at four in the morning yeah, before my flight not? and do a, do a circle of the 275 of the yeah. local just city. Circle, right, circle, right. circle, circle around. But yeah. uh, I, I, I just, I cannot believe that this is <laughs> legal and accepted. Yeah. And the, Hertz, Avis <clears throat> can go fuck themselves just like Hertz. Yeah, it's it's uh, and and I'm on a bit of a different side of that. So Michelin would would negotiate like a corporate rate with. Yeah. Uh, we were with National for a long, long time. Then we actually went to Hertz for a few years, yep. and then now we're back with National as as a primary thing. So, um, so that's one thing. Recent race tech rant for me. Yeah. So had some business travel, right? So I go through our uh, our offsite uh, travel agency. So book flight hotel, rental car, all through this one yeah. process, yeah. right? Yeah. Go online, yeah. pick everything, right? And then my business travel in the midst of that changed. So I just called the local hotel and the the hotel where yeah. I had a reservation. Yeah. Hi, Randy Richardson, checking in this date. I've had some business travel changes. I need to cancel. You know, it's within this time. Yep. Uh, thank you. Um, I have no problem canceling. I would love to be able to help you. However, I can't because you booked through. Yeah. A third party. Yeah, a third party. So then I call our the travel agency yeah. that we have to work through and go, yeah. hi, this is a circumstance, this situation, this and that. Okay, well, sir, you'll need to call the hotel. <laughs> and I'm like, uh. I'm like, okay. I was thinking you would tell me that. Uh, this lady's name is Krista. She's the manager at this hotel, and she's okay with me canceling, but she needs you to call because you made the reservation. So would you please call yeah. her? I'll hold. Yeah. And then – doing what I'm doing, working the whatever, 45 minutes later, I'm, she's still on hold. I'm, I'm waiting. They're not answering. Has heavy thought to hang up and call back. Yeah. And then, so short story long, just today I finished up, uh, an expense report for a few weeks of travel. Yep. Lo and behold, dinged $153 for that hotel Yeah. that I tried from both avenues to cancel. Yeah. Yep. Couldn't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's, it's frustrating because honestly, in today's world, there's not, uh, there's more customer disservice than customer service, right? Um, people just don't seem to genuinely try to help you resolve anything, right? I can't believe Avis is allowed to do this. 
Yeah. I can't believe that's a company policy, and there's you nothing wait, they can do. You wait till they hear from Arthur Draper's friend, whoever that is. Yeah. Yeah. Arthur Draper, uh, yeah. he'll take the time to know you and take mm-hmm. the time to know you personally. Mm-hmm. He only gets paid if you get paid. He's Arthur a moto Dra- guy. He's a moto guy turned attorney. Yeah. And uh, he's pra- licensed to practice in a couple of states. Mm-hmm. And ArthurDraper.com for more information. Yeah. Let me know how that plays out. <laughs> now, what, uh, what we, plays out? How, how the, the lawsuit. Oh, the, the lawsuit. lawsuit. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, Arthur, yeah. Arthur will dial me in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Be good. Unbelievable. That's my yeah. race tech round of the night. Yeah, we each. Fuck what, you, what, Avis. What fuck we, you, Hertz. What would we each do? He, he would probably try to somehow steal the gas and then right. take it back with him on the airplane. Yeah, we it, were. Put it back in his bike. We were at dinner on uh, after the live show on Friday night, and we were. I said, let's do credit card roulette. We are at Applebee's. There's a lot of us. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, and uh, we said. Wait a minute, you went to an Applebee's. Yeah. It's the only place open. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Only place open. <laughs> go ahead. So, we we were making a joke that if we just got we were we were right by a busy highway. We made a joke that if we just card got pulled, he would just get it from the table and walk into the highway, walk in the freeway, <laughs> just like just all quiet and just even though just it's get certain, run over. Even though it's a racer X card, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't He's care. Still, wow. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. care. So yeah, that was my uh, that was our joke. So, uh. Yeah, that's my race tech around the night. I cannot believe they're allowed to do this, and Avis can go fuck themselves along with Hertz. Uh, Ride Engineering, ridedestengineering.com. Uh, pulp, tw- pulp Fan 20 is a code to save with Ride Engineering. Great company. They got uh, clamps on the uh, on the uh, AJE gas gas team, among others, out there, and they've done really good things. To address the changes Yamaha made to the rear caliper, Ride Engineering is a new YZ, YZF brake, rear brake line available for all 2022 YZ models. We're aware of other brands not updating this application as the previous year's brake line will fit, but the caliper guard must caliper guard must be removed. Ride rear lines go for $57.95 and will improve the performance and feel of the rear brake. Even if there's nothing wrong with your stock line, this thing will work. Uh, so please check out ride-engineering.com. Pulp Fan 20 is the code to save. Um, with uh, with those guys, Ryan's on two with a rental car story. What's up, Ryan? Uh, hey, how's it going? Good. Uh, yeah. So, uh, budget car rentals, I believe, was the name of it. Budget, maybe I'm not for sure on the name, but I went to a city where marijuana was legal, and I bought myself a bag of gummies. Well, I leave the bag of gummies in the car. Nobody smokes in the car. I'm not stupid. It's a rental car, right? And I get charged with a $700 rental fee because they said I smoked in the car and then there was evidence and it clearly was gummy bears on this evidence that they said. And there was nothing they would do about it. That was yeah, the end of it. That's where I just declined just the charges the on my credit card. I just declined my yeah. credit card changes. I had a problem with... Uh, I think it was a hotel. I don't remember what it was. Maybe it might have been Hertz at some point. Uh, and I just declined the charges. And I'm like, find me. You know, eventually they got a hold of me. And eventually I, I got satisfied, but I wasn't getting my problem resolved. And I'm like, yeah, screw you. I'm not paying at all. You know what I mean? Like, until until we deal with this issue, I don't even remember what it was. I think it was in Orlando for the COVID crosses. Huh. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, that's a, that's a good story, Ryan. These guys are brutal, man, for sure. So, thanks. Uh, appreciate it. Y'all have a good night. Thank Been you. a great show so far. Thank you. I've smoked the tires in rental cars before, but never, right. but never got a smoking charge. Yeah, I'll tell you what I did do one time. Mm-hmm. Went into uh, a cruiser Harley event thing. It was in Iowa. So flew into Iowa, picked up a rental car, drove north out of town to this event, was there for the weekend or week long, whatever, came back in town. A week or two later, I get a uh, bill in the mail. It's a fine. I'll just go walk around. Make yourself at home. 
Uh, so I get a bill in the mail, and it's a picture of a Jeep that's headed north on Interstate whatever, right? And I'm like, it was a $75 fine. I'm like, what in the heck is this, right? And I think about it, I'm like, yeah, I did have a dead gummit, you know, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, whatever. I, had a, I did have a Jeep. So I write him a check, this and that, send it off, pay the fine, travel again, come back. I receive a bill in the mail. And, and it was a photo. They got me going northbound okay. out of town, or whatever, yeah. right? So I pay the fine. A week or so later, come back in town from a different trip, this and that, and I get a check in the mail, a, look, a thing in the mail. I look, and I'm like, I paid that thing. It's yeah. just another 75 bucks. And I'm like, I paid that thing. So I get my receipt out, this and that, and look, and no, they got me southbound coming back <laughs> into town. So I'm like, dadgummit, it's another another 75 bucks. I was yeah. out 150 bucks on one trip just for driving too fast with the, the cameras. Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, also, too, yeah. uh, Hertz, um, uh, the jerk off at Hertz's. So they have the toll things. Mm-hmm. You know, you get a car, you drive through Chicago, they got a toll thing, mm-hmm. you pay the tolls, it gets billed to your car. Hertz charges like, I think it was like $2 for uh, a Hertz toll charge. Yeah. So you get charged a toll and then a Hertz service fee of $2 mm-hmm. each time you go through a toll. So $0.25 cents or $0.50 cents and then $2 Hertz charge. How is that even like, you know? Yeah. Just making money on top of money. Yeah. Uh, so thanks to uh, uh, you people for um, uh, listening to the show tonight. Suspension direct, e-click, shocks, marks, any mobbing? Any any mobbing at all? I, I've been out of town. I have not had another chance to mob. All yeah. right. Uh, suspension direct, uh, founded way back in 2005. The e-click stuff has been a lifelong project of Dan Worley and the guys at SDI. It's more than just electronic shocks. It's a semi-active suspension system that... Constantly adapts to the road and conditions. No more getting out of the vehicle to adjust suspension or getting on a road or a trail. Available for Jeep, all the Jeep models, Raptor, F-150s, UTVs, and more. The UTV stuff is, is amazing for the E-Click stuff. If you read the reviews, I've been sent some of them. Made and developed in the USA. Get the E-Click stuff for your bike. Get the hard-to-find suspension parts as well for uh, Walker Evans, Fox, KYB, WP, Showa. Use the code PulpMX to save at SDI Suspension Direct. Dot com. Thank you to those guys. Uh, a one-stop shop for all your suspension needs and home of 4x4 Jeep suspension without compromise. Uh, brought to you, uh, the 9 o'clock hour, brought to you by the folks at SDI. Thank you to those guys. Motorsport.com, Fly Racing, Decal Works, Race Tech Suspension and Engines, X-Brand Goggles, Renthal, Michelin, Motorcycle Tires, SC6 out on Friday. And you would not believe it, Randy. We got an email to Pulpamex Fantasy account. Trying to win a set of SC six tires, declined. What is wrong with like? These it's people? not even. It's not even close. It's not. It's not even the right domain. It's not a pulpmx.com domain. It's, what goes on in some people's minds? It's not the right. It doesn't say contest anywhere in that domain. It's just. It's just it, again, like I said just, earlier, we we can explain it to them, but we uh, can't understand it for them. It's just right. it, unbelievable. A Cherubis, Firepower Batteries and Chains, Maxima USA, Pro Filter, Skosh, ORW, OGO Power Sports. Love the guys at FMF. Uh, they make great stuff, as you know, whether it's two-stroke or four-stroke. Uh, FMF guys are doing a good job over there. Guts Racing, a lot of seats uh, available out there for Guts, whether it's uh, vintage stuff. Guts has probably made you a seat for one of your vintage bikes at some point. Mm-hmm. I think that's yeah. That's what I, uh, I, think that's what I have. Uh, don't they partner with Roost MX? 
Yes. But yeah. So yeah. So that's what uh, that's what I have on my bike on the the 150, the TC 150. I have a guts seat cover. Awesome. Atlas neck brace. Chiz uses Atlas brace. Uh, so please check that out. Atlasbrace.com. They got the new Vision brace as well. Uh, that at, uh, if you have a shorter neck, you've never really felt that comfy in one of the braces. Check out the new Vision brace. In MotorcycleNewsJobs.com. Works Connection. Pulpamex 20 is the code to save. And uh, Works Connection did it again. Swept the two classes with their uh, Pro Launch start device. E.T. and uh, Hunter Lawrence. So good job by the folks at Works Connection. Good guys. Yeah. Good guys. Yeah. Uh, Pulpum X20 is the code to save at Works Connection. Get data. WUSA. Ride Engineering. Intense Cycle. Suspension Direct. Manscape. Wisco Pistons. All on board with us uh, tonight as well um, as you people are. Thank you to Nathan Ramsey, Zach Osborne, Brandon Hartraft, Tevin Tappy as well. Don't forget, 3 o'clock, Paris Raceway this Thursday. Be one of the first 100 there. You can ride for free, courtesy of the folks at Michelin. We're gonna have we're gonna have refreshments, oh. snacks, yeah. water. Why don't you bring that? Bring the uh, pony. No, because I'm I'm gonna throw that out the window as I go through <laughs> the high desk. You know what though? I could see you throwing out the window, the glass breaking, and the pony becoming like yeah, it'd be like a, uh, one it, with the earth, and then yeah. becoming like a sort of a killer pony. It, yeah, it'd be kind of like maybe a, maybe lightning don't know, strikes. Maybe you probably don't know much about this, like kudzu back on the east coast. You know how kudzu, uh, you know what that is, like a erosion control. But it would start growing and just cover the mountain. What if it was laying there in the high des, mm-hmm. glass broken, lightning strikes it, and now it becomes alive, and now it just kind of goes, and it walks, you know, and it, mm-hmm. and, it, and it ends up strangling somebody, and it, you know. Yeah. It could be a plot of a good movie. That could be. And, and then, it just and like then, wrapped then, itself around people's necks. And neck. then you can't kill it. Yeah. Unless Jamie. Jamie's the only one that can kill it. He's the only one. He's the only that one that can kill it. Can kill yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. No one else can do anything. It, they're powerless then, to stop the pony. And he'd have to take his bike and like just over judge a jump and then land on it to kill it. Yeah. Yeah. That's how he would do it. Yeah. That's how Jamie could do it. I like that. <laughs> I like all of that. Uh, Tyler's on too. Tyler, what's up, man? Yeah. I have a question and a, uh, and a follow up answer. If the, if the question could be answered, do you know what happens if you show up with an like an almost empty tank of gas with under seventy five miles? Is it still like just no idea? Seventeen bucks. Yeah, I don't think so it was. There, there's no way these bastards would let you just you know burn more than seventeen dollars worth of gas. I'm just saying, if it's like a, I don't know, if it's a technicality, maybe just let the highest. Ranking privateer, siphon the gas, throw it in the box van. There you go. And yeah. just say, I mean, I'd like to see A Ray just siphon, like to see A Ray just siphoning gas out of it with a hose and just swallowing it and throwing up everywhere and laying there and yeah. He's, <laughs> He's going to be done, but he won't even have the lungs left in him by the time it's yeah. I would think more like someone like Brees that right. would race like a horse for a couple grand would yeah. probably. He, he could use he it. Yep. Just saying. Yep. Not a bad idea. Good All right, man. Right on, man. All right. Thanks. Appreciate it. Uh, all right. Uh, motorsport.com tweet at Talon segment. Let's do it. No, that's my mom. It's the motorsport.com tweets at Talon segment. No. Love the guys at motorsport. Motorsport.com. OEM and aftermarket parts, of course. They can help you out. Dedicated team of gearheads there. They, uh, they drink ice right through a uh, aluminum bottle right into the microphone. Usually all what? show long. Thank you to motorsport.com. Go through the banner on pulpamex.com or pul- easy, easy. Is that better? No. No. Oh, wow. How's that? <laughs> if you're going to run your mouth about me drinking my drink that I bought, that I brought. Do you know right? how fast you're going to go right now? Hmm? 
you know how fast you're gonna go? It's gonna be amazing. You not that bad, really. How old is this? Um, nineteen. August twelfth of nineteen. Yeah, it's just water. Mm-hmm. Yeah, should be okay. Me and Damon. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Motorsport.com, please check them out. OEM and Aftermarket Parts. And uh, Phil Nicoletti and RV, myself, Motorsport.com, go through the banner. Save some money. Dedicated team of gearheads there. They also, uh, if you uh, need to return policy, they are great there at uh, Motorsport.com. These uh, questions are submitted at Pulp MX Show. uh, And the guy in the corner picks the best ones. Let's do this. All right. First one from Hickmanized30. Have you guys heard any rumors of some Euros racing the U.S. Outdoor Series? Uh, we talked about it earlier. Thanks for paying attention. And Talking um about Muscan and uh, uh Roxon? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh by the way, I talked to somebody at Honda. Somebody told me that Roxon's not gonna ride the outdoors a couple weeks hmm. ago. And I'm like, huh? Well, Honda guys seem to think so. You know what I mean? Like I, and I think he is. Mm-hmm. And then I asked somebody at Honda, like, I'm like, what are the odds that Kenny races outdoors? Like, be real. And they said ninety nine percent that he will race outdoors. Yeah. So, looks I like, hope so. Looks like he's going to ride. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I hope so. Honestly, um, I hope so. Um, but yeah, uh, to, so please, uh, I think Caroli will do it. I said that earlier. Caroli will do some. I don't know about her links. I just don't, you know, I guess yeah. he's back yeah. riding in a couple weeks, but. Yeah, I could see Caroli coming over, you know, like retired and come yeah. over and, and, and such a prestigious, uh, well respected rider globally, right? Okay. To come over here and ride some. I can see that happening. From Thunder from Down Under. As an Aussie, it's great to see the Lawrence lads kicking ass over here. But in your opinion, which foreign country over all the years has produced the best Supercross riders? Australia, France, Germany, Canada? Well, not Canada. <laughs> no. I mean, God bless is that, JSR is that and Rollerball. But, um, you know what? Uh, one Frenchman has won the title. Mm-hmm. One Aussie's won the title. Um, I think I'd go with France over Australia. Yeah. Burner, Metcalf, Lawrence's mm-hmm. Chad versus Bale, DV, Ron Ron, Tortelli. It's uh what's it, three laps down? Yeah. Yep. When did you get him on that? Yeah, yeah, figure that out. Uh what do you think though, off the top of your head? I, I just a shooting from the hip, I would think either Australia or France because both of those Yeah, yeah, no, we already said that, but who do you have better? Okay. Finishing my sentence, mm-hmm. I think either two of those because they have very established Supercross um, series, right? They have they come up through Supercross, right? Didn't France had that for the longest time, right? Yeah, they would yeah. groom Supercross we, riders. We established Australia and France are the two. Okay, and, then in that case, let me throw so, something. Okay, Canada. Okay, you think Canada? Yeah, I'm, I'm going with Canada. Well, final answer. Canada. JSR got seventh in the main once. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that, that, that's right up there. Yeah, yeah, that's one of the better ones. Rollerball got some top tens. Yeah. I don't know. It's a uh, that, that yeah. is a three laps down question. Mm-hmm. Uh, I say France, but honestly, yeah, I mean, Australia might have more wins with Reed alone. Oh yeah, yeah, That's true, yeah, yeah, absolutely. They That's got more true. wins with Chad. Um, so you look at you look at points or race wins or championships, depending on how you look at yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, maybe now I'm leaning Australia, I guess, because Burner. Yeah, I think Australia. Burner, and then uh, you, you look at Jet. Right, Jet will be great. Uh, Metcalf. Don't Metcalf. forget Anthony Gobert. In Supercross. Yeah, way back in the day. Yeah, I, up, yeah. I think you made a couple of mains. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But no, it all counts. It's a strong pull for an Australian name. Reared in. Yep. Um, all right, yeah. Uh. From Jacket on the Prey Lap for Randy. 
With the sudden rise in on-track slap fighting, which Supercross rider is most likely to be able to fight their way out of a wet paper bag? I don't. I don't think I'd want to mess with Mookie. Yeah. I think. I think yeah. Mookie would would square off on someone. Yeah. Yeah. yeah now. Right. Now that. Uh, now that. Uh, crap. Weston Pike's gone. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mookie. I wouldn't want anything to do with. I don't think anyone would want anything to do with Mookie. Yeah. Yep. Big dude. Yep. Mm-hmm. From Jamie's YZ. <laughs> Chance that after Tobac wraps up the championship early, he races Jamie's YZ 250 at the final round. Yeah, hundred percent. That's for sure going to happen. Yep. Uh, this guy says he used the Michelin $30 gift card and bought a Teenier Citizen shirt. He just wanted to get oh, that out. The Visa gift card. That's super nice. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. From Beaks Randy and Talons. Double dipping. Yeah. Well, no. I didn't encourage him to do that. I just told him thank you for doing it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, from Beaks <laughs> and Talons. Randy, have your quick-witted responses ever gotten you into trouble or a fight? Hmm trouble yes and 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 more more often than not like uh around the office it seems yeah sometimes i just can't get the clutch pulled in yeah and i've already uh, said it but fights no not really no from kirk chandler for the tracks breaking down bikes too fast issue would a limit on knobby depth and quantity of knobs slow the bikes down with less traction and also cause less track degradation degradation f1 went to the groove tires back in the day to reduce grip and slow the cars down Well, you're a tire guy. I was just trying to figure out what that word was. Oh. Degradation. Degradation. So anyway, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, and actually that's something that that Jason Wygant, who's, you know, with his uh, strong depth and intelligence for all things mechanical, right? Um, <laughs> he had he, asked me about that some years ago, a couple years ago, asking about using like the FIM, uh, you know, which are regulated to a 13-millimeter knob height. He was asking, you know, would, would, that, would that help – the tracks not get so rutted and not get so worn out. I, I would think, obviously, that it would, um, and the tracks would probably get less rutted as a result of that. But if that went into regulation, I know for sure all the riders wouldn't uh, wouldn't really appreciate that for sure. All right, next one from amateur cycling dude, Steve. When are we going to get Kiefer to race a quad? We've been waiting for this longer than wife swap. Yeah, I know, right. Well, COVID shut us down. The Yamaha guys still want to make it happen. Mm-hmm. Um, we'd love to do it. You know what? I mean, I mean, Kiefer's shootouts are coming. His East Coast shootouts are happening. So he's super busy. He's got a lot. You know, yeah. he's going. So I'm still working on tracks for him. Yeah, yeah. Trying to make that happen. <laughs> right. So, yeah, I don't know. AC113 wants to know, what's the beef with Bogle and Carnell? Oh, I didn't know they had beef. They had beef? You didn't see Carnell's Instagram? No. Oh, there's little uh, little hand slapping going on after some session. Oh, after practice or something? Yeah, and then oh. Carnell rode away flipping him off as Bogle was kicking his bike. <laughs> oh, <laughs> this, is, this is off the track. Like, they're going yeah. that, about to go down the tunnel. Oh, really? Yeah, it's pretty funny. Uh, just, I mean, Carnell might have gotten his line in a hot lap. You know, that's typically what happens. But they both commented on it. Bogle said, all good. Carnell yeah. said, all good. They were laughing about it. But okay. it. It's a funny video. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, thought, I thought Bogle was just asking if he wanted to kick it, you know? <laughs> he, he, was, he was kicking it, all right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. From Zach Adams, 55. Uh, does KTM Gas Gas Husky get a win this season? We talked about this with Webb, right? Um, you know, Marvin is basically tied yeah. with Coop in points. No one saw that coming. 
Yeah. Okay. So just yeah, I was looking. Do you think Marv could could win before Coop? Um. Barsha, I guess, is the closest. But, yeah, probably. Yeah, you know, probably but, so. Uh, yeah, like the way Eli's riding right now, what we talked about earlier. I don't. He's I, got him covered. Anderson's yeah. the next best guy, and mm -hmm. so if you beat one of those two as an off night, then I guess the win is there. But yeah. the way they're going right now, and I mean, I, I still, I still think Sexton could bust out a win at any time. It's not going to be like McGrath '96, but he could mm -hmm. still get a win. Yes, right. Yeah. The only one I see uh, potentially beating. Tomac really would be like uh, bets in a serious mud race. Right. Just right. like a true yeah. mudder. Right. Yeah. My money's on Chris Betts. Okay. From FMIP 222, with Steve having skipped the Daytona and Indian Indianapolis Supercrosses in both cities known for their iconic 500 races, any chance he also skips out on Pulp Mech Show 500? Oh, wow. Clever. Clever mm -hmm. by mm -hmm. this uh, gentleman. That's a fan. Yeah. Sounds like a great fan of the show. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. it sounds like a mm -hmm. quick witted fan. Mm -hmm. Uh, no, no, I'll be here. Yep, I'll be here. So, um, good. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Us fans are happy. Right. I'm sure that guy and the other fans are happy right, to hear that. Right. I don't know what I'm going to talk about with those two guys. Like, what do I do? I kind of just want to get them started and then sit back and watch them bench race each other, right? Yeah, I think. Yeah, I think. I think to what you're talking about earlier that that um, and JT was talking about the changing of the guard yeah. in '01 um, and 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 other like just monumental moments or key moments uh or key clashes let's yeah. say um that look over was it san diego right the look yeah. over in the air those, uh, like, yeah, that was anaheim yeah anaheim okay yeah. but but those kind of moments getting each side of their story on that will be interesting yeah. i think right. yeah yeah from the voice of the drunken people chance blackburn or will smith who slapped harder will smith from lacrosse defense coach if kenny sits out outdoors who does honda potentially fill in the ride with who does honda potentially fill in the ride with after watching sexton go gumby mode during supercross <laughs> so just watch the starts car house. it's the crowd this is it's, the best he just riding away it's, yeah yeah how's that bike how's that kickstarter <laughs> that's really good i like that all right, sorry. Uh, You're going to have to repeat that one, Tom. Yep, sorry. If Kenny sits out outdoors, who does Honda potentially fill the ride with after watching Sexton go Gumby mode during Supercross? Nah, I don't think they fill it in. They don't have to. They don't got an outside sponsor. But as I said earlier, I think I think Roxanne's racing. So. No! That's horrible. Oh, what's up, tits? We, Clock's ticking. We didn't have a ton of questions this week. Okay, well, and there we go. Uh, that is the motorsport.com tweet at Talon segment as well. Uh, again, at Pulp MX Show uh, on Twitter. We'll try to get the best ones in each and every single race uh, or week, I should say. We're off next week. Um, yeah, we're off next week. So, uh, And then we'll be back for show 500. Oh, another commercial break or no? No. Really? No. Do you want to take a commercial break and come back and then just say goodbye? No. No, that's fine. So, I think for the sponsors, you know what I mean? Yeah. They invest a significant six figures. <laughs> we uh, <laughs> we played two commercial breaks the first time, so they got them. They got them. They okay. got them in. Uh, also, um, we are coming out with I don't know when, but we are totaling all the co-hosts for all 499 pulp shows. Okay. So you've probably been in five or six times? Too much. Yeah. Already. All right. Uh, yeah, I then, think so. Probably five or six times, I'm yep. guessing. And yeah. then we are going to have a little bracket shootout with all our co-hosts. Mm -hmm. And the fans will vote as the bracket goes on. Mm -hmm. And the winner of the best co-host 
we'll get something. <laughs> so, uh, Randy, you may want to mobilize FMIP Army to vote for you. Okay. Yeah. And so, and how are the brackets to be set up on who's been in the most versus? Yeah, I think we'll yeah. do something with like, hey, here, get a ranking. Here's the uh, here's the here's the five to ten timers. Here's the one to two timers. Here's the riders. Okay, yeah. You know, we'll rank them in yeah, some yeah. sort of way. But yeah, Marx is, cool. is in charge of that too. Mm-hmm. And then I kiss. I I trust oh. it'll be ran properly. Mm. Huh? Weird. What? I trust. I it'll mean, be if ran it's Paul, probably not. No, but Marx has got it. He's got it covered. He's good. Yeah. He's good. Uh, Nick's on two before we go. Nick, what's up, man? Hey guys, how are you? Good. Are you uh, are you coming in studio or is it your other guy? Who's coming in studio? No, it's, I think no, it is me. I'll be uh, I'll be over there. Trent uh, Trent's got to stay in Australia, but he's uh, he's disappointed about missing out. That's for sure. Right. When are you coming in again? Uh, Salt Salt Lake City. So the Monday after okay. Salt Lake right. City. Fair enough. Um, good to know. Book flights yesterday. So uh, okay. Should well, be should be good. I think it'll be uh, Jason Wygan in studio. Oh. Jeez, what a treat. That's after Salt Lake? Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. So, all right. What's up, Nick? Um, Australian Pro Motocross started on the weekend. I'm just that. wondering, like, do you, guys, do you guys watch it or do you get the opportunity to watch it? And how hard is it to find, like, on the internet? I've not watched it, really, in years. I just follow it on Instagram on the riders, right? So, Wilson Todd won. Yeah, Wilson Wilson Todd won. He was, uh, you know, a couple of these Australian boys kept him honest, and it was actually really weird. After the second moto, Wilson was walking back to the semi, and, dude, he was wrecked. He looked like he was about to throw up. He was that, I don't know if it was heat stroke or what right. it was, but, yeah, it, it had him for sure. Uh, and then how'd Metcalf? Metcalf won, like, 5-6 or something? Yeah, he, um in the first moto, literally the first lap of the first moto, he's, his KDM dumped all its coolant, and it actually made it to the end of the moto. So I was amazed he finished. But uh, and then Luke Clout goes one one, um, takes uh, Webbs is Kyle Webbs. Honda's Kyle Webbs is probably the quickest by far, but yep. he just had a few errors, and uh, Clout was able to capitalise. So it was good. It was good to see racing back here and with fans and full pits and stuff. So it was cool. I just got an email from a guy right now. Mm-hmm. He is a corporate accounts for Avis. And he has vowed to help me with my problem. Stop it. Yeah. His email is, is Avis. Better tell him to, to get to it before we put that YouTube video up. Yeah. If. Yeah. If he, he said, ri- let me assist you with your race tech okay. rant. If he rides mm-hmm. and he gets this problem solved for you, he too gets a set of Michelin Starcross 6. Oh, wow. Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Okay. But wait, there's more. There's way. I'll send him some tubes as well. Okay. All yeah. right. Uh, yeah, Nick, sorry. Um, I, I don't watch it. Like, yeah, I don't know. How would we watch it? How do we watch it? Um, I think they do a stream, like, on their website, and I don't know if, like, some of the free-to-air channels over here, uh, like, sort of like Netflix. We have a sport version of Netflix here that I think is doing it as well. But, you know, I was just interested, like, to see, like, an American's uh, aspect of what it was and what it was like. I just thought it'd be interesting. Yeah, to no, I, 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 yeah, no, I haven't watched it. I don't even know where to watch it. Ah, no good, no good. So, All right, guys. Maybe, I can't wait to show 500. It's going to be good. All right. Sounds good, man. Thanks for calling. Maybe a I'll motocross Yeah, maybe a motocross journalist could help you find the links to those races. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll ask. <laughs> ask around. Um, all right. I got MotoGP to watch. Street bike racing, yeah. MXGP, I mean. Sorry, I got MXGP to watch. I got Canadian Nationals to watch. I got a lot of stuff to do. Mm-hmm. So, uh, All right. 
It's a wrap. <laughs> Zach Osborne, Nathan Ramsey. Yeah. Brandon Hartraft, Tevin Tapia. Yeah. Best interview of the night for you. Um, Zacho. I like hearing uh, about how excited he is about his new uh, – his new role he's yep. going to have there. And, and, again, he'll do a great job interacting with fans of different levels yeah. and different uh, events and so on. So that'll be great. Yeah. Okay. Yep. All right. Fair enough. Marks? Damien. Oh, Damien was my favorite <laughs> That's good uh, stuff. Talon? Zacho talked about doing off-road races. So uh, that's, all, that's all that's yeah, all took for off-road. you. Yeah, that's all for you. off-road. Uh, I'll, I'll go with Nate Dog because that was a good trip yeah. down memory lane for Nate yeah, well, Dogg. So. Uh, the, the spark plug story was great. That's really good. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. So, um, did, all right. Hang on. What? what Just to let you know, I didn't, I didn't drink the Bradshaw water. Uh, I thought you'd oh. be more pissed than that. No. I thought you'd be way more pissed than that. No, I'm not. But. Yeah. You know. See there? The level, the effort you, I put you, into you, it. You know what? What? I fucking knew it. Yeah. I knew you were going to do something tonight. You knew I was going to do something. I, I just—I had something up my sleeve, I, didn't I? I knew you had something up your sleeve, and I didn't know what it was. Mm-hmm. And I and I saw the lettering on yeah. your label, and yeah. I'm like, did he put a letter? Did he put his own? Like I thought you put like Randy's bottle, like a label no, no, for no, you. No, 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 I, no, I put effing. I put effing. So oh, yeah, see, yeah. I toned it down right, a little right. bit. Yeah. Uh, um, but I was hoping that was going to. Oh. I was hoping you're going to wig out about that. No. Not so. I mean, no. Like, okay. I mean, his reaction was still pretty good, though. Yeah, like, like I his mean, facial expression, well, which is like, it's dis- like disbelief. He's right, but but on, but okay, but also going back to, I knew you were do. I knew it. You something. I knew. Did you know? Nah, you did know. No, nah. you fucking guys. No, Mm-mm. you fucking guys. Were you butt hurts about it? <laughs> yeah, he really he said butt hurts, butt hurts rental car. So. I was crying over here. Yeah, when he said that. I was literally hunched over. I don't know why I thought that was so funny. How it happened? Uh, so I knew. Yeah, that you were gonna do something. Had something. And, and there it is. All right, there it is. Yep. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, it, I I preferred if it, I would have preferred if it was uh, taking a puzzle piece of Pookie's. That would have been. <laughs> that was a good one. But the better. funny thing yeah. was, the funny thing was, I honestly had, like, I'm mischievous for sure. Yes. But I had absolutely no plan whatsoever to mess with those pu- with that puzzle. Yeah, yeah. And I walked up, her and your mom. That was in the old house, which yeah. is basically same square footage ish. Yep. And then, uh, but they were on the puzzle, and Pookie goes. No, Randy, get away. Get away from that puzzle. No. I know you're going to do something. And, I, and then I immediately like, well, I, I, I got to do something, something now. now right? so, yeah. so I hid two puzzle Thanks pieces. Thanks for the idea. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Uh, all right, everybody. Well, um... Thanks for coming by, Randy. Yep, and one last thing. Star Cross 6. Yeah. Launch. And my buddy, oh. Robbie, your fellow intense taser yeah. buddy. Taser Army. Robbie Green made you this, a little display in ah, honor of the Pulp Mech Show that. 500. Yeah. It's got, it's got something. Uh, I think it's a misprint on the back about a Manitoba champ. Oh. But anyway, but that's that's a, a CR 500 number plate, right? Oh, is it really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that's oh, the, the shape this. of that. Yeah. And uh, honoring your 500 shows. And uh, thank you so much oh, for the nice. content that you create for – you know my janky buddies and myself and and all the other listeners. Um, you've uh, you've done an that's amazing so job. I kind of like wow, this side. Wow, that's better. a tearjerker. Eh, you probably Love would. Yeah. Right um, 
So thanks, Robbie. I was hoping it would come with a free Kajiva. Nope. No Kajiva. Nope. No Kajiva. I mean, he pulled through from the from COVID. That was my last hope. Yeah. 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 I was kind of, yeah. I was kind of hoping he might die off too, but anyway. But he made it. Yeah. He made it. He survived. Right. 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 Well, thanks, Robbie. I appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you, people. Again, Starcross 6, Friday, motorsport.com, at your local dealer, Thursday, Paris Raceway yeah. Ride Day. Uh, go meet FMIP and uh, have him uh, 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 talk tires with you mm-hmm. and mount some up if you want that. He'll mount you right there. Right there. What about will. anal bleaching? <laughs> <laughs> gotcha, Randy. Oh, you got me, didn't you? Uh, uh, so thanks, everybody, for listening. I really appreciate it. Thank you for coming in, okay. Randy. Thank you, uh, Show here. 499, the yeah. warm-up act, Randy yeah. Richardson. It's only going to get better from here. It's, it can only get better. Right. Right, for sure. Uh, so. Thanks, everybody, for listening. See you in a couple weeks. I was in control of all those wieners. There's something I want to get off my chest. And it's about that summer when you went away to community college. I got an offer to do Playgirl magazine. And I did it. I did a full spread for Playgirl magazine. I I mean spread, man. I pulled my butt apart and stuff. And I was totally nude. And it was weird. I, I mean... You probably didn't hear about it because I went under the name of Mike Honcho, but I just wanted you to know that. If you could hear me, if it got into your brain somehow, that I spread my butt cheeks as Mike Honcho.